to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday night. This is the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Fly racing. Monster Energy Cup, come and gone. Exciting times. Oh, we got a race to talk about. Oh, we got a race to talk about. Uh, looking forward to having you tonight on the show. Appreciate you coming by and spending some time with us. Either it's Monday night or it's on the archives. We appreciate it, man. It's great to uh, great to have all you on board. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. If you want to call, give us a, give us a shout. We're going to give away a set of uh, Michelin Starcross Five tires tonight. We're going to give away a Fly Racing. F2 Carbon Helmet with MIPS technology. Not MIM, but MIPS technology. Great show lined up. Davey Millsaps will be on BTO Sports, KTM Davey Millsaps. Blake Williams, a.k.a. Bilko of uh, the Nitro Circus fame, will be on Freestyle Motocross uh, Guru Legend. Uh, Eric Perinard is on. Uh, he's been in studio before. He's got something uh, cool to talk about. And uh, in studio with me, uh, hanging out, he is a uh, Loretta Lynn's amateur national champion. He is a top, he is a former uh, mechanic for uh, Dean Wilson winning the 250 MX national championship people, a national title winning mechanic. Uh, he is now working at Pro Taper and has developed some exciting things for those guys. Uh, a longtime friend of mine, industry uh, veteran, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? What's up, Pulp? How are you? Um, just Thanks for fine. coming by. Yeah, in town for Vegas yeah. for the Monster Cup. and Not um, bringing your mic up to your mouth like I was telling you. There uh, we go. Okay. Like uh, this? Is that yeah, better? Perfect. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming in, man. Your co-host, all show. Cool. So, yeah, we had you last time, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago you yeah. came up. Uh, yeah. But we had other people in the studio. Yeah. So Chris, we, uh, Christian was here. Mm-hmm. Christian Craig. So. Yeah, so now we're going to get your story. It's going to be great. Cool. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. <laughs> Love this guy right here. And uh, we got lots to talk about on the show. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, Infab Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, Black Ops Moto, Michelin, Starcross 5, Nitro Circus, and Ride Engineering all on board with us tonight. And uh, KTM Parts Express. If you have a KTM, and a lot of you do, uh, use the code PulpMX15 at KTMPartsExpress.com. Save 15% of those guys, 35 years of experience. Number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Their warehouse is stocked full of KTM parts as well. A full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. Paul, your best friend, your BFF, Dean Wilson, if he needs KTM parts... He can go to ktmpartsexpress.com. I know where to send him. Yeah, he probably, uh, you know, he oftentimes probably needs parts. Yeah, he goes through parts. Does he get a deal, you think? Or? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I think well, he knows somebody over there. Well, if he doesn't, if he can't get hooked up with a KTM, okay. tell him to go to ktmpartsexpress.com. Uh, we got the Pulp Mix app. You can listen live on that. You can listen uh, on the TuneIn device on your phone. And, uh, of course, the archives on Apple and everything else. Pulpamex.com's website. It's got an Amazon banner. If you're going to Amazon, say you're buying a bunch of lube or maybe a swing. Uh, go to Amazon 
and uh, uh, go to Pulp MX, click on the Amazon banner, buy the lube, buy the swing. We get a small chunk of that, and I'm able to bring uh, people like Paul Parabinos up into the uh, into the studio. So, Dirty mouth. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming, and we appreciate. It. We're gonna have a good show. We're gonna give away some tickets to Nitro Circus too. I think at some point we got the NFAB question of the day, the BTOSports.com, Gabby Gibbs, X Brand Tariffs, and Race Tech emails. Jason Thomas will make an appearance. That's uh, oh, I like JT. God, how long have you known JT for? Forever. Like how long? Well. He's been racing professional for 45 years, so I've yeah. probably known him for 40 of them. <laughs> Did you ever think, like, you were a pretty good pro coming up, and you were pretty fast. Now, you're a little younger than JT. Yeah. But was there some time where you were, like, thinking, how is JT, like, a main event guy? Yeah, well, because I'd watch him ride during the week, and <laughs> That's you'd what I'm saying. look at him, and you're like, there's not an awful lot of talent there. But he is in the main event every <laughs> but, time. Dude, he made it, he, and he had yeah. a fantastic career. He did. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Hey, uh, everybody. Uh, Paul uh, Paul Parabinos working for Pro Taper. His appearance on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing champion uh, components uh, made from aerospace grade billet aluminum. Uh, they uh, they are on the Babbitt's Kawasaki team. Yoshimir, James Stewart, and Blake Baggett use Vortex sprockets, Paul? I heard the pink one. The pink sprocket. Did you hear uh, Holly in the press conference? You probably didn't, but you know Jim Holly. I think I heard a little bit about this, but I did hear Jim Holly, so I understand why yes, it was uh, said. James Stewart ran a pink Vortex sprocket. In, in because of breast cancer awareness, yes, which uh, we all support, yes. And uh, Jim Holly said, "James, you're uh, running the uh, pink sprocket in, in for breast awareness." Well, it's Vegas. Forgot the cancer. <laughs> it's Vegas. If you know anybody, it's Jim Holly's aware of breasts. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it fits. Yeah. Vortexracing.com. Email Jake at vortexracing.com for forty percent off on the pulp discount. Greatest bars and sprockets out there. I'll tell you what, Vortex Racing, Paul. It's just it's fantastic stuff. It's phenomenal. I hear. Fits well. Just just incredible. <laughs> Paul Barabinos, everybody from Pro Taper. Uh, I want to talk to you about the Monster Cup uh, for sure, uh, but first at Pro Taper, and and we did a podcast. It'll be out next week or so on Racer X. But your big thing, micro line of bars and, and grips and things like that. For if you think about it, I can't believe this has not been invented before. Children's hands are smaller than our hands. They are breaking Break, news. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. You've invented. Pro Taper has a line of bar and grip that fits a child hands uh, anywhere from usually like sixty five to like eighty five or yeah, you know yeah. and fifties actually too fifties the bars are the same size uh, seven eighths bar yeah. and um, and so you have this whole micro line of products talk about it a little bit and and I guess just talk about the the success behind it yeah well I, it's a it's a handlebar kit that can be bolted onto any. Um two-stroke of 85 cc or smaller so 85 65 or 50 with one part number which is a really cool thing so and it's a it's a 7 8 handlebar through the whole range of the handlebar so it's easy for dad to bolt it into standard triple clamps and standard clutch purge and kill switch and throttle housing all that but yeah. then there's an abrupt taper in the right pro before taper. you abrupt yeah. pro taper yeah, yeah pro taper abrupt, abrupt taper. taper on the pro tapers <laughs> yeah um right in the handhold areas to allow for a a, a smaller outer diameter grip so you know how I pitched it, I guess, to Tucker was uh, talk about how you did this. Yeah, I want to. Well, can you tell it was. It was. A, yeah, it was an idea that someone else came to me with, uh-huh. and then you know, but it was like, oh, we, you know, it needs to be the handlebar, a smaller handlebar for kids. And I was like, yeah, but then you got stock triple clamps and Dude, clutch perch, too like, much trouble. too much stuff. Yeah. So we kind of figured out how to make it work, and then um, we need. I was like, we need to do two piece throttle so we can have it. You know, because if, for instance, one of the, one of the issues was okay. Even if we make the handlebar with a, oh, the taper in the grips, so it can be bolted up seven eighths everywhere else, but yeah. there's still a, 
you know, Suzuki 85, a Kawasaki 65, a KTM 50. Yeah. You know, all yeah. these guys yeah. have different throttles. I was like, that's way too many part numbers for the dealership to order. Yeah. So with the two-piece throttle design, one part number will cover all those uh-huh. all those bikes. So a dealer can order one part number. It's just based on whatever bend you get. So there's yeah. five different bends. Um, so they can order all five part numbers and have five different options, but that can bolt on anybody's bike, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, in, in that size range. Idea. So it is a good idea. And it's, you know, it's, it's going to make racing for those guys safer. I think we're going to be able to get more speed out of them. Okay, so have you more brought control. a baseball bat. Yeah, that's how I did it. So I brought so a baseball, brought a baseball bat, bat into a meeting. Into it. And like Al Capone in the Untouchables. <laughs> I, I said, hey. Did I just date myself there? Do you uh, know a what little, I'm talking about? A little no? bit. A little okay. bit past me. Oh. Yeah. Okay, in the movie The Untouchables, Al Capone has a baseball bat, and he's walking around a conference room, okay. much like probably the one you have at Pro Taper, and then he starts just bashing a dude's head in. That's kind of how I did it, too. Okay. But <laughs> I had to go to the CEO of Tucker Rocky, so I didn't want to hit him over the head too hard. Right. But um, I did threaten him, say, if you don't like this idea, I'll hit you with the bat. No. <laughs> uh, I said, hold on to the bat how you would swing it normally, and then now hold on to it to where the ball contacts the bat, and tell me which is more comfortable. And they said, obviously, the, obviously the grip end yeah. is. Um, he said, well, I was like, well, that's kind of what a kid feels like riding a, a motocross bike today. Is like holding onto the fat end of a baseball bat. And he's yeah. like, well, yeah, do it. He's, here's the money. Here's the money for the Great. tooling. Yeah. And get it get it going. And that was about 12 months of my life at Pro Taper in the beginning. And, yeah. um, you know, oh, working out all the awesome. packaging. And, mm-hmm. and it's a cool product. It's in stock now. It's selling. So I think... Um, I think it's going to be awesome. Ah, that's awesome. No, it's good to hear. Uh, Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper in on the Pulp Show, all show. Jason Thomas coming up. Bill Coe, Blake Williams coming up. Uh, Eric Perinard and uh, Davey Millsaps. It's going to be interesting to talk to Millsaps about his ride. Hey, the guy qualifies for the Monster Cup at the last spot. Yeah. Like, literally. He yeah. almost went to the LCQ. And then he busts out some good finishes. Like, what was he? What was he his was moto in, scores? He was in the hunt. Um, yeah, his moto scores were like... three six six. Right. I mean, going into the last Dude, moto, he... He, he was 18th yeah. in qualifying. So, like, that's pretty good. Yeah. So we'll talk to Davey Millsaps on the uh, on the show. Uh, producing the show, holding the things down over there, uh, taking the calls, handling the contest we're doing tonight. The Devin Gibbs. What's up? How are you, bro? Always killing it. Oh, fantastic. Good to hear. Yeah, you know. Um, well, we got some phone calls. We got a couple Someone's phone got calls. a fairy question. We got to oh, get to that right hurry now. Hurry up and answer it. Uh, <laughs> Ishaha? What? How's your, Isaiah. What? Isaiah. Oh, oh, Gibbs. Close. You nailed it. Oh, Gibbs. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Hey, Steve. Hey, Isaiah, do you know how Gibbs spelt your name? Uh, no. What do you spell it? I-S-A-H-A. <laughs> yeah, it's I-S-A-I-A. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah, yeah. The normal way to spell it. Yeah, I called in last week on a Stewart question. I got it that time, though, didn't I? Poor Gibbs. I didn't have three calls going at Listen, you have a fair Tim Furry question, so we got to get to this. Yeah. Um, what was the best part for mechanic mechanicing for ferry and the worst part for mechanicing for ferry? Well, I mean, you Summer ever cross? No one's really been around Jesus because he hasn't been around, you know. But the best part was kind of seeing what those people felt like when they were around <laughs> Jesus. You know, the people who just somebody like just can just do anything. You know, um, being in that uh, presence. Yes, thank you. You know, I did. I am a Tim uh, Ferry friend now, and uh, fan. You know what? Uh, honestly, no. Uh, honestly. Uh, uh, Isaiah, um, I never felt Paul, and you you were a mechanic for a long time, and so you worked for different guys. I never once felt that Tim Ferry cheated me on effort. I knew during the week that that guy's doing whatever he can. He's yeah. so professional. I mean, at the point when I started working for him, he's already a 13, 15 year old pro, right? He, he's I got knew, it figured out. I knew he wasn't partying. I knew he was training and riding and working hard. So I knew, like, hey, this guy's giving it all. And if we end up fifth, it's fifth. Like, but yeah. I know he's working hard. Well, that's cool. That's a good thing to have. And I was fortunate where I had all my guys, for the most part, yeah. the same way. Yeah. 
you didn't really have to check on or babysit him. They were no. working hard. So that's a, that's a big part. I had of a it. couple guys that worked for early in my career where I'm like, they would show up and you're like, okay, you know, you're not, you're not, what'd you do all week? Yeah. Why am I even, yeah. why am I replacing the seat cover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the worst part, Isaiah would probably be, um, just the injuries, man. He's a good friend of mine. So I saw the things he was going through. He did that three or four injuries, three, three or four surgeries on his wrist. So that was tough to see, you know, and then I knew he could still go fast and, 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 you know, one time in Vancouver, he wasn't jumping a tabletop section that Tyler Evans was. And I'm like, dude, you got to jump that. One punch does it. And he's like, you fucking jump. And he like threw his bike at me. Oh, wow. So, I'm so scared. <laughs> you know, so we got, like, you know, things like that where his wrist, you know what, it was a jump on um, and his wrist. Like he just it. didn't want to, you know, so things like that. Isaiah's seeing a guy injured like that. So, you know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's about it, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Jeff, what's going on? Thanks for the pul- Thank you for calling the Pulp and Mech Show. Hey, guys. Uh, my question is about Chad Reed. I watched the whole Monster Cup on TV, but mm-hmm. obviously because of the way he was racing, um, you know, he's back back of the pack most of the time. Uh, he didn't get too much camera love, so I didn't really get to see how he was riding on that new Yamaha. And was, since you were there, I figured I'd call in and maybe ask you, um, you know, yeah, if I he's being comfortable or... Yeah, we were going to uh, definitely something to talk about. Um, um, what do you think, Paul? I mean, I think it rode fine. I think the results sh- show, you know, basically what you're what you're confirming. It wasn't on TV much, and because of his bad results, it didn't look like he was riding good. But he fell down one moto. I know that. Um, he looked comfortable to me, but again, that guy didn't race all summer, so I, I didn't expect a bunch. And he's just been on a new bike, and I know he's only been testing for a week or two. So I think um, um, it was just a race day, shake it down thing, and see where you're at type deal. And Jeff, um, I uh, I tweeted him today. I texted him today. I said, uh, hey, do I write that you were okay with your weekend? Your lap times were decent, but somehow you're the only guy in a Yamaha who couldn't get a good start. Um, and he said, yeah, I was pumped. My starts were atrocious, but everything else okay. My race pace was there. Just couldn't start and fought and fought from keeping my tongue out of the front wheel. So that's directly from Chad Reed. So uh, I thought, I mean, Paul, he wasn't going to win. No, yeah, we knew that. He, he never that. got any starts. I think let's say he starts at the front, fifth, sixth place guy. Yeah, he stays there, and especially that track. Like you have to get a start there. Yeah. Like there's nothing to separate anybody. Yep. So I don't, I don't know that we saw anybody come through the pack. Maybe Trey Kennard was the best at doing it. Yeah, Trey did come through, and that's that speaks volumes, I think. But yeah. dude, he's the fastest I mean, he guy. Qual- he fosses, yeah, fast fosses, guy in practice. Yeah. He probably would have won that first race if he didn't crash. Yeah. So um, he was obviously. What do you awesome, know? But, what do you know about Chad's Yamaha deal? What do you What do you hear about? Oh, I don't know. I, I definitely hear it's, you know, I talked to progressing. His, I talked to his guys. Okay, I talked to his guys, and they said, look, we're after this weekend, we're done. We have nothing beyond this weekend. I talked to a guy who knows Chad well and said, dude, it's over. It's done. No deal. Nothing. I talked to a monster guy that's like, I think we can put something together for 17 races with Chad on Yamaha. Here's the thing, though, Paul. If this Yamaha deal does fall apart. Like, what is he going to do? I don't know that a part. A pro taper? I don't even know that Chad, pro, full knows, Chad pro knows taper that part. Uh, I, would, I would for sure want to help him. No, I mean, like, pro taper box van and pro taper uh, gear. Oh, no, and, that's not okay, the budget. Right. No, I'll say no I'm to that. I'm just checking. Um, so, uh, yeah, Jeff, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. I, I got to think that Monster and Yamaha will find something for 17 races for Supercross. It's got to happen. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't think his performance is any indication how he's going to do this season. I was just curious. No, you know, I'm, I'm glad not. you have Davey on the show because it seemed like, obviously, you were at the race. You didn't get to see the broadcast. But, no, I didn't. You know, they put a lot of emphasis on 
you know, Stewart, and you saw that well that went. For I don't want to talk sure. about that right now. I'm not ready to talk about that. Big Stu fan. Yeah. I'm not ready to talk about <laughs> but, that. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad you have Davey on the show, but these guys on these new bikes making this jump, you know, so quick before, you know, this is essentially their first race on their new bikes. They didn't get any love from, uh, you know, from the camera. So I was yeah. just curious, you um, know. Chad is net. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, but has Chet ever started the or Mim? Mim's in studio, by the way. Uh, hashtag Mim Life. Has Paul? Has Chet ever done anything at the Monster Cup? Like, has he ever done? Not that I can recall. Right? He's not always he's always after he's still partying a little bit after the year. He's yeah. not training. He's, he's not. His, yeah, he's at his off season weight a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's the Monster Cup. I think is more of a tool for him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's ever done much at this race. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I had some people on Twitter that said he's done. It's over with. I'm like, dude, you're no, an idiot. Let's jump into conclusions. It's yeah. Chad Reed. Yeah. You can't say that. So, uh, I think I think uh, to answer your question, Jeff, he looked okay. Not great, but not bad. He, he looked okay. Fine, all things yeah. considering. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling. All right, thank you. All right, uh, Michael, you have a Dean Wilson question for uh, Paul Parabinos. Who's Dean Wilson? Yeah, hey guys, how you doing? That's your. What's BFF. up, Michael? Uh, nothing much. Just okay, wait a minute, some, uh... Erica. Your wife is in a fire, and Dean's in a fire. You can only rescue one. Oh, uh, um, I'll t- I'll pick Erica. <laughs> you you stuttered though. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Can I just grab them both? One for nope. each arm. No, no. you have to okay. you have to rescue Erica or Dean. Yeah. Well, I'd... Get Erica out of there real quick and hopefully get back in there. <laughs> get Erica. Okay, Pookie, and, and or, Pookie, Pookie or Timmy? Burning. Nah, the t- house is bor- burning no, down. Timmy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pookie! Uh, um, Coffee. Pookie, Coffee. Pookie. No, listen. Erica and Dean, and you rescue Erica, but you go back in to die with Dean. Like, hold each other and uh, die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. fine. Okay. All right, what's your question about uh, for Paul? Um, I just had a question about how many times... Uh, uh, Paul would do change an air filter on Dean Wilson's bike. Um, well, here's the thing with Dean Wilson: if you change an air filter once a week on a no, on an anybody else's bike, you probably change it three times a week on Dean's bike. But he, that's just how he is with motorcycles and parts. But air filter, I guess it really all depends on the track. So I mean, every time that he'd take his bike and go riding, though, it air filter gets changed every time typically. But if it's, you know, sometimes. I remember one summer we were getting ready for Southwick and we went and rode the sand track and we'd have to change it after every moto. But, again, the filters, and I don't know, that's something that a rider can't affect too much. But if anyone can affect it, Dean can figure out how to affect it. Michael, do yeah. uh, you got a bike? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, YZ125. Oh, sweet. You oh, want, cool. You want a set of tires for it from Michelin? Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah, Heck does, yeah, you Steve. do. All right, Michelin introduces this new off-road motocross tire, Michelin Starcross 5. Whatever you think of Michelin tires in the past, this is a brand-new uh, carcass-up rebuild, rebrand, relaunch of their tires. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, sand. Michelin Starcross 5 contain a completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning, durable yet more flexible sidewall, sidewall and a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. That sounds wonderful. We, we I love the easier that. mounting part. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so Michelin Starcross 5 uh, available in 21 different sizes, uh, medium, soft, like I said, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Stay on hold. Uh, Michael, uh, Gibbs will get your information, and we will get you a set of these tires out, all right? Cool. All right, thanks, man. All right, thanks Appreciate for calling. It. All right, no problem. Uh, let's go. That lines are busy tonight. Luke, what's going on? You want to talk about Eli Tomac? Yeah, question. Uh saw a picture of basically when it was announced that he was on Cowie's team and he had KYB suspension. Yeah. Is that? Um, is there anything to that? And is it, if there isn't, or is, 
is he running it because he ran it on his Honda and he feels comfortable on it, or is that something Cowie's going to switch to now? Nope. Uh, it's the first part. Yeah, Dean. Uh, Dean. Uh, I got Dean on the mind. Eli. Thinking about him in a tire, uh-huh. in a fire. Uh, <laughs> not thinking about tires and fires. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Eli put that in his contract. He will be on KYB suspension. And Will, okay. Will Hahn will run Showa like they right. used to run. And Roxon's on KYB now, and Tickle's going to run Showa. Now, Eli, you're exactly right, uh, Luke. He felt comfy with the KYB stuff on the Honda. So they put made him, you know, they, they put it in their deal for Cowie. But Paul, and I mean, we're no engineers. There's a lot smarter people than us. But I don't see how between a Okay, if there's two bikes that are the furthest apart, it's probably a Cowie and a Honda, chassis-wise. Maybe. Honda, yeah. skinny, narrow, tight, uh, twitchy, Cowie, bigger, longer. I mean, I don't totally agree, but go ahead. Okay, well, screw you. Yep. Um, Keep going. Um, so how do you... I mean, I get that he loves the KYB, but I just don't say how you can be like, I am not, I believe in KYB on a Cowie. Like, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I think he learned so much about KYB this year, and he has his own suspension guy that he works with closely that went with him to Cowie, and um, his name's Gilmore, and he's... Ricky Gilmore. Yeah, he's extremely talented, and the cool part for Eli, I think, with him is he's a damn good rider, like a really, really, really good rider, this guy. Breaking news. Well, I mean, and I think that is a huge difference, though. So when right. him and Eli are talking, they can figure things out. And he's very, very sharp, that guy. And, um, I mean, as far as, like, now a bunch of factory teams, I guess, are using two different companies. Yeah. Well, which Hon- is, and which Hon- is, don't forget, Honda used uh, KYB with Canard and, and Showa with Sealy. Exactly. Although Sealy, the race he got hurt at, he wore, he went back KYB, to KYB. Right. And I heard he will still be on KYB. Who? Sealy? Sealy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think how the factories are making it work like you know and the upper corporate part of it is is they want to keep both companies happy so whenever they go to you know choose whatever they're choosing for their next production year's model they have a good relationship with both companies is kind of how i heard it you know a well, lot of times a two video come with kyb yeah. and a four video oh, come with showa or, so it's, you know it's even common tires down the british zones they come with exactly the bars yeah. right didn't bars switch on some bikes yeah, some are Renthal, Renthal, some are Pro Taper, no, some are the stock. Same, yeah. In the same lineup, like a 250 of Renthal and a 450 of Pro Taper. I don't know about that. No? I don't okay, think so. All right. um, no, but you know what they think? They just say, hey, more competition. Yeah. The, the Showa rider is beating the KYB guy, and the KYB guy is probably getting flogged yeah. back in Japan. Yeah. Um, and so he wants to try to make it better. So They're it's competition. They're keeping companies yeah, Which, in Paul, competition. I, and... I mean, I don't know about you, but I was telling this story on the weekend at uh, – at Yamaha, we came out with a KYB fork. They came out with a KYB fork with a bell bottom right before it goes into the at the end. Do you remember that? You mean the real fat tubes at the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them. They look like Louisville Sluggers. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we came out in oh five or oh four or five with the bell bottom forks. Chad didn't like them and wanted to go back to the previous year's forks, which were still KYB, but they were straight. Yamaha was like, "Oh no." No, right. no, no, no. You, you can't go back in technology. I know. Like, it has to be the bell-bottom, newest, greatest things. But it's like, so that was the attitude back in the day. And now it's like, yeah, sure, KYB. Yeah, sure, well, sure. It, it's, it was the same way. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to go. At first, it's like, you have to use air. You have to use air. Well, I don't want to use air. I want to use this. This yeah. older technology. Yeah, so people, I think it was a big battle for a long time. And I think the suspension companies realized that they're not going to win it. So maybe just... Uh, Paul, as a former mechanic, I think you can vouch for me. If the rider goes faster because so, the airbox is painted pink, Do then it. paint the airbox pink. I agree. These guys are nut jobs. They're, they're head cases, yeah. all of them. So whatever makes them happy. As soon as you tell them, hey, I know you want air, or I know you want spring fork, can't do it. Can't do it. Guess what's going to happen the first time they struggle? Oh, if I would have had an air fork. Exactly. If I would have had an air fork. It's so, mental, yeah. So these teams are stuck. Do what the riders want. You have to. If you want to get the most out of your investment and your guy, you have to. Yeah. So thanks, thanks, Luke. Hope we answered your question. Yeah.
Yeah, you did. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Man, phone lines are... Adam, what's going on? All right, Stephen, I'm disappointed in you. Why? What did I do? <laughs> because Gibbs told me that you wanted to put the baseball game on, but you very well know that at halftime, during the football game, Star Wars. the final Star Wars trailer is coming out. Okay, you're absolutely right. My Toronto <laughs> I'm, Blue Jays I'm, have not been in the playoffs for 23 fucking years. Can I just please I'm, watch a playoff game for them? Please? Here's the thing. Stephen, the Adam, more Adam, important? The Star Wars trailer is very important, but <laughs> it, will, it will be out. It will be released on YouTube Two minutes after it debuts on Monday Night Football, so I can go on my phone in two minutes and check it on YouTube and still watch my beloved Toronto Blue Jays, who's got a big lead against Kansas City right now, uh, win the game. It's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that. They they are doing pretty good. Okay, so thank you. I'm just just saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm on board. JT's on board with this Star Wars trailer. We're all on board. We're waiting. Mim is a big Star Wars fan. And, of course, course, course Weege is on board with the Star Wars trailer. Oh, God, yeah. No, if anybody loves Star Wars, it's Wygant. Right, he's totally turning. Yeah, he's totally tuning in. To yeah, that, you know. No, um, um, I also I wanted to to say or ask about uh, kind of a motor related question. Yeah. So it sounds like Bogle's gonna be the 450 rider on the the Geico team now, and the whole Yamaha deal fell through with that. The whole Yamaha deals fall through. Yeah, there's uh, um, problems with that, um, but yeah. Geico. By Bogle will be on a. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. But Bogle will be on a. Know. He'll be on a Geico bike under the factory oh, no. Honda truck. I don't know. You probably do because it's pro taper. Does <laughs> stuff, right? Yes. Oh, look at look at Adam. He's busting you on that. Oh, I'm on to this man. He's hey, busting hey, you Paul. on that. Yeah. Hey, Paul. I'm I'm a friend of uh, of Shelley's. Uh, your your uh, mother-in-law. Or, yeah, mother-in-law. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, yeah, was... yeah. But but she uh, she always says good things. You're about from Florida. You. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm from Florida. I was thinking Adam uh, saying Shelly. I'm like, hey, Erica, his wife, has a headset on. So, like, you know, hopefully Adam was like, hey, I'm a, fa- I'm, I'm a friend of Shelly. <laughs> oh, I get it. I, go, I know the, where you're going. The, the chick that we banged, yeah. you know, last week. Yeah. Like, I don't hope it wasn't going to go that way. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay, good. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm from, thank, from thank Florida, Race Thundercross and uh, Bislow and all the, oh, all cool. the different, cool. different tracks. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, Adam, there we go. Thanks, thanks for the question, though. Did we answer? No, well, thank you. You guys uh, have a great night, and thanks for everything you do. See you, uh, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Pulp Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Real quickly, Jason Wygamp. All right. This better, be, this, must, this better be good. This better be huge. This better be worth it. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely worth it. i got to find out on a scale of 1 to 10 this Star Wars trailer. Where are you <laughs> I at? I knew you were going to ask him. Where are you at with this Star Wars trailer that is going to be out in 10 minutes and 34 seconds of this football game? All right, here's what I'm going to do with that Star Wars trailer. I'm going to cut the brakes. I'm going to slash the tires. I'm going <laughs> to douse the thing in gasoline. I'm going to send it down the road as a flaming fireball over a cliff. That's what I'm going to do with that trailer. He's You're never seen about Star a Wars. Damn trailer? What the trailer? <laughs> He's never seen Star Wars. He hates it because it can't happen in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, no, no, I'm no, kind of no, like no, that a little bit true. too. I'm, I'm not. I'm not one of those. You know, don't knock it till you try it, guys. I'm right there with it. When they re-released it, remember they re-released it in like 1997 yep, in yep. the theaters? Mm-hmm. Actually, you'll appreciate this. It's much like hockey. A lot of hockey fans somewhere. A lot of Star Wars fans everywhere. So constantly when I'd rip it, they'd be like, oh, dude, you just have to see what it's like at a hockey game. So I went to like a Flyers game. They're like, no, 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 no. That's not good enough. <laughs> so I went to see Rangers Flyers at Madison Square Garden. I'm like, yep, That's good. That's the one. And it still sucks. So then... <laughs> still sucked and then they're like no 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 dude you have to see star wars in the theaters 
And then as luck would have it, it actually came out in the theater. I gave it a shot. Terrible. Then they come out with the next... What was the one with the uh, Darth Maul? Well, we don't want to really talk that? about that. It wasn't that good. No, no. The, the, yeah, the, uh... Well, then that came out, and they're like, okay, dude, you have to see the new ones in the theater. Terrible also. So I tried twice. I've actually gone to a movie theater to see the first new one and the first old one. We just devoted five minutes Point. on the Pulp Show talking about the new Star Wars trailer. That we did. You called me. Yeah, no, we called you to talk about this. Hey. Can I tell you how upset I am about this damn football game? I needed one thing to not happen for Moser to beat me. I could not have the Eagles pull a pick six. So not only do I lose, this is the rare moment. <laughs> I, love, I love the fantasy frustrations. <laughs> I love them. But here's the, here's the vexing part about it. In a rare moment, it not only screwed my fantasy team, I'm also a fan of the Giants. So actually the team I root for and my fantasy team actually got screwed at the same time with the same play. <laughs> as, as if Monday couldn't we be bad enough. Fantasy, right, right. No, because okay. we know it never crosses over. It never. There's never a connection between the team you root for and your fantasy team. In fact, they're often going against each other. Except okay. when you lose. <laughs> okay, someone in the chat room says, does Weege, Weege must hate porn because it can't happen in real life? <laughs> like the, the whole set. Like, yeah, I, I can tell you from experience, it doesn't happen in real life. At least not mine. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like in, those porn shoots are not real. Like the, the the cable repairman does not knock on the door. You know what I mean? So how do you? Where do you stand on there's that? There's a difference between. Let's be honest. There's a difference between cannot happen and doesn't happen. That okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. It can it happen. Could. Right. Right. But but Star Wars yeah. can never happen. Could not happen. Right. right. No. There's no verified proof. Okay. That could happen. We got to talk some motor before we let you go here, real quick. Uh, uh, biggest surprise? You didn't go to the Monster Cup. You were at the AIM Expo show, and then you stayed home uh, the weekend. Biggest surprise for you, though, from the Monster Cup, like off the top of your head, is there something? Then biggest disappointment. What do you think? Yeah, we actually had a huge. Uh, uh, we had a poll about this. On the uh, on the RacerX site, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, how could you not categorize Stewart on both? Um, you know, I, there were some people predicting he'd win the million. Not even just you. I had some other people. Think you he said win that. The million. I didn't say the million, but. Oh, sorry. You just said he'd win. I might have said he'd the million. The At some point, I might have said the million. <laughs> I, I, who knows? He did say right. the million at one point. Wow. Right. Um, exactly. I mean, I don't think was anyone's prediction. You know, 18 DNF, DNF, or 18 DNF, DNF. Was anyone predicting that? I got to say, in practice and everything, Paul, he was a little underwhelming, right? Well, he hasn't raced in a year. But it's Stu. But I know, but I think straight rhythm kind of changed every, like, that's a, it's straight. It's straight. It's like two, it's a minute long. There's no turns. It's not the turn rhythm. Yeah. There's turns at Anaheim. There's turns at Monster Cup. It's different. He hasn't raced in forever. Like, he's obviously going to be awesome still, and he's always has speed right. it's never slow but i mean i didn't expect him to I, I i think i made a bet with you i, I had him off the podium uh, yeah we gotta go and, through our bets we gotta and go through our you bets. were like oh yeah all day i'll take that so <laughs> you definitely owe me money i would have bet my house on that good thing you didn't <laughs> say you want my house <laughs> god yeah you're That's right my point you're right. no one's yeah. prediction was was 18 dns dns like maybe no. he's good but not quite there yet but um i i'm gonna say though that you know, and a, okay, so the Stewart thing is almost off the chart. That was so not what uh, people expected. Mm-hmm. But I will say, Matt, I told you this. I mean, as soon as I saw him a straight rhythm, I'm like, uh, this isn't what people think. Like, I think the expectation was that he spent the last, say, six months like a prisoner in jail, just mm-hmm. doing nothing but push up, get up and pull up, <laughs> yep. shadow boxing. Cujo. And, like, Cujo. I, out of here. Yep. I compared him to Cujo. Cujo. Yep. Yeah, Cujo. Uh, I mean, you've seen him. You saw him ride. He, he's not Cujo right now. He's a guy that hasn't raced in a year. 
who's kind of racing himself back into shape. That's what he is right now. That's it. Like, it's not yeah. complete, like, oh, my God, yeah. hellfire and brimstone. He's out to, out for blood to destroy people. Well, Maybe he will be in January, but as of right now, I'm like, eh. So, not, I mean, y- yeah, you, your surprise and disappointment with Stu, and I, I yeah, you're right. You kind of right, do, cover it. Do we know what happened? Did he, did he hurt it all or? Stu. Yeah, I talked to uh, the team today. He uh, he jammed his wrist. They said it's not a big deal. He hopes to ride at the end of the week. Like I guess the plan was to ride, you know, maybe oh. today or tomorrow under normal under normal circumstances. So the wrist is going to cost him just a few days, but he still should be good to ride. Lily and, and other events that Australia. he's got scheduled here in the, yeah. the off season. Hmm. One other one to throw out there: the Stu one's off the charts, obviously, as far as like, wow, that didn't go to plan. But surprise wise, I mean, I, I think you'd have to say Anderson. I mean, that was. Yeah. Pretty, Pretty good. Night. How do you? Well, we we gotta let you go. We got our next guest coming up, so we got uh, we gotta let you go. But I do want to talk about this Joker Lane, and I I have a I have a problem with guys missing it. I really do. You, you've told me, me that too. numerous times. I I don't I don't get this, guys. Look, Paul, you raced at a higher level than I ever did, and a higher level than Wygan did. You I, you got one thing to remember, bro. I I get that, but I um I don't know. You it the there's. Two different riders. Like I, I, someone like Chad Reed, I think could never forget the Joker Lane or something. But I think the so things that the, the things that those riders have that ha- maybe they do forget it sometimes. That's also the thing that makes them so good too. Is that because <laughs> I no. Do you no. get it? No. Do you get it? Because it's they're not thinking about stuff like that. That's why they're so good. Where it's uh, the other guys that are no. calculated that uh, won't make uh, those I'm mistakes. Not, and, I'm not buying this wagon. Are you? <laughs> I'm not buying this. No, not at all. I think it's I think it's terrible. It's disheartening to me to think. There's that little thinking going on during a race. You've got to hit one Five thing. You've got to hit the Joker lane. That's it. That's all we need you to do. Just race your, <laughs> race your balls off, but please pull in here. Please pull in here at one point. But here's what I don't get. Okay, you can talk to a rider after the race. Let's say there's a, a, a you know, their track that's rutted or there's a tricky rhythm lane or something, and you ask, oh, how did that section work? Well, about halfway through, man, you just couldn't jump anymore. I got too rutted. So they're able to make decisions mm-hmm. during a race. Yeah. Yeah, right. So why is that decision, which is because way the de- more obvious? The about, decisions yeah, they're yeah. making during the race, what you just talked about, is what they're the same decision they're making every single time they ride their bike. But how about I look at the, the sco- Joker Lane is something that they only deal with one time a year in the last couple of years. Uh, uh, how about that's my defense? You know, I looked I up in the scoring tower. I saw I was fourth. I saw the bag. It was fifth. Uh, blah 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 blah. They, they got this all down on lock. You get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think time. Anderson said yeah. the reason why he missed it was he was watching the lap board and um, he was counting the laps and he he said he didn't realize that meant yeah. when you completed a lap, not when you're starting a lap or something. Yeah, yeah. But they also do wave a white flag in front of your face and oh, I know I haven't been in there yet. White flag that means the race is over next lap. I should probably go through it. So. I'm defending him a little bit, but yeah, he blew it, and I think he knows he blew it too. I, 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 yeah, you got to hit that thing, man. You got to hit the Joker lane. All right, well, again, we you gotta, know what? We though, I run. do want to say, I know okay. I got to go, but I'm yeah. going to tell everybody that it didn't cost him like everyone thinks it did. He probably was going to finish third. I in agree. That first one. I agree. He finished first because he didn't. Yeah, the people aren't getting that. Past Rock and Stun. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. no, it's yeah. like he exactly. had the win. They took it away. Well, of course he got the win. He made up eight seconds by not taking it. Yeah, like he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he rode well. Don't get me wrong, but he didn't. Eat up, dunge rocks, and just pass them and leave them. He yeah. didn't take the Joker lane. Yeah. So in the end, he got what six in that one. He probably would have gotten third. It, in the end, it wasn't a huge thing. It didn't cost him yeah. overall. Or anything no, like that. you're right. Well, hey, uh, happy Star Wars trailer watching. Screw you, bro. All right, later. <laughs>
Jason Wygan, everybody. And you, dude. Not excited about the upcoming Star Wars trailer at all. All right, let's get to our first guest of the night. We're going to have lots more Monster Energy Cup uh, talk later on with uh, Paul Parabinos from uh, ProTaper. Hot Cams Unleashed to Power Within. 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015, the leader in design and development. A lot of teams and privateers are using Hot Cams in the pits. It's an easy mod to make. Change your cam out, and uh, the guys at Hot Cams make it easy for you. They're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. This man is a real mover and shaker behind the scenes. Um, he's got a lot of ideas going on, a lot of things happening. And uh, and now to talk about his latest and greatest idea, we have him on the Pulp Show, and we're we're pumped to have him on. He's a, he's, a, he's a Vegas local for many, many years. Eric Pernard, how are you? Hey, Steve and the gang. Hey, What's glad, up, glad Eric? Glad to be back this year. Thank you, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm feeling like I'm, I'm almost the second French resident of your show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the first one people you know can't... One, you know which one is the first one? Well, yeah, you know. the first one people can't really understand half the time because he's yelling and screaming, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're much better. <laughs> but uh, uh, thank, thank you for you. coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. It's awesome. You know, it's just uh, every time I, I get on the pop show, my, my son thinks I'm finally cool, so it's going to last for a couple of weeks, but it's, it's worth it. You know? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Well, look, hey, the Monster Energy Cup just happened. That was born yeah. from the U.S. Open. You started yes. the U.S. Open in 1998. You were the guy to bring this thing over. Um, sure did. You know, sure and so did. this is a bit of your baby. In a small roundabout way, this thing is the date, you know, the Vegas, the location, all that kind of stuff. Um but you're doing it again. You're gonna. Well, hopefully you're gonna do it again. Junior Moto X Indoor Amateur Motocross, uh, May 12th and 14, 2016. Indoor Amateur Motocross event limited to riders 18 and under in Oklahoma City, which is a nice central location for all the amateurs. Uh, this is your new venture. You got to be pumped on it. Yeah, very pumped. You know, I mean, it's, it's a very special project because this project was kind of created in my mind five years ago, you know, after the, the passing of uh, Jesse Masterpool. And uh, I told the Masterpool family that I would try to do a, a great race one day for in memory of Jesse. So it was kind of like what started it. You know, it was didn't know at that time how I would do it mm-hmm. and uh, what what would it be exactly. And then, you know, you study, you kind of learn and and really the the two key words for me are junior and indoor that's really what what the difference is going to be because junior in a way that we're not going to have any rider over 18 so sorry vet guys with your 450 you can come and watch but it's not going to be for you and i'm one of yours i would like to race it but it's not for me Mm -hmm. it's not for anybody over 18 and indoor is the other key word i mean putting the kids into an indoor environment which uh, i started 18 years ago 17 years ago to be precise at the U.S. Open, you know, I put the the super mini kids in in uh, in the MGM Grand yeah. in '98 with my my team, and it was not an easy sell. We got a lot of slack for doing that, but um, I have to say the kids were by far the most exciting to watch uh, Saturday night. So yeah. the kids kept me awake because did, the big yeah. boys didn't. Yeah, they did. You're right. You're right about that. <laughs> and and let's face it too, like there's no place. It's a nice central location. There's no place. For these kids, I mean, Supercross is where it's at these days, and they got to learn it. Yeah. They got to they got to figure out how to ride, and and that's what your your event's going to try to do. 
Exactly. You know, we're going to try to duplicate uh, supercross style because it's not a supercross. It's going to be a, it's going to be a motocross indoor with a supercross flavor. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have the tough blocks. We're going to have you know a, a really renowned track building crew. We're going to have uh, Jerry Masterpool giving us advice to make sure the track is not uh, stupidly not matching mm-hmm. the kids' skills. And um, even though when I see what the kids were doing Saturday. It seems like yeah. the kids are doing anything the big guys are doing. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be for, for 600 riders. We're we capping it at, at a not crazy number. And, um, you know, we, we have a great team. You know, I, I'm partnering with, uh, you know, Sean Finlay, Lance Bryson, Tom Zielinski, great people. They, yep. they all have good skill in uh, in organizing successful events. So once again, you don't do anything alone. You know, it's a matter of... Uh, being with with good people, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be great, Paul. Too, you can attest to this because you're a, yeah, you're the amateur level a lot more than me now with Pro Taper with your thing with with your. I, I think Pro it's Taper. cool, uh, and I know Eric very well too. Like we we both lived yeah. in um, Central Florida together for a while, and everything that he touches is pretty much well, turned to gold uh, as far as events. Yeah, actually, it, that, that pisses me off, right? I mean, because the last time... U.S. You, Open, the right. Mini Moto Endurocross, Eric's the guy that brought all, brought us all that stuff. The last time you were in, Eric, I said, yeah. you, Wygan and I were like, hey, whatever your next idea is, we want in. And you were like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't <laughs> hey, call us. <laughs> and he's, all, he's also the one responsible for bringing a lot of the fast French guys to the U.S. Yeah. I know he did it with no. Pichon and Porcel, so... Right. Um, oh. I mean, this is a cool event for sure. I, 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 this is the first I've heard of it. So after the show's over, I'll call Eric and figure out how Pro Tabor can become the um, official uh, handlebar absolutely. of the event. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's one thing we're going to do is everybody's welcome. You know, there yeah. won't be any exclusive deal. You know, I, I shared that with a couple of friends already, and mm-hmm. everybody said, you know, when you do something like that, you don't want to jump into the typical gimmick of giving exclusive and, like, making it a race for only few lucky ones. No, it's going to be a race where... We're not going to be greedy on any level, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to bring the industry together. Like we need to have everybody together. Our industry is not is not growing; it's shrinking. Yeah. So we can't be dividing. You know, we have to make sure everybody is on the same page. No, you there? Uh, the master pool angle, and because it's the number one thing, you know, safety is number one. So we we are planning to have a, the Asterix semi, all the good teams, you know, s- several team several teams of EMTs. I mean, we want to make sure we're giving the best chance to the to the to the racers not to hurt themselves. And if they decide to get hurt, we want to give them the best chance to to do well. Yeah, you know yeah. that because. You can't be on everybody's bike. You know, that's one thing we've learned a long time ago. Motocross is dangerous. And uh, JuniorMotoX.com, if you want to learn more about it. Uh, Eric Perenard on the line. You're also going to give, because there's 60s and there's 50s out there and there's going to be uh, 250Fs, you're going to have some options on the track design, aren't you? Correct. Yeah, yeah, we'll have two lanes. The most challenging lane will be A and B. So we'll, we'll try to build similar lanes, but different elevations. So, you know, it will be longer jump, higher jump. But once again, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's what, what you get when you think about a project for several years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, four or five years has been pretty standard for me to, from, uh, from idea to delivery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, we write on the money, you know, it's been, it's been since 2010. I've been working right. on that project. So 
Hey, hey. so we're going to do the best we can, and hopefully uh, we will be successful. But it's uh, we want the sport to be successful, and it's why I'm with such good people. And you know what I like about it, and this isn't a slag on the other amateur races, although maybe it's going to, maybe it is. <laughs> I like how you're capping entries because these other guys that get a little greedy, they just allow you to. They have all these guys. Uh, racing at their tracks, and that's when accidents happen. That's yeah. when programs run behind. The quality that's, of the event just goes the, down. Right, and I think capping the entries and just, look, everyone wants to make some money, but maybe just, you know, for a better event, cap the entries, and I like that. I think more guys should do that. All the um, successful and, events know, are capped, like Loretta Lynn's, yeah. the, the Daytona Amateur Supercross. It's You can make for a more planned and better yeah, program. Absolutely. So. These guys, need. everybody needs to do that, you know, so uh, good job on that, Eric. Thank you. I mean, we're going to try, and you know, everybody, you know, in your show is going to be is going to be involved. I mean, thanks to Paul. You know, Paul is a great guy. We're racing together, not in the same classes, because Paul is a very fast guy. He is. He is. You know, I'm not, who's faster? Not, hey, who's faster, Paul or Lars? Huh? That's quite the. That's a great, That's quite the that's debate. Great, Why don't we call Lars and ask him who is fastest? We last heard time about we this. Yeah, I heard about this. But yeah, I don't know. But I've, I'm telling you, during the pit bike days. Paul was really, really fast. You know, he, he was pretty much owning Central Florida and more. You know, but that's uh, that's that's uh, that's been a few years. Yeah, yeah. and I, and ago. I was doing the same in a vet class sometimes. Nice, <laughs> that's nice. Right. That's right. Um, Look, Paul touched on it earlier. Uh, Mini Moto, Enduro Cross, U.S. Open, now the Junior Moto Cross uh, in in Oklahoma. Um, I'm probably missing something here, but is there an event that yeah, was your Enduro Cross? Enduro Cross. One. Enduro yeah. Cross is a great one. Yeah. Is there one that you're most proud of, or most like? Which one was the hardest work, maybe, or which? Like, is there one that really like all these things you've done, and like Paul said, they, everything you touch seems to work and seems to ever the riders seem to love it. But is there one that stands out, maybe? I, not really, because I think the the results was the same. It was to to make any discipline we put a lot of effort in got elevated in some ways. You know, I mean, yeah. the, the U.S. Open elevated mm-hmm. the show side of Supercross, and you know, as we can see, you know, I mean, the, the purse is still the same as uh, as my wife and I did it in '98. Yeah. Same numbers, you know, nothing, nothing has changed. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Monster Cub yeah. adopted the same, the same. Seventeen years later, folks, and uh, nothing's yeah. changed. <laughs> it's a good one. It's three hundred thousand yeah. dollars already, so yeah, I'm not yeah. going to complain about this. Right. And, and same for for Enduro Cross. You know, we we really change a lot of things for the off road world. And you know, all those races have been flowing a lot of uh, uh, money to the riders, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah. that's in general that's something I'm the most pr- proud of is to be able to a help everybody and be be successful for myself but you know you're not successful if not everybody is successful mm-hmm, it yeah. sounds cliche but that's you know if not everybody is happy it's not gonna last forever yeah no you're absolutely right right um yeah i think this thing's gonna be awesome i think it's gonna work out good and i think you'll grow it as the years go on and and people will uh i mean these amateurs it's just a great opportunity to to learn i mean Paul, when you were racing, it kind of was Date City, right? Yeah, I mean, the only chance that an amateur gets to ride Supercross something kind of is at Mini, mini Olympics every year. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of yeah. like the timing of it. It's, it's, as, it's as Supercross is winding down, so uh-huh. it's, everyone's still hyped on Supercross, I guess. And Yeah. 
um, I don't it's know. A free it's free weekend. Cool. I mean, the, the the timing and the location are no accident. Right. You know, it's like we we want it to be in the center of America because once again, you want you want to give the chance to everybody. Yeah. If you go on one coast to the other, it's so unfair to the people that have to drive four days. You know. <laughs> to mm-hmm. get to yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, so yeah. Oklahoma City. I mean, Guthrie in the suburbs of Oklahoma City, where we're going to do that race. It's basically ninety percent of America can wake up in the morning and be in on location the next evening. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that, yeah. that's, that to me is a, is less of a journey than having to, uh, to, uh, to, to spend a week traveling cross country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we got a call for you, Eric here from Tom. Tom, you there? Hey guys. How's hey, it going? Good. How are you? You got a funny story for Eric? No, not so much funny. Just, uh, uh, and Eric, hi. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah. Um, hi, Tom. Nice to speak with you. Uh, <laughs> um, Steve, I had to laugh the last time that Eric was on. Yeah. I happened to have called in, and we uh, and we were talking about how he comes up with some awfully brilliant ideas and uh, and uh, turns them into uh, wonderful things. And it's and it's awesome to be part of this situation to be sure. But a couple of things that. Um, that you you passed on, Steve, and I can't believe you missed this, the TKO in Tennessee, the Tennessee knockout, the gnarliest enduro race that Eric came up with, and you may call him demented for it, but came up with this crazy idea for that, too. I don't know what you're talking about, the TKO in Tennessee. I, this is, I, I'm a moto guy, really? so, yeah, I have no idea. But, I know what it is. Oh, you do? Yeah, because I sponsor off-road guys, and that's one of their big events. Oh, okay, all right. Another Eric Perinard uh, feature? <laughs> Hey, Steve, let's yeah. talk about uh, where you and I are going next week. Yeah, I know. That's fantastic. Uh, um, Bulgaria, um, you're starting to work with that. And thanks, Tom. Thanks for the story. We'll get into it in a little bit. Thank you. Uh, Bulgaria is another uh, thing you're working on behind the scenes. Uh, Malcolm Stewart, Josh Hansen, Weston Pike, Phil Nicoletti, Mike Brown. Uh, I might be missing somebody in there. Justin Brayton. Oh, Justin Justin Brayton. Oh, Brayton's in there. Right. Most seasoned traveler of a (laughs) supercross racer. Um, And so talk about this event a little bit. In Bulgaria, you're getting me there. I can't wait. I'm stoked. And uh, how did this happen? How did this come about? Just, just, you know, it always starts with a simple phone call. Mm -hmm. And uh, phone call from Bulgaria are not happening every day. And, um, you know, young people, very dedicated to the sport, <clears throat> for the older people that are listening to us, remind me a lot of uh, the Saporiti days, you know, mm-hmm. the Italian businessman that was kind of organizing the coolest uh, Supercross in Italy every year. And they called me. They're very involved in the sport. You know, the, the son of that family is already racing in America through JGR, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Stoyan Rashkov. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and they passed all the tests. You know, I mean, I asked them a business proposal. Everything was sounding very solid. I mean, they, they got it. And, um, I mean, it was very impressive. And uh, here we are. You know, yeah. we, we are leaving. We have a Schaefer tracks building the track. Nice. You know, six American racers, uh, a couple journalists, you know, and uh, we we're gonna have a we're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be a very uh, exciting to be in a country that's never seen a Supercross or anything yeah. that looks like a Supercross. Yeah, Sofia, Bulgaria, Paul. That's so, cool. That's where your dad was My born. My dad He's... was born in Bulgaria. Yeah, I didn't know that. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, he was born oh, there. And he he oh, moved oh, to God. moved to Czechoslovakia very young. I should have been a star. I would have loved to gone. Yeah, they probably would have known how to pronounce my name there. 
Yeah, really, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. There's, there's no do competition between your name and my name. When I saw you you being on the show, I say, finally somebody does a name that is more complicated than <laughs> exactly. mine. Exactly. It's, it's, so, it's all good. Hey, yeah. so, so Larry Ward in 1998 and Justin Brayton in 2015, they meet in Geneva um, in, at the ultimate off-season race, who goes faster in the off-season, Larry Ward or Justin, <laughs> or Justin Brayton? Which one is Eric better? would know. Yeah, I know, right? Like I would say Justin on, on on regular. Justin is a machine. Yeah, you know. Yes, and, yeah. and 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 Larry could could win or be fifth or sixth the mm-hmm. next day. You know. <laughs> right, right. It was a, it was a little bit more irregular with with Larry, but uh, you know, equally great guys. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's uh, guys that just uh, killed it overseas. You're just yeah. like wow, because it's not it's not easy to go over there. You know, no, it's like, different. You have to be resilient in a lot of different ways, and that yeah. you don't have to be here. No, and, exactly. I can't wait till Filthy so Phil goes over there. I can't wait to hear Filthy Phil talk about Bulgaria. It's like fantastic. <laughs> you got to be uh, – the hardest part is being open to the food. A lot of people can't can't yeah. deal with it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Paul. It's uh, it's really uh, it's really a, a challenge sometimes, and some people travel very well, and some people don't travel very well. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I'm really not uh, blaming anybody for being one way or the other because mm-hmm. it's just the way you are wired. And, yeah. Uh, some riders have been such road warriors, and some riders are not. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's and uh, you know, I, I'm uh, against uh, some of my clients. Will I know that some riders are not good travelers, and you don't want to take them with you because they're sure. not going to be having fun. They're yeah. not going to be performing well. So at, at that stage, you basically say. You you know really it's not a good idea. Right. Also too, Eric. Like, look, you know everybody. You're the one of the most well connected guys uh, in the sport. Maybe the well connected, most well connected guy in the sport. You have riders calling you like, hey, Eric, can I go to Lille? Can I go to Bulgaria? Can I go to Geneva? And I mean, sometimes it's tough. You got to tell these guys like, uh, hey, sorry, like there's just not enough room for you, right? Like I don't envy you in that position either. Yeah, it's it's the world has been changing, Steve, and and all our fans listening. It's sadly, you know, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, the, the fans all over the world they were just happy to see American racers, and that was that was a great time for the Larry Ward of the world, and you know, all, all the guys that were going there all mm-hmm. the time, Steve Lampson, and but now they just want the super superstar, and, and Larry. And Steve, they were the stars of the time, but you know, they, they, most of the fans didn't care so much if it was, mm-hmm. you know, R- Ricky Johnson or the fifth guy in a championship. And uh, you know, now it's like we we need to have those big names because those big names are, are selling the tickets. Yeah, they are yeah. really, and it's it, it hurts me personally because I would I wish I could take a lot of younger riders and mm-hmm. give them more chances, but it's not what uh, my clients want. They want yeah. the the, the big guys that basically turn turn the investment into a return, right? You know? And yeah. it's yeah. it's it's a big Sell difference, tickets. but it's kind of like the same in US. You have four or five guys being very well paid, and yep. then not so much. Yep. yep. No, absolutely. Uh, all right, here we go. May twelfth and fourth to fourteenth, twenty sixteen, Junior Moto X uh, in Oklahoma City. It's going to be a fantastic event, and uh, it's going to be uh, basically the first ever AMA uh, Premium Indoor Amateur Motocross event to be held near Oklahoma City. Like I said, full vendor area, full hookup for RVs. This event will bring amateur racing to a new level with a Supercross-style course. Eric Perinard behind the scenes of that. JuniorMotoX.com. I think this is going to be great, man. Thank you, Eric, for, for, sure. uh, 
for coming on the show. Always uh, welcome to come on anytime. I can't wait till you're in Vegas. Get you in studio again. The yep. uh, the stories you have can just go on and on and on. It's great, it's fantastic. <laughs> so thank you, Steve. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Eric. It's always a pleasure to be here. All right, check Super. it out, everybody. Thank you, Eric. See you. See you soon. Right. Bye. Hot Cams uh, bringing you Eric Pennard. Hot Cams Unleash the Power Within. Hotcamsinc.com. Check out code, discount code HotCams2015, and uh, you can save yourself money at the Hot Cams. So. Good dude. Really good dude. Such a good you dude. You know, there's a lot of people in the industry that you can find to say some harsh words about. Like, I'm sure there's some guys yep. that are like, hey, Parabinos is a dick. I'm sure there is. And yeah. Mathis is a fat loser. Yep. You know, that's out there. Yeah. I don't know why, but it is. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else talks shit on Eric. I don't like, know, dude. Like, I, I feel privileged to be his friend. Yeah, and, you know, he's a he, he's so smart that guy and so selfless as you can see all the stuff he does. Like, it's you know, it's obviously he's making a living, but he's yeah, he's no, really no, yeah. made the sport of motorcycling better and bigger because of his ideas. Well, it's like he done. said too. He wants to, you know, if, if the riders make money, everybody makes money. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's like, given people jobs essentially. Yeah, yeah. He's created jobs. Well, dude, how much money has Mike Brown made from Eric Pennard races? Yeah. yeah. Like he's, <laughs> um, a, he's, he's a super he, smart, good dude. He's a good guy. And, uh, I check it, check this out, everybody. Uh, if you get a chance to, all right, we're going to take a commercial break here on the Pulp and Mech show presented by BTO sports.com and fly racing. We're still giving away a fly F2 carbon helmet. We give away a set of Michelin star cross tires, Gibbs, uh, did we give away a set of Nitro Circus tickets? That we did. Okay. Seth got them. Seth, uh, what round is he going to? Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Nitro Circus. Yeah, he's uh, super stoked because he's got to go visit his stepmom or something. He, she lives up in Milwaukee, so make that a quick trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, stepmom, what's up? Uh, NitroCircus.com. Uh, Check them out on the web. It's They're coming to a, a date near you. They're uh, Milwaukee, uh, Minneapolis, Fargo, Winnipeg. Oh. Coming up to Winnipeg, bro. Wow. Making a trip. Yeah, I can't wait. Um Beer sales will be off the chart that night. Is oh, it stepmom or mother-in-law? Did I fuck that one up? No, step, step. There's step could mom, be the one. It works. I don't know. Uh, after your normal sellout tour in 2014, the world's greatest action sports, Nitro Circus Live, coming back to North America. Pastrana and 40 of the world's best extreme athletes and motorcycle in freestyle motocross, BMX and skate. Josh Sheehan, Adam Jones, Cam Sinclair, and uh, some guy named Bilko. And that guy named Bilko will be back on the Pulp Show when we come back. Uh, looking forward to Blake Williams. Uh, Bilko, you sponsor him. Pro yeah. Taper athlete. He is a Pro Taper athlete. Yeah. I had a question. Is Pastrana still doing stuff in the show? Or is he just announcing now? You know. Like, he's got a kid now. Like I did a podcast down? with him, and I kind of got the hint that he wasn't doing tricks. Or he may do some tricks, but not nothing all the too tricks. Crazy. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Like a little bit of riding. Like he'll ride a, a cooler down the ramp, but he just won't well, backflip it. Trevor's the Serrano. He'll do something <laughs> for sure. So uh, we're coming up with Bilko next. Uh, Jason Thomas will also be on in a little bit and uh, much more. We have uh, Davey Millsaps, Paul Parabinos from uh, Pro Taper will also be in. His parents brought to you by Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing is the best markets and bars out there. All right, see everybody after this break. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, 
we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. 
Just $99 each plus applicable service fees. These exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Bent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsha. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like got to run Galfer. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's, unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. W USA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. 
Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike. 
$3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Ride Engineering, the triple clamps. Check them out. 635 bucks, complete with the rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones. They've got it. They're all, all ride clamps are made to flex like stock, but to not compromise the suspension. Soft and firm cones to better tune for riders' needs. Braking, anti, one-piece anti-twist bar mount. RideEngineering.com. Check them out. Use the code PulpMX. Dash 15 to save 15% at rideengineering.com. Guts Racing, official seat foam. Paul Parabinos of Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Lightweight, phantom foam. They got carbon bases. They got Velcro seat covers. Uh, Guts Racing, they, they've got it. Got they didn't have that when you and I were mechanics. Yeah, they probably didn't. <laughs> uh, Guts Racing, official seat foam of uh, RCH, too. Uh, so check them out if you need anything for your seat. I use them for Project 88. I even got 1988 seat foam in, in, uh, in uh, stock for, for for my bike. Couldn't believe it. Guts wow. racing. Yeah. Phenomenal. Pro Tapers, Paul Parabinos in studio. Former national winning championship mechanic. Do you say former or do you say I don't national know. I don't winning really, championship? I don't know. I don't talk about it that much. So it's up to you. You, you. What do you say about your summer cross deal? I can't. Like, like, I don't talk about it too much. You don't understand how much I talk about my accomplishments. If I had won a national title, (laughs) 
Like, I would literally open every show up with, like, a moment of silence for my national title, please. <laughs> like, you should see how much I brag about Summer Cross. There's a trophy. I, it is a good-looking trophy, though. It is a good-looking trophy. Absolutely. It um, looks like they got made at that place in the mall. With God. Some, uh, um, things, things remembered. <laughs> you have so many uh, You have so many accomplishments, Parabinos. It's, it's phenomenal. Everything I could... Everything, uh... Yeah, I, I won one national and a summer cross, and you have like a bajillion nationals and supercross wins, and God, it must be beautiful. It must what be just awesome. Happened? That's what I like to know. What the hell happened to my career as a mechanic? Have you do uh, Nitro Circus, NitroCircus.com. We had Pastrana on the Racer X podcast a little while ago. Uh, it's touring across uh, North America right now. Um, this thing, I saw this show in Vegas two years ago. It's phenomenal. Pretty much a giant, massive ramp in the middle of the, of the arena. And anything you can think of that you could take down this ramp, somebody does. A NitroCircus.com, a cooler, a big wheel, uh, a crazy carpet, anything. Uh, they got a guy in a wheelchair doing backflips. It's insane. you got to check this out. NitroCircus.com coming to 25 cities across the continent in the fall. Uh, tickets go from $39 up to 99 bucks for the Nitro Circus VIP package. One of the guys in Nitro Circus, he's, uh, he's an FMX real uh, legend in our sport. He's done it uh, pretty much everywhere. We're all over the world uh, uh, performing uh, competitions or demos or whatever. Is uh, the man known as Blake Williams, a.k.a. Bilko. Bilko, what's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Hey, it's to be here. I had a little uh, food poisoning last week. I wasn't available to make my uh, original time slot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm here now. Yeah, we were supposed to have them all last week, but yeah, Bilko. Are you sure it was food poisoning or was it the night before, the night after a night show? Performance where you maybe didn't get home. No, it def- definitely wasn't. It was not deserved revenge. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I went through a lot of roll toilet paper for that, so it was, uh, it was an honest experience. Oh, fantastic. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Bilko. Give us a call. Uh, he's on the line. Nitro Circus Tour going on now. Paul Parabino's from Pro Tapers in studio, Bilko. I, I don't know if you know him, but he does give you product. <laughs> yeah, he sends me like uh, like 10 sprockets a year, and then with freestyle, we probably only go through one. So <laughs> yeah, no worries, man. I know, right? Could, could, compare the Geico Honda usage Geico Honda team uses to Bilko. Yeah, the freestyle guys are light on product, that's for sure. That's really, for sure. right? But like, usually... To be honest, like, I can do a whole Nitro Circus tour without changing an air filter because we run on steel, <laughs> rubber, and wood. And after 16 shows, the only thing we got is a bit of brake dust on the front wheel. <laughs> that's fantastic, nice. right? That's the mechanic's life right there. Yeah, yeah. How do I get that job? I know um, who was doing the mechanicing for Nitro the last time. It was... Uh, I don't know. Oh, I forget who it was. My buddy Bracker did it, and uh, Cliff Campbell helped Cliff! Bit, but yes, it's Cliffy. It's not, really, it's not really a mechanic's job. It's more like unload them for the truck and then load them back up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cliffy was doing it. That's right. It was uh, He was the tour mechanic. Uh, but uh, Bilko, man, I, I, like I said in the beginning, I went to the one a couple years ago here in Vegas. Uh, I went, and it was it's a phenomenal show. Uh, it, you never know what you're going to see from night to night. And you yourself, like – you probably never know what you're really going to do, right? Yeah, well, like uh, us freestyle guys are pretty consistent because we don't have a resi landing, and obviously when we crash, it's bad news. But <laughs> right. Travis always comes up with crazy ideas of someone to try a new trick. So yeah, yeah. The sport of freestyle gets pushed to the limits, but on the other side, you've got that resi landing with a big roll in, and like you said, there's guys on snowmobiles jumping a cooler, jumping anything. You've got a guy on a BMX like, oh, I'm going to triple flip. Do you want to see me do it? And everybody's <laughs> just like it's. Yeah. It just blows my mind. I've ridden 160 Nitro Circus shows in the last five years, mm-hmm. and every single time, 
someone raises the bar and does something stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. it's 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 uh, something somebody dares, right? <laughs> so, um, what what blows your mind? What what? And you, I mean, you're a guy that's seen it all and done it all on a bike or whatever. But is there some trick that you're just like, wow? I can't believe I'm going to say this right now, but there is a scooter rider on tour that <laughs> has more respect than anybody because even though he rides a scooter, he'll jump on a BMX and he'll do tricks that nobody else will on a BMX. I really? Land him every time. He makes BMX look bad. He's that good. <laughs> He's on a scooter. Do you ever uh, try different stuff, or do you stick to the bike? Uh, I think it was like three years ago. I tried to go down the uh, Gigana ramp, flipped the BMX, blew my ACL, missed the uh, show, and then the boss said, "From then, no freestyles are <laughs> uh, allowed to jump the uh, Gigana ramp." Right, right. <laughs> uh, you were so thanks to me. It's brewing for everybody. I think Jacko Strong jumped up there one day and actually dropped in, got speed wobbles, and barely made the down ramp. Oh jeez, uh, yeah, this ramp is huge, man. It's right in the center and it goes to the basically the roof, the, roof, the raft, yeah. the rafters of the roof. It's nuts. So you were in Detroit the other night, and uh, now you're going to Chicago. Did I have that right? Yeah, we're in Chicago now. We're uh, going to watch the Cubs game tomorrow night, and then our shows the next night. Then we're off to Milwaukee, and then yeah, just keep traveling around. Right. So, like yeah, like I said, it's crazy. It's 160 shows deep, and I'm still excited to see what happens the next night. Yeah, you're going to Europe in January, right? You go Europe in January, February, yep. right? Yeah, a couple more stamps in the passport, dude. I got. I, I mean, Pastrana's kind of almost like the Pernod of Pernod of, uh, of of freestyle. Like you know, yeah. these guys are. You know, how many How many guys are on tour with you, Bilko? Like. I think there's like uh, like 30 performers total, but like if you look in the realm of it, there's about 20 to 30 track crew, and there's production. Mm-hmm. Like it's. So I mean, it's like you guys a rock are concert, but there's so much more moving parts because you, you figure a band gets on stage and there's maybe four of them. Mm-hmm. They sing, they put the microphone down, and it's all done. Like they're going to set up ramps and airbags, landers, pack it all up, move it onto the next town overnight. Like wow. it's, it's crazy what goes on behind the scenes. It must be a good time for you and all, everyone on tour, though. Like you guys are just traveling around, and you guys are all good buddies. You and it's not, yeah. And it's not know. a contest. It's not yeah, like you're exactly. not getting judged. Not in competition. You're, just, you're like, just having fun, right? Yeah. Well, definitely. Like the fact that we only are there to perform takes a lot of the pressure off. Like you're not trying to outdo your buddy, or you're not. You don't have to impress a bunch of judges. So everybody's like a lot more relaxed. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, it gets a little stressful. You rock up to a stadium where the the wall is about. You know, thirty feet after the landing, we got no room to stop, and then the end of the ramp, you got to go three wide, and the mm-hmm. entry is like ten foot wide, and you meant to go three people wide, and nice. you got a snowmobile following you. Like if he whiskey throttles, he's just going to pin you into the wall. So yeah, yeah. like it, it's it's cool and it's relaxed, it's comfortable, but the elements of danger change every show with the sure. stadium. Yeah. Uh, I talked to Pastrana. Uh, I did a podcast with him, and we talked to him a little bit about it. And I asked him this question. I want to ask you, too. You're a guy. I've seen you in Bercy, Geneva, obviously the X Games and Nitro Circus. I mean, you're, you're, this is your life, you know, doing freestyle demos and contests and everything else. Where are we at with freestyle? Like, where do you think – obviously, we had the debacle that was X Games where the wind was up and you guys didn't ride and people were pissed and, and both sides of people were pissed. And, you know, we've seen a few accidents over the years. Like, what – Obviously, you're a guy that's done a ton. Where are we at with freestyle? How do you feel about the the, the sport in general and, and where it where it's at and and uh, where you're at yourself in uh, in attempting new stuff or, or doing any of this? 
I've started off with like me personally, and mm-hmm. I've done it for a lot of years, and I've taken a lot of risks for best trick and being that new guy, and I've hit the ground a lot. And I'm like Travis, I don't, I don't want to get hurt again. But you've got guys like Clinton Moore, the Aussie guy Thomas Pages from France that right. are pushing the limits, like on the next level. They are doing the next level tricks, like opposite flares, body burials, and they've only got Red Bull X Fighters as a platform to perform on. So, like, I'd really like to see it back in X Games, but you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's so tough with those guys trying to push the limits and have sponsors to pay them to put their life on the line. Yeah. Like, is, at the end of the day, if there's not enough events, what are you willing to risk? Willing to risk? Like, are you going to go learn a body burial and, and risk your neck for one prize check a year? You know? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Like, it's, it's kind of sucks for the sport. You know, the Jew Tour has gone away. Right. Like you said, X Games is out of freestyle. Uh, freestyle is out of X Games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's coming back next year. But for, for right now, where we're at, it's kind of stale because yeah. it's, well, there's a lot of guys. That, like, Shini, the last round of X Fighters, Josh Sheehan from Australia, did two double backflips in his runs and got fourth place. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really, That's right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so if, if you're a young kid that wants to jump into the sport of freestyle and be competitive, you're like, oh my god! I have to do double backflips, and I still might not win. Like that's. Uh... Well, I was just going to bring that up. Like we're at a double backflip, which frankly scares me. You know, I'm just like, oh my god! You know, so it scares you. Like I'm a professional, and I can't do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, exactly right. No, it's crazy, I man. I tried once. I did one and three quarters. Got stuck upside down with a rev limiter on. I was, thought I was going to burn to death. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and how how much does Pastrana do at these Nacho Circuses? I know he's the ringleader, he's the host. Does he does he does he get on and do some stuff, or is his knees just yeah, done? Yeah, like he's definitely <laughs> out there riding, trying to push the limits. Like the thing with Travis is, he comes up with a lot of dumb ideas, and you have to shrug a lot of them off. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll tell you like, let's do a hill clicker flip beside each other and kick feet in the air. <laughs> and I'm like, no, when you when you kick feet together, it upsets your rotation, and we might land on on our head. They're like, oh, but it'll make for a cool photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, this is the kind of stuff people need to see. NitroCircus.com coming to a city near you, coming to my hometown in Winnipeg soon. So that's exciting. People are going to be my family's going to that. So uh, it should be good. Thirty nine dollar tickets at the low end. Ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine dollars. Nitro Club VIP package. Bill, Cole, I must on- say we we love the Canadian crowds because they have been by far the best crowds we've had in a long time. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I, yeah. like to, I like to hear that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, like the American guys, I don't know if they're like half asleep, ate too much popcorn or too much beer popcorn. or whatever, but the Canada, Canadians just drink beer. Yeah, so they just get all well, loose. Canadians are just like I, I'm so I cannot believe that these guys are in Canada that they oh, care. There's motorcycles here and yeah. the road's not closed. They yeah. were able to get in. They we care. got the internet yesterday, so the we Canadians just learned about care it. Care about us, you know? <laughs> these guys, these Nigel Circus guys, care about us. So I guess Bilko, in a way, like with this tour, like all your overseas demos are kind of done, right? I mean, you can't really do them. You're you're sort of well, your usual stuff. Like Nigel yeah. is literally full time. Yeah, from, yeah. From the second week in January till. The week after X Games, I did like 45 shows just with Nitro Circus mm-hmm. in Japan, Australia, New Zealand, and Europe. So yeah. it's it's literally a full-time circus, and I'm the number one clown, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and the money must be good for you, like as far as that goes? It must be must be all right to, to devote that much time to I it, I mean, right? it's, it's good, like the travel, but obviously, you know, everything has its price. We, you know, we complain about the nitty-gritty stuff, like changing beds every night, living on a bus, but... yeah. If you pinch yourself and look back on it, you're like, 
what else would you rather be doing? You yeah. know, you're traveling the world with your friends and you're all action sports performers and you're all there to have a good time. So we, if the worst thing is sleeping in a shitty bed for a night, then yeah. so be it. Yeah, no doubt about it. NitroCircus.com. All right, we got a question from Jesse. Uh, I don't know if it was over. I, think, I don't think it was over Twitter, but it was, must have been an email. So uh, this is for you, Bilko. He grew up watching riders like Brody Wilson, Rich Kearns, and Jack Rowe on the East Coast. My question is, why is it that – I don't know if you know those guys, who those guys are, Bilko. But, um, yeah, I know, Brody. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. My question is, why is it that East Coast FMX riders like these guys, who have huge trick extension and innovative tricks, don't get more press and aren't well more well-known? I feel like even when they move out west, they don't get coverage. So he wants to know, is he crazy or is he is he Tony Alessi crazy or what are his biblical thoughts on this? He's definitely, uh, he can never go at Tony Alessi crazy. <laughs> That's like but full uh, retard, like, right? In the sport of freestyle, I went over there and I, I went to California in 2007 and it was pretty much the mecca for dirt bikes. Right. You didn't do anything in California, you know, you were nothing. But nowadays with supercross and race teams, you know, Joe Gibbs is in North Carolina, you can be a top performer there, everyone lives in Florida and stuff, but mm-hmm. freestyle is like a dying breed, so it doesn't matter what state you're in, but I will say Brody Wilson is probably has the biggest extension on nearly all of the tricks in freestyle motocross today, it's just mm-hmm. we don't have the platform to show it. Right, right, So, but if, but if you can do the tricks, you'll get noticed, you'll get found, you, you know. Y- yeah. Yeah. It is, it is a lot harder than it was, you know, six years ago. Yeah. Um, so for you, what's next after Nitro? I mean, obviously we're talking next year and all that, but uh, would you do it again? Is there another tour coming? Like, what's what's after for Bill? Yeah, I mean, we're sure we're definitely coming back. I'm, yep. I'm non-stop Nitro Circus for at least the next two or three years, and uh, yeah, I've got plans outside that, trying to get a roll cage around me doing rally cross. I saw that. Yeah, where did I see all that? Where, like, where did I see that? Eric Johnson did it or something. Uh, you were, what were you doing? Um, we did surf across, and then I had met up with. Uh, I know it was Rick Johnson. You got me. Got me start with. No, the no, 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 no. I thought Eric Johnson shot a photo of you trying something out with. I thought that was you with a roll cage and everything. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it wasn't Bilko. I thought it was something. Maybe you got your wires crossed, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very possible. It's very possible. I want to read your notes over once or twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you want to get into the cage though and try to do some different stuff. Yeah. A little bit of rally crossing that, you know, like I've hit the ground that many times. I'm kind of like Travis now. There's there's young kids <laughs> that are out there that are really talented in freestyle. And, yeah. And they're the next level of the sport, and they're the ones that can step up, try a new trick, take a hit, and get back up. Whereas, you know, this, us older guys, speaking old in freestyle is like 30. So yeah, really, right. If we take a hit, it takes a bit longer to get back up, so... God, you should have uh, seen Watson the other day, a couple of weeks ago. Watson ragging Hart for not doing, not being freestyle guy anymore. Like Watson still, oh, still can he? yeah, he he still thinks he still thinks Hart can you know bust out backflips. <laughs> oh, he probably could, but what does Kenny do? If I lift a beer to his mouth, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's probably about it. Um, yeah. No, no, you got a good point there. NitroCircus.com. Hey, how about wheels in the wheelchair? That guy blew my mind, and yeah. that that blew me away. It's crazy, I and mean, and honestly, we've gone at another step up. Like as as unfortunate it was, twenty one months ago, Bruce Cook tried mm-hmm. a double front flip in our show, major spinal injury, never walk again, and now we've got a guy in a wheelchair backflipping a dirt bike. He's came back after that. So Jeez, yeah, it's crazy to see. Like you have to see it to believe it. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Check it out, people. Get some tickets, uh, uh, like I said, NitroCircus.com. Find out where it's going for you. Bilko, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it, man. Um, I can't no wait. Worries. Thank you. It took me a week longer, but I'm here now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll be hitting up the Vegas stop for sure, uh, which is uh, the last, ra- last, uh, last tour in North America. So I'll be going there and uh, we'll probably reporting on it for RacerX because this stuff is uh, pretty sweet. So thanks, Bilko. All right, thank you guys. I'll uh, hopefully see you at the show soon. All right, man. See ya. See ya. All right, Bill Coe, everybody. Blake Williams. Um, Protector guy. Yeah, sure is. Like you said, probably never bends anything. Just doesn't. No, listen, I know, look, they're advertisers on the show, the Nitro Circus. They're paying me money to talk about Nitro Circus. But it's still it's gnarly. It's still newsworthy. No, dude, it's gnarly. It's a cool Very. tour. It's, it's really And I, and I, I haven't been myself, so I can't attest to it, but I, I'm sure what they're right. doing is crazy. I haven't heard anybody say that it's not. Right. Beth, are you there? I'm here. What's up, Beth? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, my husband rides um, a dirt bike, and I bug him to wear a mouth guard. What do you think? I think he should wear one. And if so, do they make dirt bike mouth guards? Uh, yeah. Shock, the doctor. Shock Doctor is the one that many guys use. Is there another? Br- Blake Baggett uses Somebody one. else or no? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And it's not a bad idea by no means some guys yeah. believe in it. it definitely helps with concussions it's just having to get used to it he just not many people do it yeah so maybe you should try but, to find his favorite rider more should someone does i yeah. think because it helps with concussions like you said i almost think well you just beth i would wear one of those before i wear a neck brace beth if your husband is doing any interviews get him to take it out because it looks super weird when blake doesn't take it out <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's not yeah right. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what did you say about the neck brace because he doesn't, he thinks that's more dangerous too. I, I agree with him there. That's that's my that's my feeling though. I would I would wear a mouth guard before I wear a neck brace. I just think a neck brace. Um, Atlasbrace.com. It uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's my belief at least. Um, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Try Shock Doctor. Um, and okay. they got a moto section I think on their website and everything. Um, okay. and, and get that. And if you're going to try a neck brace, AtlasBrace.com, the official brace of uh, Martin Davalos, Jason Anderson, oh. and Dean Wilson. Dean Wilson. And it's a lightweight. It's it's uh, the most the least restrictive neck brace out there. AtlasBrace.com. Okay. Uh, okay. Th- thanks, Beth. Appreciate hey, it. Oh. What about the fly racing helmet? Did anybody win that? No. We're going to do an email contest for that. So I apologize. Uh, we're going to do an okay. email contest, but send an email to contest at pulpamexshow.com and you can get a chance to win a fly carbon F2 carbon helmet. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Beth. All right. See you. Wow. Oh, chick all on the show. It's really weird. Um, You're blowing up, Steve. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. You want to win a fly racing F2 carbon helmet with MIPS technology. We're going to just pull a uh, random email and uh, give them a fly helmet just for racing. That's right. It's, uh, it's that easy, people. Who picks so, these questions? Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate WWheels, WUSA.com, of course. I was meant to ask uh, Eric about uh, some Triumph wheels that uh, W made for him. So John Anderson and the boys down there, uh, BTO Sports KTM team, we're going to have the Millsaps. They use W wheels for all their wheel needs. And uh, Galfer Brakes, of course, Galfer Brakes, official brakes at JGR Yamaha, uh, among others, uh, Galfer Brakes. Go, f- go hard, brake faster, GalferBrakes.com. All right. Um, <laughs> What's so funny? That's, ending to that one was great. Yeah, hard, no, I, I paused. I did a dramatic pause, okay? So, um, all right, let's get our next, uh, next guy on the line here. Uh, f- yeah, no, flyracing.com. Uh, Jason Thomas. I know him. You know JT? I know JT. JT was actually in my wedding. Did he tell you that? Uh, JT, do you know this Paul Parabijonas Bijon- guy? Uh, it's a silent J. It's like yogging. <laughs> it's yogging. 
Uh, flyracing.com. Uh, check them out. We're giving away an F2 carbon helmet tonight. Just uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. JT Fly Racing debuting the high vis gear. This weekend with their riders, and you can see their uh, you can see the riders out there, the fly racing riders. Good job on that, JT. Yeah, thanks. Pretty actually, uh, it probably is sold out. It was almost sold out by the end of the workday today. So, oh I'm shit, I, gone. I was going to promote that tonight. That was my my, my kick. So that's all right. We it was just uh, we did a like, super small run of it, mm-hmm. just something different. So. Yeah, there we go. I like it. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, fantastic. Nice to see you guys do that too. Like, be, I'll be honest. Like, there's other companies that do that, and they get some hype and attention. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's something that Fly needs to do, and you guys are on it. So that's great. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've tried hard to help us improve on. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I've been around the races so much, and I've seen it go on so much that I was it was one of the just a priority for me to kind of. Um, I guess just make that happen. Right. And there's a lot of there's a lot of steps too. You have to order early and decide what it's you're going to do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of coordination that has to go on with all the international people too, and uh, embargoes and all kinds of stuff. So it's been a, a learning process for us. But um, yeah, we're we're getting there. All right, fantastic. All right, Monster Energy Cup, JT. Um, your buddy Chad Reed. What do you think? I thought he actually rode pretty well, but. Uh, you can't start in the back, you know. I no, told him that on, on Friday. You know, it's going to be the start. He knew that, obviously, yeah. but yeah. Um, the start was everything on that race. We were walking the track on Saturday, and I don't know who we were with. Mim was there, and JT and myself and Truman. And I was talking about, you know, the rhythm section jumping out of the stadium? Yeah. I was saying that you need to come in and hit it like Excite Bike on your front wheel. Yeah. And right as I was explaining that, Chad walked up, and I think he thinks I was serious. And I can't really get out of that at that point. That's a shame that he would think that that's serious coming from you. But I was like, yeah, you want to bounce off the tops off your front wheel. And Chad's like, what? And I'm like, I'm kidding, dude. But I think by that point, it's done. Yeah. Like, he's just like, this guy is a complete moron, which he may think anyways. So I was kind of screwed that way. But uh, lame. How's the monster party, JT? Did you go? Uh, yeah, just for a little bit. Um, actually, Ellie was in town. Like, the first time Ellie's been out years. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went there for a little bit, but they had to fly out early, and so we didn't, you know, stay out long. But yeah. we had a good time. Fun um, to fun to actually hang out with Ellie, you know, in an yeah. adult environment, not a you know where she's not chasing her babies around. Right, uh, up or down in the tables when you left? Uh, I was up. I was oh. up quite a bit actually. First time in a while that I've left there ahead. Wow. So nice. Happy yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, too bad. Uh, Paul, we got a question for you. Oh, TC has a question for the pro taper guy. All TC. right, TC, what's up, bro? How are you? Hey, hey, I got a question for you. Okay, for, right. for the Pro Taper guy. For the Pro Taper guy. Former <laughs> Blackfoot Honda rider, Paul Perbinos. All right, my boy is getting ready to make the jump to 65. Okay. And oh, he's got tiny grips for you. He's got tiny grips and tiny bars. I know. That's what, I, that's what I'm after. Here's the thing. He's a support rider, and the support rider can't get the bars. No, that's not true. I think what – I think have – you, have you tried to get him in the past? Well, I've been trying to buy them through Hook It, where we're supposed to get them through with a sponsorship deal, and they're not available. I've called a couple times, and they 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 only they only just came into stock about two weeks ago. Okay. So I think that's one of your hitchups. Like uh, the plan, obviously, is when we were marketing that to have product in stock at the same time. But yeah, um, as JT could attest to, a lot of things can. There's a lot of moving parts to getting new products. There's a lot into the of country, ins and outs, man. And a lot can happen. Very and, complicated case. Yeah. yeah, and and sometimes it just doesn't go to plan. Sometimes so it's instead the rug. Of 
having advertising when the product was here, we simply, I switched it to, I was just building the hype is what we were doing. <laughs> so now the, pro- <laughs> the product's here, it's in stock, it's selling. Um, so check it out now. I'm sure you'll be able to, you'll, you'll be able to get it. There you go, TC. Today, not available no. still. Oh. On Hook It. Give well, you an example of that. On we Hook It, yeah. Selling, I can get them like uh, through BTO or something, but they're still unavailable on Hook It yet. Okay, well, that's probably a, a Hook It issue then, but I'll write an email to who I deal with at Hook It and tell them to get with it. Oh, you can just get Vortex stuff too, TC. Vortex Racing, you email Roger at Vortex. Vortex Rockets. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm kidding. Paul, I, Paul I'm joking. Uh, Paul's got, this is a real, like I, we talked about this. I can't believe nobody yeah. thought of this. This is a great idea. Micro bars, micro grips, micro throttle. We got a customer yeah. on the line. He's going to get it. Yeah, His t- kid's going to ride TC, better, ride safer. TC, Paul will email, hook it, and they'll, they'll straighten it out. Yep. Okay, sounds good. One more thing. Steve? Yep. I want you to know that the uh, Royals are going to beat Toronto. It's, oh, it's well, going down. Not tonight, bro. Suck it. It's 10, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not working out tonight. It's 10 to 4. <laughs> and the next next two games are in Toronto, so suck it, bro. You'll, you'll see. Hey, it's all right. We, we, got t- we gave Texas a two-game lead, too. It's what we do. It's what we do. Please. All right. See you, bud. All right, later. Thank you. Flyracing.com, Jason Thomas on the line, and Pro Taper, Paul Perrinos in studio. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Uh, hey, um, RV. Let's talk RV. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. That was qualified 17th, right? Somewhere? Yeah. No. I don't know. No, he was 17th the first practice. I think he was worse than that. I don't know. What do you think, JT, of him being there? Like, it was a little weird to see him. He just rode the track slowly, but yet he um, – I know he kind never of, rode that bike, and yeah. I mean, I know he hasn't been like getting ready to go practice at Monster Cup yeah. either. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess it was good to see him. Yeah, for sure. I think you I know what? You know what I thought? What he uh, he looked really good and then really bad. Like he would, you could just tell he was so rusty. Mm-hmm. You know, he would hit something. He would hit a jump or a turn. And I'd be like, holy cow! There, you know, that's RV. And then he would case the uh, the next rhythm section so bad and i'm like uh yeah that's rv now you know? <laughs> it's it's an <laughs> right yeah right. so which that shows up in the lap time you know it's just yeah. uh it's just a, a crazy amount of rust but i mean you could still see the flashes out of him i walk just, uh, it takes a lot of work to be at that level he was at. well as you know too look you came back last year we went to finland together and you put a little bit of work into it but like it takes a lot of work to get back to where you were <laughs> like it's well, yeah and i don't think uh people under or understand or realize how much work, you know, RV, a guy like RV was putting in yeah, or a guy exactly. like Dungy now, yeah. you know, on that program they're on. I mean, it's, it's just a monumental amount of training and, and mm-hmm. um, just preparation to allow yourself to perform at that level. Saw so, RV, I walked in the Cowie truck. He's in there. He's getting his gear on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he looks at me and like, he's been kind of hot and cold with me lately. Like he won't give me an interview because he says I, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want me to make money off him. Okay. Because I sell his interviews. And I think he's serious. I really do. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> then he wasn't answering my phone. You don't think he says that just to give you a hard time? Because no, I, because I, I tried to follow up. I'm like, are you being serious right now? He's like, yeah, you, I, I don't want to make you any more money. Do you think he was still being serious right there even though? No, no, no. At the truck, he didn't say this. I don't know that he's he ever serious. Journalism but, though, right? but, <laughs> but listen, we're hot and cold with each other lately. I don't know what his deal is. Okay. Um, so he comes up to me. He's like, what's up, dick? Like right away, <laughs> which is fine. And I go, not much. I'm like, hey, try not to loop it out out there. Oh. You know, we're just giving it back to him. Yeah. Right? At that point, I don't even try, I don't know if I should tell the story on the air or not. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? Nobody, nobody listens. <laughs> oh, boy. No, you don't have any What's listeners. the worst case scenario? He doesn't text you back for six months? Yeah, right. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst? He doesn't do an interview with me again? Oh, wait. So he goes, I go, so try not to loop it out out there, right? Yeah. So he kind of smiles. <laughs> He's got his pants open, like they're not done up. He reaches down. 
grabs his ball sack. Okay. Okay. Squeezes it like this, so it's really ginormously big. Ah, uh, that's called the uh, um, the brain. The brain. He yep. did the brain. Yeah. He did the brain in front of everybody and charged at me with his nutsack and hit me in the leg with his brain. That sounds like he is a friend to you. That is a friendly gesture. There's been a lot of weird things that happened to me. I've never had a guy do that in front of other guys and run with, at me with their brain. It sounds like you caught him at a, in his most comfortable no, yeah, moment. No, yeah, no. It's He's just relaxed. RV. It's yeah. just RV. And I'm like... Natural habitat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, dude, your ball sack is out right now. Everyone sees your ball sack. I mean, guess that's just... why they call it Sin City. <laughs> dude. Oh, it's just, I'm just like, and, and like he kind of, I was kind of in shock. So he got me with the what brain. happens in Vegas stays in He got Vegas, me in Steve. the brain and the leg. And like, I just got my hand out of the way before. And then I kind of ran away. But did you call him a fag and then kick him in the ass twice? No, I said, everyone can see your ball sack. And he just went, <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, that would have oh. been a sweet picture. If somebody got a picture and post that on Instagram, <laughs> like Darren Durham. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Balls out, bro. <laughs> So, all right. Hey, let's uh, do the X-Brown goggle tear-off right now. Let's move right into that. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. The, the best in the world were X-Brand riders like Brock Tickle, Nick Way, Jesse Wentland, Fast Freddie Norn, uh, Kyle Chisholm. Oh, Chiz, looping out in the sand Yeah. while in qualifying spot. He was your guy. Casey Keese were X-Brands. He was there this weekend riding the Super Mini Class. Okay. And uh, much more, xbrandgoggles.com, the choice of champions everywhere. And uh, check them out, X-Brand, eksbrand.com. Use the code PulpMX20 to save 20% off at X-Brand. These are questions submitted by Corey Moser uh, for me, for JT, and for you. Okay. And uh, you have uh, 30 seconds. Oh, boy. All right. 30 seconds. We, 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 I used to have 15. I'm going to put 30. Okay. 30, huh? Yeah. 30. I'm changing the rules wow. a little that's, bit. Yeah, that's JT's really he's, – he's probably could do good in a 10-second format. No. I, th- I take as much time as I want. No, it's actually funny you mentioned oh. that because he sucks at this format. Okay. He's terrible at it. Okay. He rebels. It takes too long. <laughs> Can I have some pap with some rapid fire questions? <laughs> so this is uh, the X-Brown Goggle Taros. Do you know X-Brown Goggles? You, you I do. You Fantastic uh, company. I actually did wear them for a little bit. You did? When they sponsored Butler Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. wore them to a 12th place finish at Loretta Lens in 2008. Oh, great, man. Uh, well, Clear vision. F you, no, dude. No, no dog wonder, hair between no, the tear No wonder why we dropped you. We don't take 12s. I know you don't. I know you don't. I flew there for that race. See? I was there. Paul's, a, the gate. Paul's a fucking Loretta Lynn's champion. He is. All right. I was let, there for that one, too. Uh, he was there. Let's do this. Uh, Mo, Corey Moser? I'm not familiar with Moser. Do you know Moser? Uh, I know the JGR. name. Isn't he the Andrew Short fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. who he is. He worked for uh, that Simeone company. Oh. It's Simeone in Pacific Northwest, a big, big company up there. Okay. Okay. I don't know. All right. Yeah. No, he's number one employee there. All right. Let's go. Eating an air conglomerate. Yep. Got it. Hmm. Steve, who gained more weight, Stu or Trey? Uh, Stu. Yeah, I don't think Trey. I asked JT about this. I said, to JT, <laughs> did Trey gain some weight? Or what's up with that jersey? And JT, you said he Jeff just likes protected. his jersey super tight, which is. Yeah, that, jer- that jersey is a small. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. It just looked, didn't you think it looked? I thought he looked normal. Okay. I thought that, yeah. People have been saying Stu gained some weight. I didn't notice that either, but I'm not really checking out people's weight, I guess. That well, thank, you, didn't, thank you, didn't, you for that, by the way. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. He didn't um, race long enough for me to see. There you go. 
I, I, I was, I was. Uh, Ooh, we stuck it to him a little bit there. I, mm. I was, I was, I was, I was big on Stu's chances coming into this. You race. were. I, we made a bet in the box about it. I you were so you were pushing that bet. I didn't even have to bring it up. Yeah. He owes me fifty bucks. No, I do not. Don't get me started. All right, next question. Okay, uh, Paul, on your list, which is higher, the Loretta Lynn's title or wrenching Dino to an MX title? Ooh, that one's tough, but I'll I'll have to say Loretta Lynn's. Oh, really? <laughs> of course. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Mine would be the national title. Oh, I mean, that was equally as hard, but. Paul Paul had the eye of the tiger down there. JT will attest to it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, was, I don't know. That's that's just something, I guess. Down there. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would take it serious, too. If I went, if I decided like I was going to go race next year, I would be all in. I think yeah, you I should. I think we should other. both do it, JT. JT, we know your personality. You would be all You'd be in, and you would take yeah, it very but seriously. Paul's the same way. Like, when Paul's, Paul's competing for something, mm-hmm. same way. Yeah, that's same just, way. I mean, that's how it is in anything. I don't want to lose at anything. That, right. that makes JT good at his job nowadays, too, because why? You don't want to be a loser. Right. Next question. <laughs> All right, JT, who has been your most memorable BTO VIP person? Or BTO memorable, VIP? Memorable? Usually, you know what? To be honest with you, if you're memorable, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> there's been a few that I, that will remain nameless. Um, but, yeah, memorable is bad. If, you, if I don't remember anything, that means that you were awesome, awesome. and, you know, we had a great time, and that's. That's how it's supposed to go. The memorable ones are like, oh, my God, please, no, you can never do this again. <laughs> and there's only been literally out of, like, 300 people that have done it, there's probably only been, like, two or three, maybe, you know, less than five that I would, like, probably not let do it again. All right. All right, next question. All right, Steve. What is your expected ROI for sponsoring Stank Dog? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think I got it. I was on Supercross Live or, or, or Race Day Live program. Yeah, I gave him five hundred dollars, and he had Pulp Mex graphics on his bike, and I gave him a foam lobster. <laughs> you gave him a foam lobster. Yeah, foam lobster. I gave him a toy lobster. Hmm. I think that's my ROI. Getting in front of you're happy with your return. Huh? Yeah, I guess. Um, Tough to quantify marketing. <laughs> good job, Stank that's right. Dog. Everyone has their own theory. <laughs> Stank Dog. I told Stank Dog when I gave him the money. I said, "Look, uh, you look like you came out of the '70s." You look like you you know belong in the seventies. So I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is um, write you a seventies paycheck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck! I can't remember what I said. I, I had a joke. I'm it was totally, so witty. Was, yeah, it was really good. So smart. He forgot. Um, but yeah, so we gave Holly gave him five hundred bucks. Jim Holly, I gave him five hundred bucks. Daniel Burr gave him some money. Hobo Nick gave him some money. Wow. He made more money than uh, what? What? What was it for? Uh because he wrote a two stroke at the Monster Cup. He wasn't going to go, so we pitched in. Oh. Yeah. So. I am not on board with the two-stroke guys. Let it die, I say. You know what they say to you? Fuck you. Yeah, I that's know. That's what they say. I know. There's yeah. there's a big customer base out there for it, but that's oh, my personal thought. Dude, yeah. All right. Cool novelty, but they have no place in the in the class right now. You guys are, the way the rules are, you guys are anyway. such dicks. <laughs> such dicks. Not the way the rules are Who set up anyway. All right. <laughs> All right, Paul. Yes. If you had to go back to wrench for someone, who would it be and why? Dean Wilson. Shocker. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> All right. Whatever. JT. Yes. Who is the favorite to win the Supercross title? Ryan Dungey. I saw that one from a mile away. Yeah. Okay. Next. Stevie Wonder saw that one from a mile away. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Which race has a better fan turnout? Monster Energy Cup or Vegas Supercross? I think Vegas Supercross. 
What do you think, Paul? I think so, too, because I think they block off a lot more of the stands at Monster Cup than they do at yeah. Supercross. Yeah. And the f- stands looked equally packed at both, but I, like, I, have, I remember bumping into more shoulders in the pits at the Supercross than I did. Yeah, I just think Cup. it's the end of the year. I think, I think yeah. so, yeah. I think you have, I think you have, you know, four months of Supercross to build the hype too. Yeah. You know, so the mm-hmm. people that are actually can go to Vegas, they have just weekend after weekend after weekend of expectation. They're like, oh yeah, I got to go to this. Cause I, you know, I obviously was selling the VIP stuff. I deal with this and it's always just the demand. So the May race is just way, way, way more. See, yeah. there you so go. I, I, I always think about why. And that's the only reason I can come up with is just, you have this huge, marketing machine, you know, Supercross for four months that kind of yeah. builds up for it. Did you guys feel like the Monster Cup dragged on a little bit, the program? I thought the intermission was a bit long. I thought all the guys, I'm just like, come on, let's get to some. I, I remember it being more nonstop action, which uh, a Supercross now is more is nonstop yeah. action, but yeah. the Monster Cup, yeah, it did drag on a bit. I felt like, I mean, it, like it dragged, like, come on, like, quit with the promos and everything. We got it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You guys I mean, really, design? it's just the three races, right? And everything else is just how can we fill the time? We'll throw some, we'll throw some kids out there on bikes that are probably going to kill themselves, <laughs> and then we'll bring in some amateurs, and then uh, you know, dirt shark will have some guys whipping. Um, then we'll, you know, who do we have that you know rides the snowboard? We'll bring him out. Yeah, um, it's a, it's you know a I mean? showcase it's all basically for all their athletes. Yeah. Did you guys see the design for the new Monster Energy Cup for next year? Yeah, it starts at the end. Comes all the way down. At Starts the, at the very top of the stadium. Yeah, kind of where the bowl burn was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. I yeah. thought the elevator start thing was cool. I thought I that was too. the best addition. I finally mm-hmm. the start being in the stadium. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. I hate the start being outside. Yeah, I agree. I thought when they first moved it outside, I thought that was awesome. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's not. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. So okay. All right. Any more questions? Yeah, we got a couple more. Paul, what is the most upset you've seen Mitch Payton? Um, the most upset I've seen Mitch Payton. Probably when you left. <laughs> or maybe came back or left again. Man, that's tough. <laughs> There's so many. No, not really. Like, he was really upset um, when uh, he was. Re- oh, oh, God, that's hard. He was upset when Hanny's pants broke at X Games. He was really upset then. Uh, okay. He was. I think he was, was that upset at. I that Navy thing. Uh, no, the X Games one. The he okay. was he was number one at X Games and his pants broke and they came off. Uh, he wasn't okay. pumped on that. And then uh, he, I, he was really upset. I think with himself after Southwick that we didn't address the problem with the radiators and the sand better as a team. And he feels like he kind of let that happen himself. So I think he was mad when Porcel's bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah mad at himself. Right. Um, you know, it's besides that, it's it's hard to say. Okay. It's hard to say. I don't know. Sorry, I'm better story. No, that's all right. Moser's questions sometimes just suck balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT, third and final question. What is Paul best known for? His racing, his wrenching, or his repping? What's my repping? I don't know. He could have said, like, it could be rapping. Do you rap? I don't rap. No. Okay, that's probably repping. Pro taping, rapping. Answer them pro taper. Yeah. I would say, for sure, winning a national championship as a mechanic is a pretty big deal. So I'd fuck, fuck say that, that'd have to be it. I would put the plaque on a necklace and wear it, like Mr. T. That'd be cool. Pity the fool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would put do. Put him in an ambulance. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand Goggles, we had a terrific Monster Energy Cup with exactly no one in the main event. X-BrandGoggles.com, <laughs> EKSBrand.com, check them out. Um, use Pulp Mex 20, discount code Erica, this is what we do on our show.
Yeah. Okay, that's what we. That's do. one of the better uh, things to do in marketing is point out your flaws in the beginning so people can't put yeah, them yeah, exactly. in your face later. Exactly. You know? Hey, we didn't have anybody in the main event, but <laughs> hey, hey, look, <laughs> we will. X Brand and Kawasaki, we're the same. We had the same thing You're going right. on. Yeah, no right. one off weekend. Right. <laughs> um, we didn't win, but we sponsor everyone. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, fly racing. Um, <laughs> all right, um, let's do uh, let's do the NFAB question of the day. I like that one. Let's do that. Baby NFAB question of the day. Do you have a truck? I own a truck. Why don't you put NFAB stuff on it? Um, I don't know. I'm more. What kind of truck do you got? A Ford F one fifty. Okay, perfect. NFAB n fabcom Probably made in Houston, Texas, USA. Step systems like mounting solutions, bumpers. They got it at nfab.com. NFAB special sponsor of the JGR team. Justin Barsha, Filthy Phil. Nick. Filthy Phil's contract is done, by the way. He's going back there. If I was in the market, I would choose MFAB because they support our sport. They do least. support the but sport. But I'm more of a stock is best type okay, guy. Okay, well, that's stupid. So, <laughs> n-fab.com. Uh, NFAB question of the day. Uh, this is for Jason Thomas and Paul Parabinos. What would you change about the Monster Cup? What would you change about the Monster Cup if you could do one thing? Like, what? What do you like? What, what, what do you think it needs more of or less of? Or what would you take away or what would you add? I don't know if I put you guys on the spot here, um, but anything come to mind? Uh, what would I change? I really like the format. I don't know if I love the track being so easy that there's – that. I don't know. Well, they make it for 80s, right? They got to make yeah, it for Yeah, and I get so, that. It, right. uh, there's so many limiting factors. That's why when I give an answer, I'm sure there's a reason why they don't do it. Right. But <clears throat> I, I don't know. Maybe. So toss the Super Minis? No, I wouldn't toss Super Minis either because I really like that. But maybe they can do just a, a pro section, like a, a yeah, section. Yeah, put in some big whoops that are yeah, just pros only. The pros only go through there. I think that's yeah. one change for sure. And I think making the Joker lane faster. So it is a passing lane, essentially. Yeah, I, that I, way I, you can plan like, hey, I'm all over this guy. I can't seem to get him. I'm going to use my Joker this yeah, like, lap and I'll get him. Like, why wouldn't they make the Joker lane faster? They try know. that. They haven't. And every, on all of us, JTU included, we're all like, make it faster. I don't see why not, yeah. So... Yeah, I, I think they could. Uh, think my one thing, and there's a lot of ways to to accomplish this, is to increase passing because it's always been the same way. If you get the start, you do well at Monster Cup. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do we like the no whoops policy? I don't personally, but whatever. Well, if you I were coming from a guy to, who's, if JT was racing, he would be very <laughs> be much stoked. He'd be a proponent yeah, of the no. I just I don't know. I think they'd do it to try, obviously to. To keep the amateurs in the super mini safe, mm-hmm. but I think they also try to do it to encourage Euro guys maybe to come over, but that hasn't true. really worked. No, yeah, true. No. Yeah. yeah, maybe just a pro, a pro section. You know, where they uh, one lane that the pros have to go. Yeah, through. Yeah, like, yeah. Why are we why are we catering to super minis? I know they got the tiny grips and tiny bars, Paul, but <laughs> you know, like beat it, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know that they're catering to them, but no, but they're, they're, well, they're they are it. in a sense because they got to make a track a certain way, right? For them, yeah, yeah. So there wasn't much carnage in the super mini class. No, generally speaking, there's some carnage. You're right. They were pretty. They kept together. it pretty they clean. They kept it pretty together. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, all right, that's been the NFAB question of the day. N-fab.com. probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. NFAB was a big part of that Motocross Nations effort with Barsha, too. Yeah, Thomas and the boys cool. at NFAB stepping up. So that's if you're American like you, Paul, you better be proud of NFAB for making Barsha happen over there. For sure. So buy some fucking steps. Yep. All right. <laughs> um, 
Uh, JT. Buy some fucking steps. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's going to be their ad program, right? Buy some fucking steps. Hey, we're giving away a Fly Carbon F2 carbon helmet with MIPS technology. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. We gave away a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires also. And we gave away two tickets to Nitro Circus. So that's what we do on our show. Um, Which helmet are you giving away? Do you know? What? Which helmet? Do you know? Fly F2 carbon helmet with MIPS technology. Colorway of your choice. Well, there's, there's a replica and there's a zoom. I just didn't know. If you don't know, that's fine. I, uh, I don't know. I wish do I my did. Job. Just do my job. Just do my job. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jay, what's up? You got a question? Yeah, Steve. Hey, uh, thanks again for uh, for all your hard work. Uh, today Fuck I was you. listening to the, uh, the podcast you do with the Weege on uh, Reed and Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Awesome, uh, awesome podcast. I could listen to you guys talk all the time. But, uh, hey, so could I. Is, <laughs> <laughs> the question is, uh, all right, so so through the years, who's made more money, James or Chad? It's a great question. Oh, by the way, though, Jay, before we get into that, let me ask you about, do you feel like Jason Thomas, was the decision to not allow Jason Thomas to participate in that podcast, although he was busy, he couldn't do it. Jerk was that, off. Was that a right one? We felt like he was too biased. He got landed on by Stu and blew his knee out, and he loves Chad. <laughs> so we really felt like JT couldn't offer Jay an honest assessment of those two. Do you, do you agree with us? Well, uh, I agree and disagree. Um, he could have provided insight that no one else has, though. Yeah, it would have been biased. Here's the thing. Thank you. He brings a very educated mm-hmm. standpoint. Yep, he does. Uh, I, I, like, I like listening to, uh, to Jason's responses. But at the same time, um, he would have gotten in the way of you and Weege doing your thing. And uh, to me, it was great. We would have been like, oh, you know what? Yeah, James is just a phenomenal rider. The, the combos he comes up with, and JT goes, yeah, he lands on people. No, you know come what I mean? On. When have I ever? <laughs> I, I am very, very complimentary of James's ability. No, always you ever. are. You I always are. am. Always. You are. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, so who made more money? That's a great question. I'm going to go with James. James. I will too. Yeah, yeah James, James has made more money. James has won more titles. Um,. And I guess more the Red, wins, the Red Bull deal. I mean, Red Bull, Nike. He had some. He had some yeah. bigger yeah. mainstream Ch- stuff. Chad, uh, did Chad ever have Monster before recently? No, he signed his Monster deal in 2012. Yeah, he had Unbound and things like that, yeah. but not like a major money deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, Maybe did Red Bull give Stu a, a, a sports car after U.S. Open one year? He got pretty. He got paid pretty well from Rockstar. Chad uh, did when he was on Suzuki. Yeah. But didn't Red Bull give James a sports car one time after the uh, U.S. Open? Bentley? Lots of sports cars. A Bentley. That's and money and checks and stuff. Right. Um, okay, so so well, James, James has made more money. Who has more money now, though? I, I don't know. I don't Who know knows? They both, they both spent a lot. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I, I got a tour of James's house one time, and he has $8 bajillion in Corvettes, the dad does. Yeah. Um, I go to Chad's house a lot. He has an asphalt go-kart track in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, go think about that for a while. Um, I think James will win on the resale there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, they, both, they both spend a lot. That's, that's the real answer. Yeah. They, you know, only they know. No one else could ever know right. other than them. I will yeah. say this, JT. When you see the Australian Forbes and they, po- they, they give you a, 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 an estimate of Chad Reed's net worth, yeah, usually, and I, I, I 
gone on vital and right. idiotic of me to even do that. And I'm yes, kind of like, is. that's ridiculous. <laughs> right. And people tell me and I'm, I'm an idiot. And how could you ever know that? I'm like, all right. Yep, yeah. You're right. You I have no idea. But you no say, what I'm about. yeah, but you, what you say is that they're so far off. You're like, the, they are. yeah, yeah. Well, they're putting his net worth at like 60 plus million dollars. Like it's just ridiculous. Right? <laughs> just ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, good questions, Jay though. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah, no problem guys. Uh, thanks a lot for all you do. Keep up the great work. All right. We will. Thank you. Uh, that's good questions from Jada. Yeah. I should have probably given him a prize. Oh. Uh, all right. Um, uh, we're coming up with uh, Davey Millsaps at, uh, at 830. Uh, Gibbs. Yo. Uh, you went to the Fly Racing Ride Day. I did go to the Fly Racing Mesquite. Ride Day. Uh, Chris. Uh, Chris. Um, JT. Chris. Cosley. Cosley. I'm not. Chris Cosley. They were talking about. What, what, what is it, JT? What's his the name? Re- my rep? Chris Cooksey. Yeah, yeah, Cooksey, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not getting, depending on Gibbs to tell me the right name. Cooksey. Chris Cooksey, uh, the fly racing rep up here, ran a fly racing ride day at Mesquite, which is a really nice track. It's a, you ever been there? Uh, no. It's a great but track. But I know Chris Cooksey. You do? I do. Okay. Yeah. It's actually a really sweet track. Um, really- and uh, Gibbs, you went up there. Yeah, I did. It was awesome, man. We, I was, I was a little nervous. I woke up at eight, and it was pouring rain here in Vegas, and I. That's good news, right? Yeah, usually, but I didn't know, you know, how the track was going to be, you know, because Mesquite is really weird with weather. I don't know okay. what it is about that track, but when it rains everywhere else, sometimes it just doesn't rain there. Uh, so we go out there, rains the entire way, track's beautiful, perfect. Cool. It looked like it was prepped for Moto National. It was awesome. So I go out there and it was awesome, and uh, I do like two laps and I get tired. <laughs> and and uh, they do like a little giveaway, and they gave a fly gave away a fly F two carbon away. They gave away a bunch of gear. So if you guys ever if they have those fly ride days, go there because you can definitely win, walk away with some badass. Did stuff. you get some gear? No. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I did get some gear. Chris got hooked me up with some gear. You got free gear. He hooked me up with oh, free what's gear. What's up, yes. tits? Yeah. God, these guys, these producer guys. Hold JT. on, hold on. Hang on. Before <laughs> we get Jesus. into it, like Chris hit me up like, hey, are you going to the fly ride day? You need any gear? There's no chance he said that. Do you want to bet on it? You're a betting man. You asked for gear like this. Uh, do you want to bet on it? No, I don't want to. I don't bet think on you it. do because you'll take your money. <laughs> so he hooks me up with gear. I'm looking bitching. And we do the little giveaway stuff. And I'm standing there. And Chris says, well, we, got a little, we got a little celebrity here. And I look up. I'm like, oh shit, who'd they get here? Like, who's, which one of the fly riders again? They're like, we got Gabby Gibbs from the Pulp Show. I'm like, dude, I am not a celebrity. Thank you, but I'm not a celebrity. And then so I give away the fly helmet, and now I go back out on the track, and everyone's watching me. Everyone's watching me. I can see. What do you it. mean? Oh, like I don't sweating. get it. Like how? What do you mean? Did they just have you? They like, said, "Hey, now Gibbs is going to do a, a, a well, lap." No, <laughs> no, but like, I, like I'm sitting. He felt there like the, the eyes were on him. The eyes were for sure on me. There was more people looking at me than there were usual. So I come around to the like the little finish line section. I'm like, dude, I got to throw a fucking fat whip right here. Like, oh, I got I to get a little bit of street cred. I got to lead a little bit of street cred. And I threw a whip, and it was pretty good. I threw it out there, but damn, I almost fucking died. Like I did not bring it back <laughs> the way I should. It was. It almost looked good. That fly gear almost went home dirty i bet you're the only one there with tyler bauer's cell number <laughs> damn straight that's why i had to throw it out there yeah hey but yeah no i loaded him up like after that and tyler fucking skips. Dip. tyler skips what are you doing hey how's brady how's brady pretty good <laughs> oh. did brady pater nails pink or white uh, you know i love the french tip french tip uh, so jt I'm, I'm curious um fly ride days like how does that go on what, what goes on about that what, what happens reps just do that they're always different. Yeah, the reps okay. always coordinate uh, their own kind of deal. And, um, yeah, they'll just promote it. And, obviously, the you know, we'll do different things with the dealer to help incentivize it, you know, whether we pay for the lunch, for riders. There's lots of different ways to do it. Sometimes it's just dealer only. 
it sounded like that one was, you know, kind of everyone, consumer, mm-hmm. you know, across the board. There's a lot of different ways, and, and it's just all about promotion. I mean, you're, yeah. you're trying to get people out there. Sometimes we'll do, like, uh, like bring a bunch of boots or something, have people try them out, you know, and have there's people, a lot of different ways. People color them in? Will people be able to paint them? On site? Uh, no, just uh, just Adam. Okay. Yeah, uh, Adam. And you give a, you give away gear to jerkies like like Gibbs? Like that happens? Uh, apparently, apparently, yeah. <laughs> that's that's apparently. Chris's call. You know, like Chris Chris can you know buy yeah, yeah. gear and do his own promo stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, I uh. mean, that's Chris doing paying out of his own money. You know, it's that's, just a, that's a pretty cool deal. Another reason to like fly racing. Hell yeah! The man. fly racing ride days. Chris sees the value in. Gabba Gibbs wearing Apparently. fly apparel. I know. He yeah. sees the value there, and he yeah. takes it out of his own. It's incredible the producer position, producer position over there. Amazing. And how the shit just flows to them, and they just go, "What? What? I just got free shit." <laughs> no, what? man, I'm really appreciative. Like, thank you, Chris. Like, definitely for hitting me up and letting me know, and like bringing me out there. Like, I had a great time. Like, if you came with fly gear, you rode for free. So that's sick. Like, there you go. That's the that's ride, a great incentivizer right there. To ride a prep track, and the track was bitching. Like, like I'm fucking fat and out of shape, and I couldn't use it to its full potential. But it was bitching. I was looking at the ruts. I was like, man, look how sweet that would be. You know sick when to you like uh, hit right, you come down, you come down the hill. You make a right at the top of the hill, or down, or left. You make a right at the top of the hill. Okay, and so then yeah. you come down and you hit like a little. You 90. make a left. No, you make a right at the bottom uh, of the hill. It like used to go 90. down the hill, make a left, and a double. Yeah, yeah, I they, ate they, shit they, on they that double. Them. Oh my god! I cracked my helmet and everything, and I was like, "Oh, that's why I don't ride anymore." Did you land on any kids? You're out of your mind. Dude. They did have. That's what Tony has was, to say to you. There was one okay, Tony's when not happy. When I was back when I was racing, they had like this little S section, and it had like doubles through it, and you'd kind of like jump around the corner. And I didn't really learn how to whip at that point. <laughs> and I landed in like some really hey, soft Gibbs, stuff. Gibbs is kind of tiny. Maybe you could use the tiny grips and tiny bars. Let me see the hands. Put the Will hands you up. stop fingering your mic? Sorry. Dad, all night you've been hands. doing that. No, that. All night you've been doing this with your mic in your face. He yells at you a lot. Here. He does. you got to be real careful. I don't like that noise. Mean. Yeah. Very mean. But at the same time, he'll take a water bottle and like crunch it in the background. I don't care. So You don't care. Fuck you. Um. All right, uh, JT, so um, what else is next up? What's the next up for you? You going anywhere? Uh... Pretty much, as far as travel for work, I'm I'm home for like a month. Uh, Holy shit! Ride day in Georgia, yeah, November like 13 or 14. I fly there. So what track mm-hmm. in Georgia, JT? What's that? I'm sorry. What track in Georgia? Uh, Durhamtown, same place you guys oh. do one. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's a big yeah. deal for you guys. Yeah, JT, place, do you have a uh, bike? That's the biggest one of the year. That's yeah, the yeah, year. it's uh, that place is huge, right? Like still as big yeah, as ever. No, oh that man, yeah. I, I went there with PU yeah. back in the day. Did a ride yeah, day back that there. That place yeah, is a cool place. Yeah, huge. Um. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, well, Monster Cup. Uh, let's touch on that. We got to go to commercial. Davy Millsaps coming up. BTOSports.com. Davy Millsaps. But uh, JT. So Roxon winning. I think that's a surprise. Obviously, I thought Stu was. I probably would have went Dungey next. I might have said Canard. With Roxon practicing on the backyard German Supercross track <laughs> and talking about you know how he was just kind of getting back into it, I think his ride was a surprise. I think it was, but, no, but yeah. when I watched him at Red Bull, straight with him, I'm like, ah, oh, he's riding well. Like, it wasn't a surprise for me after that because he was clearly his form was really, really good. Yeah, and a but ten lap race, a ten lap race, is, ten laps, yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Like, you know, no whoops. The track was really, really open, so lots of time to rest. So, yeah, it's not surprising me. You know, I, okay. I think he's clearly one of the most talented guys in the class, and his form was really good at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. So, 
it's not a shock. I mean, no, it's not a about shock. World champion guy that was leading the points this year in Supercross, you know? Yeah, so. no, no. I just he was good. He was really good. He wasn't. He was really good. Yeah. yeah so I, I think Dungey was rusty though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I heard. Think, d- I don't think that. I don't think that was the best Dungey we've seen by far. I, I saw more mistakes at a Dungey in one night than I saw in like you know ten races probably. That's yeah, true, I heard yeah. before the race he hadn't ridden for a month. Yeah, so, that's obviously yeah, not I've his priority been, list yeah. that race. And, and um, uh, I thought Canard. Oh, Paul and I were talking earlier. Canard was balls out. He was fast. He had a lot that's of speed. That's what Trey does. Yeah, <laughs> he sure does. Paul's out in the high in the high vis pants. Balls are right up like RV. Balls he is out. Ricky Bobby. Trey is Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but it, it was kind of crazy to see how he could go faster on that track than than everyone else. Yeah, because there was I, I kept watching and looking because I always watch and try to help Dean as well. And I'm yeah. watching Canard. I'm trying to figure out what I could tell Dean, but it's I don't know where. By he the way, was, is Dean okay? Is Dean okay? He's fine. Dean's okay. He hit his head, but hit his head. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a bigger one in practice, which I don't know how many people saw. Oh but, man, I yeah. saw that one. Yeah, that one was a sure scary one. I oh, thought for sure he did his shoulder. I thought he was hurt. Where? Yeah, yep. me too. Where? Uh, in the rhythm section. He jumped off the rhythm section and landed on the tough blocks. And oh, jeez. And um, so I that mean, he, he was sore. into the next jump yeah. so hard. Yeah. He oh, was sore the whole night gosh. because of that. And then uh, and then that main event crash. He okay. hit his head. All right. So back to what we were saying. Sorry. What was I saying? I don't know. I forgot. Also. Oh, I just uh, I, I didn't I Dundee. couldn't tell where Canard was going better. Oh, yeah. Just every it was little tiny things everywhere around the whole yeah. track, yeah. which added up to be you know what, a half a second. If you're not first, is, if you're not first, you're last. He can he can turn <laughs> his motorcycle and he can scrub jumps really. Yeah, he's 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 good. Um, yeah, Trey was good, no doubt about it. Uh, Pike was all right. Barsha was good. Anderson was great. JT, we were talking earlier. Weege was on the show earlier because we were hyping the Star Wars trailer with him. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think of it, by the way? Uh, I actually didn't see it yet. Wow. You're not watching football? Well, no, I was earlier, but I had, I was trying to get ready for the show and get uh-huh. all stuff done. Because once the show comes on, I'm pretty much done. That's tough. That's tough for you to not have to see the Star Wars trailer. Well, I have to get ready for the work day, and you know, I get up at 6 and go to work. So. What do you, Jason Wygant do? Come on. Okay, so anyways, Wygant was on earlier talking about um, – the uh, Star Wars trailer and how pumped he was. But him and I were saying there's just no excuse for these guys missing the Joker lane. Now, Paul, being the rider apologist, was like, eh, I understand. Where do you sit with this? Uh, Can I voice my opinion again with JT hearing it? No. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, JT. On just on Star Wars? No. (laughs) (laughs) I swear sometimes he doesn't pay attention to the show. I swear he's doing 14 things. No. Excusable to miss the Joker. Is it excusable to miss the Joker? And Wygan and I are like, no. Uh, No, not at this point. Not after Bill Poto and Dungey. And someone else the year before. Well, I don't know. Who's the the first ever guy to miss it was was not Bill Poto or Dungey. Are you sure? Yeah. Hell if I know. Someone else missed it, like, the first well, year. both of those guys were winning and missed it. No, yeah. no. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, someone else. But anyways, there, I think there's three guys that's missed it. It's been three guys. What was the controversy this year that some guys went in it on the first lap? James and Kennard went in there the first lap. Um, That's what I heard, but, but I don't you're remember. Not you're not allowed to do that. But, but how can you go the first lap if you're Anderson and not come out, like, 12? Yeah, he didn't. He so didn't. much slower. Right. He didn't. But, um... It's it's inexcusable, right? You can't miss. Yeah, you can't forget so. this. Paul, I, w- said, I was just saying. Paul I was says just saying, that's totally fine. No, I did not say that. I said that the quality that, that a rider has that makes him forget things like that is sometimes also the quality that you want if you're hiring a guy because he is just kind of go just for to it, be dumb? not thinking. Yeah, that of course. Unfortunately, you have to be a little bit dumb to be good in this sport. I think JT will attest to that. 
I think so, but then Andrew Short will tell you that that's the craziest theory of all time, and you have to be really smart to go fast. True, true. So I don't know. I don't know what to think, because I've talked to some really stupid people that just blew by me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you I'm going to leave names out of it, because it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it happens. Um, yeah, I, you got to hit the Joker lane, bro. you got one thing. Well, the mechanics got to the mechanics really got to make sure. Yeah, that should I be on there. Yeah, no, that's for fine. sure too. Yeah. So, um, okay, all right, JT, we gotta let you go. Um, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. and uh, we'll talk to you. I'm sure next Monday. Thanks for uh, for everything. VIP program still open. Jason36 at IL.com for the BTO Sports VIP program. And yes, uh, anything else you want to pump? Uh, no, all good. Okay. Glad to see uh, Paul in the studio. That's cool. Oh, it's fantastic. He's good. Yeah, Paul's solid. So. ProTaper.com, mini bars, little tiny grips, little tiny bars. So, all right, buddy. See you, JT. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, JT. All right, commercial break. David Millsap's coming up. BTOsports.com, fly racing. This is the Pulp Mech Show. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs, you need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. 
That's right, everybody. Cody Gilbert uses Racetech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Racetech suspension. Check it out, bro. Full-time one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Bent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! 
the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. HOTCAMS, unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, 
markets. Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Everybody knows and I feel left off. Girl, you got me down, you got me stressed off. Cause ever since I left the city, you started wearing less and going out more. Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor. Hanging with some girls I never seen before. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you, you, you You and me, we just don't get along You make me feel like I did you wrong Going places where you don't belong Ever since I left the city, you Welcome back, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, that's Canada's own Drake. I still like Van Halen better. It's just me, though. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Parabino's song. I'm into that right now. That song. Drake? Well, that song I'm into right now. Can I just... Look, I'll be honest. Okay. I don't listen to a lot of rap. All his songs sound like that. Really? I, I think this one's distinctly different. Am I missing something, or am I? Erica's kind of agreeing with me. Like she is a little bit. It looks like they all sound like this. That's, that's just racist, dude. So <laughs> are they just—he kind of talks over like this beat, beat. You know, there's not any. There's no aggressiveness. There's no anger from Drake. He's very chill. Hello. Just saying. I mean, Great observation. If, I mean, I just think if you had Van Halen, it'd be better. Van Halen songs sound very rap. similar though, yeah. as well. You know. Like there's a lot of like, uh, welcome to the show. I'm gonna turn your mic off. That's fine. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Roost MX, uh, the guys over Roost MX, been paired with us up this year. 17 years in the business. Uh, Source the Cycle Trader uh, Rock River team use Roost MX. Pulp Nation saves you 20% at RoostMX.net. Not call me on my cell phone. Call RoostMX.net on your cell phone. <laughs> Go to check out Pulp Nation section on their website. Alex Martin. Benny Bloss, Luke Reslin, some of the guys that use uh, Roost MX. This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. I'm just saying. I think it's the best background music you've had in a while. No, I don't like it. It's, it's terrible. It needs to be Van Halen. Welcome to the show, Davey Millsaps. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. You like Drake? No. Thank you. Mm. I heard. The, I heard the conversation. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. It was, Par- it was Parabinos's uh, choice. Was, you know, you, when you, you get to pick a um, song when you come on here, and uh, I'm I'm more country. So are you really your country? He listens uh, to rap too. He just no, prefers I don't, country. I don't listen to rap <laughs> at all. Um, I don't. I just can't get into it. I used to. Not gonna lie, I used to. Right, right. I just, I just can't anymore. Look, I don't want to start this interview off in a negative tone. Oh, but, of course you do. But I, but I do. <laughs> but no. What, what was up with qualify? Like, what was happening? What happened? Um. Can't really talk about that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You had a bike issue or something? No. Oh, no, it wasn't bike. Okay. Tell no. me something wasn't in your locker. Was we have a locker issue yeah. again, baby? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. But uh, okay, we we won't talk about that. But I saw your qualifying time, Davey, and I'm like, there were, I just liked the number 18. What's right, wrong with that? Yeah. right, dude. You almost went to the LCQ. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The, it would have been something to see the number one plate line up in the LCQ. I'm like, Jesus. But look, okay, so whatever went on, went on. Uh, clearly, we saw a much better performance in the three main events. Um, you know, I thought, I thought you were pretty, pretty decent. You gotta be, I think you got to be happy with your night. I mean, you didn't defend the number one title, but you rode well. No, I mean, obviously, it started off really bad. Um, you know, and the races went <clears throat> decent. You know, it uh, – uh, I thought that actually, I thought the last main event was probably my best one of the night, even though I still got six, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that third place one kind of fell into my lap due to Trey going down and, and, uh, Jason missing the, um, yeah. Joker lane. But, uh, you know, all in all, I got a really bad start in the last one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I came forward and I made, you know, good decisions and I was trying to be aggressive and, and, and all in all, I mean, it was it was a it was a good night. It was a good learning experience on the new bike with the new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, figured out really what we need to do with it and and where we need to take the bike and and uh, everything like that. So I thought it was a, a good a good uh, race for to use as a tool for Anaheim mm-hmm. One. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, nothing like yeah. nothing. No testing like racing, right? Like, ex- like no, exactly. And you get three races, which is really nice. Sure. <laughs> 702-586-PULP. You got a question for BTO Sports KTM, Davey Millsaps. We got him on the line here. Um, and uh, after a Monster Cup performance, uh, what was it, over, fifth overall? Fifth overall. Fifth overall, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, not, not too bad, of a, not too bad of, a, of a deal. The uh, elevated start, what would you think? <laughs> um, it, it was different. I mean, I, I think it would have been a little bit better if it, if it went out a little bit and then dropped off like that. Then right. I think it would have been – a little bit better instead of just dropping off right off the get go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was looking at some stuff today about how they're already kind of designing 2016 or ideas. Yep. And that start that they have going on for 2016, man. <laughs> BMX start. Gracious. Is it like <laughs> rad, dude? It's at the top. Uh, of is it like the, the rad movie? It's at the top of the stadium. The, yeah, top of the stadium. You go all the way down, uh, 470 feet to the corner. And then just stop and go left or something. <laughs> go left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you go you go down and you go down quite a ways, and then you go out all the way to the end of the stadium mm-hmm. where we started this year, and then we turn. It'd be interesting because that's just, that's just asking for. So are you saying you're going to be Mach five fifth gear? Is what you're telling yeah. me? Oh, well, exactly. You're already going to start in third. And I mean, I think <laughs> I think there'll be some dudes who you know you have to sacrifice uh, at other times of the track to have enough. 
engine to, to rev out. It's that long. It's that fast. You know, like gearing, yeah. ge- gearing or whatever. So, hey, Davey, yeah. what's your thoughts on that great material behind the starting gate? What if they did that at like every Supercross? Uh, we I, I actually talked about that today. I like it. You know, it's, it's fair, fair for right? Everyone. Fair for everybody. It's very fair. You know, there's not better dirt on yep. one gate than the other. It's not a better, you know, bigger rut. Yeah, there's going to be a rut mm-hmm. on the other side of the gate. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I mean, you I can deal with the rut on the other side more than I you know can really with the rut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the back of the gate, especially if it's bad dirt or if it's uh, you know hilly. You know, when I say hill, like there's a mound in there yeah. that you can't really get out. It Only was, thing is, is if it rains. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess what true. it would be like if it rains. Yeah. I mean, well, I think it would again, be cool. It would help. Like you know how if you get a bad, if you qualify, you know, go through the LCQ or something, go to the main event. You basically have two seconds to prep your gate if you're lining yeah. up last. Yeah. Or yeah. if it's that great material, like everyone, you're getting a good gate. You're just getting the but, shit end of the stick yeah. as far as what's in front of your gate or your position on the gate. Yeah, gate position is something that doesn't get talked a lot of, even by the media or fans or whatever else. But, I mean, sometimes that makes or breaks your whole race. You're like, okay, well, I can't go there because there's a huge rock yep. hole, whatever. Yep. I got to go five over or something or whatever. Yeah, you no, know? exactly. But I think if it rains, I mean, everyone has to start on it anyway. Same mm-hmm. stuff. But, sure. but, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I just think we'd just sit there and spin for a while before we actually took off. Hey, it was a but, it was a hard track to make time up on, huh? Like you guys were yeah. all doing the same stuff. There was nothing well, out there. there. Was, no, it was it was very basic, uh, very fast, very outdoorsy. Um, yeah, and you know the couple parts that separated people were you know tight the little tight corners at the end, mm-hmm. and then you know uh, a lot of the. I, uh, you know, a lot of the top guys are able to charge through a lot of the jumps a lot quicker than than um, most of us. So I thought you, you know, were. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I thought you were pretty good on the sand jump. I thought you made up some time on guys there. What'd you think? I don't know. That's just because when I, I'm so big, I land. I just blew the sand apart. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I saw. I tell you what, dude. Yeah. I I woke up yesterday and today, and my calves are really sore. And the only thing I think of is jumping into the sand. Yeah. Well, That's there was a, there was like that one whoop, like you either had to balls off, clear it, or cut it a little short to land on the downside. A lot of guys case. There's one sand whoop. A lot of dudes were casing the shit out of it because it was right yeah. at the gap of like being a little too far, you know? Yeah, well, there was two two rollers in the beginning that were trying to jump over both of them. And mm-hmm. it was hard to judge because we're going so fast going oh, to the wall, yeah. you know? So sometimes you just let it go. Okay, I don't want you to talk shit on Jason Anderson and RV and Dunge, but earlier tonight on the show, Jason Thomas and I and Wygant were like, these riders are idiots. They need to hit this junker lane. Like, you cannot forget that. Parabinos over here is like, oh, they got a lot to think about. How, you know, there's lots of things to do. You can't Putting miss words it. In my mouth you know, again. these riders are delicate little <laughs> flowers. Hey, you know, so he's, okay. He's the best at that, Paul. Don't worry. He's the best. At that. <laughs> <laughs> Very good at that. I make a career out of that. But no. But where do you stand on this? How hard? How hard is it to remember to hit it? I mean, what do you? All the years you've done this race, um, what I've do you done think? It two years. Yeah. Okay. Um, two years. So, what do you think? I hit it every time. Do you ever, do you ever like, does it ever, do you ever forget about it? Does you know, does, does your mechanic? No. Okay. All right. No, you know, and, and the thing that gets me is, is when they're like, Oh, you know, I didn't know it was last lap. You know, there's a board that you can see when you're jumping and there's a white flag, you know, the white flag is usually the indicator that it's the last <laughs> lap. Um, yeah. So I don't know. 
but yeah, you know, I guess there's there's a lot going on sometimes. Like when you're trying to pass someone or you're fighting with someone, you just don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and, and uh, I don't know. I don't see. I never saw Dungey being one that, to do that. Um, Jason, right. Jason, I can see do it because you know he he does you know race with a lot of people and he's always yeah. you know darting across the track. So I can see him not really paying attention to to the Joker lane. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, no dig on him at all. Right? No, know? no. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we actually laughed about it on the next start. But did you? <laughs> uh, yeah. But as far as Toto goes, I mean, uh, I I don't know. I that's just. Mm-hmm. Just happens, I, uh, man. Yeah, I just can't believe you guys can miss it. I guess the, you know what? Um, sometimes amazing. There's, on, there's only been there's only been what three people to miss it. Four people. There's another guy. I can't remember who it was, but one of the backmarker guys missed it one time. Like a guy who's in tenth or eleventh. But um, okay. But talk about hey, talk about biting their tongue. It was Trey after the race about Anderson's? I need to go back and watch a TV broadcast. Anderson's. <laughs> I move. saw it. Okay. I saw it. Trey was like I biting his tongue like Anderson kind of put him out into the finish line, you know, in that third moto. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, yeah. I didn't know that had anything yeah. to do with Anderson. Oh, could, yeah, no. Trey was uh, not too pumped, which I need to – Well, know. I know yeah. Anderson cut over pretty hard. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, yeah. that turn wasn't that great either. Kind of all the ruts kind of, you know, messed Rut. together. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was – Maybe a little slick at the time. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Trey seriously almost went up there with the team managers for sure. (laughs) He did, I know. I was surprised his bike made it. He said it was all twisted up because it went right into the scaffolding. Just boom. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just – I I felt bad for him the whole night. You know, he was hands down the fastest guy there. Yeah. So. Um, This might be a dumb question, but uh, what do you think of RV in practice? Did did you care? Did it bother you? Whatever. Who cares? Nah, who cares? Okay. I mean, yeah. it, he's retired. Yeah, yeah, you know, right? Yeah, I think he was just doing it for the fans and and mm-hmm. for Monster and and everyone. So it didn't it doesn't bother anyone, I don't think. Years ago, when I was at Bercy, this is '01. So Bale retires in '92. John Michelle Bale. I was yeah. at Bercy in in '02 with Nick, and Bale was doing the opening ceremonies, and he rode our practice, and he was faster than JT. You want to talk about being someone being crushed? <laughs> Jason Thomas was crushed. Uh, so, uh, you know, I just one of those things I thought about. Like, I, I mean, RV hasn't been retired as long as JMB, but I was just like, you guys are probably like, oh man, I can't let this guy beat me. There's no way. Nah, it, it's not like that. We know he's not racing, so right. he can be as fast as he right. wants. Hey, so you hated the KTM? You just hated it. Oh, here we it. go. You just hated here we it. Go. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. How is the bike? How how is the new bike? Uh, um, obviously, you barely rolled the other thing, but this one's radically different. But what do you think of the bike? I actually like it. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. you know, um, it obviously you know I haven't been on it for that long under Supercross, so still getting used to it and and you know figuring out what we need to do for testing and suspension and mm-hmm. setup. So. Um, all in all so far, it's actually been really good. And, and, uh, you know, this, this weekend was, was, you know, we were using it right. to see where we're at with the bike and, uh, and myself. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we still, both of us still have work to do, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're looking forward to it. It's going to yeah. be fun. Did I hear you're looking for a mechanic? Yeah. Bro, you, though. bro, you got my number. Yeah, no, you good can't mechanics, bike Steve. fast enough anymore. You what? What did you say? 
said you can't push the bike fast enough and oh, you pl- run out of breath before you get back to the semi. Please. I could they look I, I could go into some sort of little like training camp mode. I'll get it I'll get a bike and I'll It does it does have electric star for you, so you're perfect. So right? perfect. That's nice. I just, my phone's been <laughs> my phone's been silent, so um Hey, will you get a chance to try the air stuff or is that uh, off the table or do you even know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I've tried it. Okay. So yeah, and I'm, we're trying it again soon. Okay, so yeah, you could end up on the air fork and shock or whatever, if you like uh, it, or just forks. Uh, maybe oh. I don't know. I mean, I, I know I've I've tried both, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where we're at at this moment right. for either one of them. So um, I guess I guess we'll see. I uh, I asked you about this is the USGP uh, the Pirelli tires, but uh, as you reminded me, and you know you 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 were much more knowledgeable about this than I was. Pirelli's in you and JGR. You yeah. go, we go way yeah. back with Pirelli. Yeah, yeah. I tested with Pirelli and uh, actually picked them at JGR, mm-hmm. and um, that's when that was back in 2011. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> I was with them at 11 and 12, and then now I'm back with them. Yeah. So you like them? Yeah. 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 They, they've changed quite a bit since um, since 2012. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten they've gotten quite a bit better. And you know they're they're willing to learn and and get better and and make new stuff mm-hmm. you know all the time. So they're only going to get better. Right. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. Got a question for BTO Sports KTM. Davey Millsaps, give us a call. Uh, we're still giving away. Um, no, no, we're going to do an email question. Never mind. Sorry. Contest at pulpmixshow dot com. I don't know how I'm running my own show here. Millsaps. <laughs> um, hey, so your your press release came out. It said Supercross only. Uh, yeah. For the for the team, I talked to Forrest Butler though. It, that's maybe not. We'll see how it goes, right? Like, there's a chance. I don't. It, yeah, or no. I don't. Uh, every time I talk to him, it's a different answer. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, it's it's. Let's see how the season goes. Right. Um, you know, that's always. It's more based on how many injuries I've had and and how my body is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they want me to last longer. Yeah. So uh, and and. Motocross is very demanding, yeah. you know, and I I want to race that I do, but uh, then again, you know, I would like to race Supercross oh. for longer, yeah. longer. Yeah. So if I can get five years out of Supercross without motocross, then I'll do that rather than getting two more years out of Supercross if I race motocross. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Hey, look, you have uh, had some controversy with you. <laughs> over the last little while um and you haven't raced that much and you're on a new team um and so are you like is this look you've been doing this this is old hat for you god you've been racing for 100 years but um are you a little more motivated maybe because look there's a lot of stuff that's happened to you there's a lot of people that have said a lot of things about you and by the way you got to stay off social media and stop stop arguing with these idiots that they call you i just i just I, I, I just find it funny. It doesn't bother me. Okay. I just find All it right. funny. Yeah, just you'll never win though. You know what I mean? Like these. Guys. I know. I've been trying for years with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a microphone, bro. Um, but no, hey, listen for reals though. I, I, there's maybe a little extra motivation for you to be the way you left Cowie. We all know uh, what went down there. It wasn't great. No one. Uh, no one knows what went down there. Come on. Okay. Now. Well, just getting let go. You know, just getting let go. Um, there you go. And then the getting injured and not riding the whole year. Like, are you a little? more so motivated or a little like pissed off at the world a little more than you would normally be to show people like, Hey, fuck you guys, man. I, you know, like, like watch me. Or, uh, what's the attitude like, or is that, is it same old for you? Just trying to... No, to me, the, you know, the best, uh, the best revenge is success. 
mm-hmm. you know. So for me, it's just going out and doing the best I can. And, and you know, I have been working really hard. Um, the whole team has been working really hard to to make me comfortable and to mm-hmm. uh, make everything great. So I can have success um, in 2016 and beyond. So that's what I'm working towards. And, and uh, at this moment in my life, you know, it's, it's uh, pretty much time to shit or get off the pot, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. you're uh... – I mean, you look. You're ta- I've said the same thing. You're talented. You have a good bike. You know, um, those things are a good combination. That's a nice combination yeah. to have. Having some yeah. talent at this sport, which is, there's no doubt you do, and then you know, having the team and a bike and KTM is right behind you. And, and uh, I imagine you're dealing with Roger a little bit here and there, right? And and, and Ian and, um, and those guys. Carlos probably too. Carlos, yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, definitely Carlos, and and uh, I mean, obviously he's he's pretty much my dad, so. Yeah. At least that's what everyone calls him <laughs> around there. I know. So, uh, I talked to your dad today. I'm like, yeah. Um, I know. Dunge is going to be like, Carlos, can I get some help over here? <laughs> Fucking Millsap nah. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's all right. I don't, I don't, I think, I think Dunge actually, you know, knows obviously Carlos and I yeah. have had a, a big history. So right. I think Carlos will help me, you know, any chance he can. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously Ryan's, you know, his rider. Um, yeah. but for me, I mean, obviously Roger and Ian and, and Carlos and, you know, Jr. and Forrest and, and Chris from WP and Jim from WP mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, all the, all the guys at factory services, like, like Dudley and Kelly and, and, uh, uh, you know, everyone over there. I don't, I don't really know everyone there right now, mm-hmm. yeah. but, uh, but you know, it's everyone, everyone just works as one team, which is really nice. And, you know, and, yeah. and he doesn't, someone doesn't get something that's better than what what uh, we can get over here so right, right. It, it, it's uh it all works out and it's all it's all nice that we're all on the even uh even playing field i saw yogi there so you're still working with yogi yep. dog still all yeah, that he's, yeah. here. he's here right now this week with me oh nice wow yogi yeah Hell of a nice guy that <laughs> oh, yogi. oh yogi's yeah. a, he's a bad dude back in the day i tell people yogi was a bad dude really gnarly he was like, like i don't think people he was a he was a bad dude like he's one of those guys that was just is. stuck. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that was stuck with MC. But if he there's no MC, we're talking a lot about Yogi. He was gnarly. <laughs> right? well, no, no, no MC or no injuries. Yeah, good point. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were just talking the other. Or Chad was on the show with Villaman. We had Villaman in studio, and Chad came on, and they were talking. Chad was bringing up about like now at Yamaha, like it's good to ride with dudes who are faster than him. Sometimes he hasn't always done that lately. And he brought up Yogi was faster than Chad a lot of the times before the season in 04. At the test track. And at the test track when Yogi was on Mach 1 Yamaha. And like, yeah. we're like, holy shit, look at Yogi. You know? Like, straight yeah, up. Yogi so. brings it up sometimes. <laughs> he brings it up sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you're having a little bad day. Right. Something like that. He likes to bring up the, the past for sure. It's great. Yeah. Um, you know? well, it probably talks about the time I was talking, you know, I was wrenching with him and working with him, testing with him. I was right and I was integral with that sometimes with him. So. <laughs> no, nah, he said that your butt, your head was too far up. Fairy's butt to see anything uh, else. Dude. <laughs> um, that's probably not, not far off. Hey, um, are you doing any <laughs> off season stuff? Are you doing anything? No. Nope. No. Just focus no, no. On, on this. Nah. Yeah, they. Uh, I've asked, you know, I asked to go over to a couple races, but uh, uh, that kind of got <laughs> shut down. Turned <laughs> down, um, at least for this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, they want me to get as used to the bike as I can, and and to get as much testing and and uh, hold on, let go. And um, 
as much testing and and just riding and training mm-hmm. under my belt as I can before the season starts. Yep. So I've been off the bike for quite a while. So I think it's a I think it's a smart move from from everyone over there, yep. including myself. Right. Uh, yeah. The Monster Energy Cup, uh, we talked about the elevated start a little bit. We talked about the choker lane, mm-hmm. 310 lappers. Do you like any of that for regular Supercross? Would you put any of that in a regular 17-race series? I would put the joker lane in for sure. Yeah, me too. Not every race. Not every race. but No, I mean, I, I think it'd be good to do every every so often. Yeah. You know, maybe every third race or something like that. Just yeah. to change it up, you know, because right. obviously you see, like, tonight, you know, people forget. You know, and and it it makes you think. It makes you you know be yeah. on your toes a little bit more. Sure. So, although well, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Although, like Paul was saying, like make it faster though. Make it a passing spot. Don't make it slower. I don't see why not. Yeah. You know, make it so you can pass a dude. So if you're struggling behind somebody, you could leapfrog. Past you dip people, in yeah. that Joker lane. You, you you pass them, and then you you know you go. I like that. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, or the total opposite. Yeah, which is what we do now. Actually, right. no, this is not what we do now. Oh, no, okay. I mean, mean like like a real true joker lane. You know? <laughs> he wants like alligator pits. A and shark tank. <laughs> 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 Got to change a tire in the joker lane or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just make it to where you lose, right. you know, more than a second. Right. Right. So make it to where you lose, you know, five or, you know, eight mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. 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 RoostMX.net, bringing you Davey Millsaps. Uh, also, too, uh, Galfer Brakes, uh, W Wheels, uh, FMF Racing, all sponsors of ours and sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out at BTOsports.com, and you can save money. So, there. There we go. Um, Davey, I'll be your wrench. I'll only take 10% of your <laughs> of your purse and KTM money. 10%. 10%. No? Beautiful. Dude, I, hey, Beautiful. I heard some stories. Like, you, you used to hook Carlos up. Nice bonuses. That was the word back in the day. That was the word on the street back in the day. Did you hear that, Paul? I, I don't know. It was but... always like Millsaps, dude. He just pays Carlos. <laughs> insane money. <laughs> no? Uh, oh. not, not, not going there, but yes. Yeah, no. Hey, yes. credit to I mean, you, all man. All of them. All of them. Every single yeah. one of them. Uh, you know, I, if I'm on the podium. Because <laughs> believe me, I tried to get money out of Ferry, and it wasn't easy. It was, <laughs> it was, it was not easy. So uh, I appreciate when a rider can stoke out a mechanic, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, you they put in more hours than we do, you know, and yeah, and you know they're they're gone in the morning all the way until night when we're sitting at home. So it's yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. You know, it they put a lot of work in it too. So you know, you have to reward them for what they do. Yeah, that's true. Right, I mean, well, brings up like... a good point, and that's how you motivate your guy. And I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what it is for you, for you, Steve, but what made me i think a good mechanic was just i was, was always dino, was dino, deathly was, was dino good yeah dino's great yeah i but i was, I was he better than weimer for bonus i never worked for weimer oh, not, uh, better than baggett sorry um weimer just tweeted me that's why i said that yeah well i won we won a lot more with dean yeah so. i guess that's the point right. but the biggest thing with me was my fear of doing something that would hurt my guy yeah so i think yes. if a, a good mechanic has that because yeah. You're, you know, everything you're doing, you're taking so many things apart. You're building engines, you're do, building wheels, this and that. But if yeah. you have that fear, like, man, if I fuck this up, I'm going to hurt this poor guy. Yeah. That will make you a good mechanic. Yeah. yeah, see, I didn't really care. 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. God, you guys. I was waiting for Millsaps to jump in there. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. Well, hey, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I think. I think the monster. I think the USGP was good for you on the team, and I think the. Uh, the Monster Energy Cup was good. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to see you back at the races and uh, short and bright and all that and yourself. I think that'll be a, a nice little team this year. Like, Forrest is talking big, so I think that'll work. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be good. There's, you know, there's a lot of us out there, so hopefully we can uh, make a dent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, another person brought up in the chat room that you always thank your mechanic, and you do. That's another yeah. thing. Red Dog, never. Mm. Never. Really bum me out sometimes. That's tough. Maybe you weren't going the extra mile for him. I was, dude. I was. <laughs> I mean, washing his no, boots, we de- maybe. We, or... we definitely know you weren't going a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was a good one. That, that was a good one. Uh, uh, all right. Thanks, Davey. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, yeah. man. All hey, right. Davey. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Uh, BTO Sports KTM, Davey Millsap. That was a good one. Yeah. He's, that was witty. The end. Bastard. I gotta get him back. I took a poke at you, but right? it's fine. Yeah, that's no, okay. <laughs> hey, I dish it out. If I if I don't exactly. if I don't take it, uh, you know, there's something That'd wrong with me for sure. Yeah. Uh how's Pookie's cookies? Pookie's cookie. <laughs> how's Pookie's cookie? <laughs> well, I've only I've only had one of Pookie's cookies, but oh, okay. um, it, was right. yeah, it was tasty. It was tasty. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing. FMF Racing, we'll get into that a little bit later. Oh, okay. A little bit of a controversy there. A little bit. The 22. Heard about it. Yeah. Blew the sticker off the bike. Oh, B-L-U-E. So going so fast. Blew it off yeah. the bike. Yeah. And uh, W Wheels, Guts Racing, 2 Under. Hey, what size? Have you tried 2 Under underwear? Uh, i got to get you some. I have not. I'm going to get you some. What size are you? Um, like a medium? Yeah, whatever. Okay. I'll get yeah. you some before you leave. <laughs> what? Oh, you don't wear them? No, Erica prefers I don't. Oh. Okay, well, I didn't want to get all creepy on the show, but we can. <laughs> if you don't want to try them, you don't have to. All right, so that's... All right, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, Michelin Starcross 5, Ride Engineering, and Nitro Circus. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's lots of uh, talk many times in the pits. Um, Lars Lindstrom, Chad Reed's mechanic, former yep. factory Honda mechanic. Yep. Badass on a dirt bike. Yep. Made the night show in Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, you a know, good he, friend of mine too. He's, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, you, we talked about you a little bit. Juan Loretta's this year. You raised pro forever. There's no doubt when we talk about um, two guys. Two, anyways, when I do and yeah. JT or whatever, we talk about who's the fastest mechanic. Comes down to you or or uh, Lars. Yeah, Lars. So uh, and uh, Lars, welcome to the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, now you two raced, Lars. Was there not some sort of race between you and Paul? There's there's always a race against me and Paul. This is not Lars. This is Josh Grant. <laughs> What's up, Jeffrey? Uh, <laughs> oh, <wow>. Shocker call. <laughs> shocking, shocking calling. So this is um, Lars working on Josh's bike. Well, Lars is just <laughs> Lars is just working on Chad Reed's bike. So is, is his job already done? No, I don't think that's the case. Lars is already out. Just doing side work. Yeah, really, right? Side work. Side so work. who's faster? Um, well, there's there's been three three real matchups. Oh, dude, he fucking blew up. No. Three real matchups, and Lars has won two of them, and I've won one of them. And hey, Paul, Paul, let's hear it. Hey, it's me. Yeah, what's up? Am I wrong? Um, hey, how legit was your lap time this time compared to mine? 
You're right. You had a lot of excuses this time, Lars. But you know what? I the stopwatch did say <laughs> that I was second, three tenths faster. So Lars, I, I mean, Lars said he went off the track. Ken Roxon won the race this weekend, Lars. I don't know what kind of excuses he had, but he won. So I don't know excuses. You know, okay, I don't know but, excuses Dungey and Anderson had, but Roxon won the race. But okay, so wait. But you've raced three times, and, and Lars has beat you twice. Yes. Right, Lars. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay, so this yes. last time. Lars went off the track. What? And made a small mistake, I heard. That's what my sources tell me. Well, don't make a fucking mistake then. If you, I mean, that's part of the... If you can't not make a mistake, then you're going to lose. you got to not make mistakes. So, Lars, are you faster than Paul? What, where are we at on this? Um, statistics show that I'm faster, yes. <laughs> you guys need to like settle, settle this once and for all. Let's settle it. Why don't, why don't we both race Loretta Lynn's this year, Lars? Well, Lars has a real job. He's well, busy. Not, I, not yet. <laughs> how about this? Yeah. If, if I have the opportunity to, like, get ready and race Loretta's against Paul, I will use that as the ultimate deciding factor on who's faster. That's, that's, that's plenty fair. I like it. Yeah. I hope you have the chance to do it just because I want you to go and experience it just for yourself because I think you, you'll like it and um, it'll be awesome. We could feed well, off each other too. Paul, Lars, right now you don't have a job, right? Or is you, are you still working for another week or so or something? Do we know? I'm still working for Chad Reed. Chad Reed has been, actually I gotta say, Chad has been super cool and he's been, he's kept me on and uh, okay. he's been trying to get me a job and, and I can't give him enough credit for that and uh, so anyways, yeah, I still work for him. Trying to work out a deal with Yamaha. Nothing's official yet. Yeah, We're trying to yeah. figure that out. The, so, yeah. the shitty thing is, is if this thing works, and we hope it does, you can't. You don't have the time to devote to beat down Parabinos. Well, there's, well you know, it's super cost only, I thought. Race, I don't know if Chad's going to race outdoors. So oh, if he doesn't yeah. race outdoors, then okay. um, there might be a chance that I can be you know, at Yamaha doing development. Hanging mm-hmm. out with Steve Mathis' best friends, Bob Oliver and yes. Dino, and yep. 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 Jimmy, and, and your friend Jimmy Perry. Oh, and, uh, go over to my bench over there. There's a lot of greatness that happened in that corner bench. Eesh. All, <laughs> I, all, I, all I can smell is SC1 over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can smell. It smells like strawberries. Oh, <laughs> wow. There was a lot of SC1 at times. Yeah, you're right. You got a, you got a good point there. Um, no, but, but for but if I, can, if I can put in a real effort at learn lens, then that'd be great. I think, like, look, I'm not trying to blow you guys both up here, but he is—he is—he is usually as we we did lap times, and yeah. he's usually faster. Yeah, yeah. Do you th- I think both you could make a national with some effort. Do you I think? Mean, no, I I don't know. What do you have? Just you only have to do one lap now, right? Right. Don't you think you guys could make a 40-man national? How much time do we have to prepare? I don't know. I'm just saying, if you just rode regularly or whatever. I I, I honestly don't know. I I honestly don't know. I think you could. Well, thanks for the compliment. Lars? Hey, hey, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have, like, three co-hosts right in front of me that have been in your show, and they're, they're – I got, like – I got like six hot chicks coming out in front of me right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's and I would and I would I'd like to play a game with you, and I'd like to see if you can guess who they are. Okay, well, is Pookie might be listening? So, did I sleep with any of them? There's a good chance I did. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. If you did, you're a real lucky motherfucker. And I, I hope you, you know. Did. I don't want to. Uh, you know. You know how these things work. You know, they sleep their way to the co-host position. So, yeah, I, um, I think they're way above that. <laughs> let's, 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 start with, let's start with number one. Contestant number one is coming up. All right. Here she, here she comes right now. Okay. No, you're first. Um, I'm a solid eight. Oh. 
That's Brady. Oh, how that must be an inside joke. It's Brady's a solid eight. She is a solid eight on Instagram. Solid Somebody eight. called her. Yeah. Okay. Contestant number two coming right up. I'm normally pretty cute, but I'm a whale right now. <laughs> oh, uh, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole. Yep. Nicole. Nicole Weimer. No. no failure. Failure. Brittany. Failure. Brittany. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh. oh yeah. You just called me a fucking whale. Uh. <laughs> God damn it. I got that one. I got that one. Well, then the other one would be Nicole. Wait. So, yeah. No, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. You got, what's you got most of them. What's going on down there, Lars? That's just a normal Monday in Wildemar, bro. Right. Uh, we wild out in yeah. Wildemar. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that that's sounds awesome. It's, yeah, J, JG's across the birthday. street from Jake, and I'm, oh, I'm across well, the way. Actually, from... I mean, Ashley's a big fan of Pulp Mex. I know this for sure. I heard that. Yeah. She tells me all the time. Yeah, huge fan. No, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'd, I'd like to see both Lars and Paul. I'd like to see a Loretta Lynn battle. I really would. Yeah. I mean, I just think that could happen. Right? I, I hope so. I think it would be awesome. Right. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, <laughs> Lars, we'll let you get back to your, uh, your orgy that's going on over there. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks, for, thanks for taking the call, buddy. Lars. Yeah, there you are. Sorry. 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 Are you Sorry. sleeping in my house? Um, you know, maybe I will, Paul, since you're not there. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Just lock the door when you're done. Lars, we got to do, do a hockey podcast soon, you and I. We gotta, I'm doing a hockey podcast now. I'll get oh, you he hockey. signed me up for fantasy hockey. No, there's only one guy that likes hockey in the motocross world. It's, Paul, it's Lars. It's Lars, yeah. It's Lars. So. Yeah, we're, we're, our first night was tonight, Paul. How did I do? I'm pretty sure you won. <laughs> Are you serious? I didn't look at my team since I auto-drafted. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, we we played. I was terrible. Actually, it's the first time I've ever seen anybody get a negative point. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic! Uh, thanks, yeah. buddy. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for being a good sport. Tell the ladies I said hi. And um, no problem. Yeah, man. We'll uh, we'll We're, talk soon. Hey, me, uh, me, Weimer, and uh, who else? I don't know, a few of us here, we're going to listen. So you guys better say some funny shit because it's oh, kind of boring right now. Fuck, I don't, I don't oh, know if wow. we can, yeah. You already Come missed, up some good stuff. You already asked Millsaps. You already missed Millsaps insulting the shit out of me. So you missed, that was a good part no, of the show. No, no, we, we, heard, we heard a little bit of Millsaps, actually. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. That's good. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, dude. All right, see you. See you guys. Later. So we never really got to the bottom of who's faster, but apparently Lars is involved in a massive orgy with Ryder's wives. Right. And you know what, though? <laughs> Lars is hot. He's a good-looking man. Um, no, he's sure. a good-looking dude. Yeah, sure. I, I don't want to creep you out, but yeah, it's a little creepy, I mean, but it's fine. No, I'm married. I don't like dudes, but Lars yeah. is a good-looking guy. Okay, Seb over Lars. Eric agrees. Oh no, no, yeah, no. Tortelli is better than I Lars. Mean, uh, Fuck no. <laughs> Lars isn't cooking dude, afterwards. Tortelli, Tortelli's <laughs> smoking. I mean, let's face it. He's the hottest motocrosser out there. No doubt about it. Oh, whatever. What do you know? She said, eh. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to take a last commercial break of the night. We've got the BTOsports.com Gabba Gibbs segment coming up. Uh, we have the Race Tech emails. Kill more me. Monster Cup uh, talk with um, Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. And uh, lots more going on. Stick around. Why don't you? Thanks. Oh, and we got to talk to Mim. Mim's here. Mim and MC are bros. And you'll find out to the bottom of that when we get oh, after this shit. commercial. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, 
And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing. You'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and white hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. 
Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. 
win-win. Head over there, check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like you've got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. (laughs) 
Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Beck Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Kite by then. 
kiss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out of space On such a timeless Presented by BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. No Some Elton John, bro. Anything Parabinos? He's uh, he's at Caesars. Did you like Layla better than? Yeah, yeah. Layla, the Eric Clapton. Yeah, I, I thought Layla was Elton John, but it's Eric, Eric Clapton. Yeah. I confused the two. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. <clears throat> Give me another course light. Uh, <laughs> Pro Taper, Pro Taper bars, sprockets, throttle tubes, uh, chains. Notch me. Get me another course light. Uh, I'm on the air, Kay. so it's hard for me to do. Pookie. But the <laughs> fridge is literally a foot away. Oh, there it is. <laughs> wow, what's up, everybody? The defender of tiny grips. This is the man right here. That's right. Race tech suspension. Vortex racing and roost graphics. X-Brand goggles and then Fab Jeep and truck ha 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 <laughs> and hot cams <laughs> work connection Alice neck braces and a meth F you dude that was good Steve late fine with that W wheels with guts racing and two under Gaffer Bracks and KTM Parts Express. Michelin! Right engineer! It's gonna be a Nitro Circus! Alright, everybody, thanks for listening. Appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Great Let's job, do it. Elton. BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com, use the code PulpMX when you're checking out to save yourself money. <laughs> Look at Laffy McLaugh over here. Uh, yeah, uh, use the code PulpMX when you're checking out at BTOsports.com. They have um, uh, great stuff over there, a brand new uh, Pro Taper. Pro Taper at BTOsports.com? Hell yeah. Huh? Um, I would hope you sell the PTO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, PTO does well. Do you guys have map policy? 
We do have a map policy. Well, fuck you, then. You can't use the code. <laughs> we uh, do have a map policy. BTOsports.com. Uh, OEM parts, too, they've got over there at BTOsports.com. Of course, Davey Millsaps, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton on the BTOsports.com team. And uh, BTOsports.com. BTOsports.com. And BTOsports.com. This is the uh, Gabba Gibbs segment. You send you send these questions to Twitter, on Twitter, to at uh, Mix Show. Devin Gibbs over there goes through him, picks the best ones. Um, and we didn't get that many this week, only uh, three or 4,000. He's sorted through the best ones, and he's going to ask us all here on the show right now from myself and Paul Parabinos from ProTaper. All right, Ben wants to know, everyone, what is your favorite moment from 2015? Hmm. The Chatter- black flag. Oh. <laughs> Oh, dude, right? The black flag. I think Reedy's win. Atlanta, two. Yeah. Atlanta, one, I think. Yeah. Or was it, it two? Uh, okay. Anyways. I want to say it's two. Um, I think I think Chad's win. I'm yeah, just like, that's look definitely at, a high moment. I'm like, look at this fucker. He's going to do it again. He's going to win. Uh, uh, black I, flag was pretty um, surreal, though. I thought what Cooper Webb did at uh, San Diego was gnarly. Oh, it's crashing practice. Yes. Eating shit. That was gnarly. And then dominating the, the main. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I hate to be uh, a Chad Reed homer here, but like the black flag for Chad Reed or Chad Reed's win. <laughs> right. Right? I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah. Um, the one time I had lunch with Timmy, that might have been up there. High point. That's a high point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next question. Yep. All right. Scott wants to know, why did Wilbur pull out of the Monster Energy Cup? Uh, Wilbur's got an ankle injury. He out for a few weeks. And he did it on Thursday. Thursday at Milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, poor Wilbur. Yeah. Come on, Will. I know. Well, <laughs> the important race is in January. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. What's next? Steve wants to know, why does Pingry hate Paul? Yeah, are you guys good now? I think we are what good. What happened? I think we're good. Okay. Uh, we had a th- it was problem a, in the past. but When you were PC mechanic. Yeah. I was defending, make, a, I was defending ping, a friend. Did Ping make fun of you? No. No. I, I, I insulted him because I was defending a friend. But we've since what watched it. Like say? we did a we did a video. I, I don't I don't really know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know. I remember either. But but he he comes on the show every now and then. He's coming next week, I think. We've since worked together on a Racer X thing, so yeah. we're fine. Like, okay. He, he's funny. Like right. yeah, yeah. It was just uh, that was I was young and I took to social media. You don't do that, people. <laughs> you just don't take social. Or media. count to ten. Yeah. Or thirty. I have a real hard problem doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snap goal. What, so how are you like with uh, like with pro taper stuff? If you post something and then someone's like, "That stuff's shit" or whatever, I don't like, read the comments anymore. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't even read. Because you just go off. You'll just freak out. I, I just I just learned it's pointless. It's a battle you're never gonna yeah. win, no, and I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Well, that's what I was telling Millsaps because he battles with these dudes. Yeah, like people will be like on his Instagram, "You suck," and he'll be like, "No, I don't." And like, Davey, stop it. Just yeah, stop I don't. It. Even, I don't even read them. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Patrick wants to know what have you what would have you done if Anderson cut Ferry off like how he did Kennard? I didn't see it on TV, so I need I to see either. it. And I, I, I was from my vantage from point, our angle. Well, I was did, sitting next to you. Yeah, but, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I, could, I honestly, it, I mean, Davey said it was pretty I, bad. I, yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe Trey just made a mistake. I could yeah. we couldn't tell where, where we yeah, were at. So yeah, and I didn't watch the TV broadcast. So, all right, Will wants to know. I don't know if you guys knew this, but four uh, races next year are going to be during the day. He said, I just bought tickets at St. Louis, and apparently St. Louis, Toronto, Boston, and New Jersey are all daytime races next year. Do you think this will be an advantage for the sport? Will be See, better? I didn't know that at all. I don't, Did you know that? I, I didn't yeah. know that either. Do you think it will affect attendance at the race? I mean, I they're still on Saturdays. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I thought the, the New York one they did last year was weird. I didn't go to it. It was weird. Done by 7. Hey, we're done. 
You're like, huh? Go party. Yeah, but uh, that's interesting. The four of them are. That yeah, way. who knows? Maybe that's the way of the fight. future. Now teams fight. can get out on don't Saturday fight. night. What's the guy's name? I don't know. Hang on. Will. Will Lauderdale. I don't trust anybody named Will. <laughs> so I just don't trust him. That's a shaky, shaky question. I wouldn't go on that as fact. I haven't heard. That's the first I've heard of it. All right. All right. Uh, Jeff wants to know, he says, it feels like the front end on my 2015 YZ250 wants to wash out in every corner. What do I do to fix it? Well, race tech says Steve. What do no. you think? Well, how much air does he have yeah, in the front check tire? Check your air pressure in your front tire. Check the front tire itself. Yeah. Um, check the position of your forks and the clamp. Yep. Uh, and then go to race tech. All right, there you go. There you go. Uh, Roman wants to know is Paul or any of the ex pros going to sandbag the sportsman classes here at Loretta Lens? Do you do the sportsman class or do you do? I do the sportsman class, and it's not sandbagging if you're not cheating. I didn't think so. Is that guy named Lars? <laughs> is, that guy, is that Lars Lindstrom at Lars? Yeah, right. <laughs> or at Randy Valade? I don't know. I don't know. See what I mean? This is like an Instagram comment. Oh, you get mad. Tell this guy to fuck off. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, his name is Roman Helmet. At E. Alias. Yeah. Roman it's an Helmet. alias. It's an alias. It's an alias. Can't put his real name on the internet. Twitter. Uh, no, like, yeah, you're not sandbagging because there's rules and you meet the rule criteria. So how, yeah, yes. Yeah, Roman Helmet, shut up know, your man. ass. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't understand. Like, you don't qualify um, as one of those people, but there are people upset that Renard is back there or Emig a few years ago, Timmy, yeah. I, or Ricky. I don't get that. Look, I mean, people look, are going to be upset dude, over anything. You're, you're 35 years old, okay? Your lineup, yes, Carmichael's going to whip your ass. Um, were you hoping to get a factory ride from Loretta's, Mr. 35-year-old? No. Right. So... You know, he takes a spot of yours. Is your wife going to leave you because you don't? You get one. You, you get six instead of fifth. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing this for? Who gives a shit? You know, like, okay, yeah, Carmichael lined up. Like, whatever. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know. So. Um, That's what? the attitude when you worry about others. Yeah, a trophy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who cares? So, like, beat it, people who are complaining about Robbie Renard and yeah, what are these guys I... supposed to do? Like, they want to race. They meet the rule criteria. Do they just never race? They That's just... why I think they did the sportsman classes to keep the guys like Renards or Ferries, the guys that yeah. are still making a living off their riding, off their name, training kids all you know during Tortelli. the week and riding during Tortelli, the week. Yeah. Um, don't you ever say bad shit about Tortelli? No, I, I didn't. Yeah, don't you dare. Okay, get out of here if you do. <laughs> do you know Berluti told me one time he was his mechanic? I told the story. Who's mechanic? Berluti was his mechanic. Tortelli, okay. factory Suzuki. They go testing all day at Ricky's. Uh, you know, pound sand all day. Yeah. Uh, test, 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 test. Tortelli makes the whole crew dinner that night, cooks for everyone, <laughs> and then makes them what Baluti said was the best tiramisu he's ever had. <laughs> Tortelli does that. Sounds like a guy you got to hire regardless. Yeah. Can you can you imagine a rider you're working for like after a day of testing? I, I almost can't believe the story. No, That's I couldn't cool, either. That's I could cool. not either. I wonder. Seb's a good dude. Like dude. I, know, I know him. We talk. You know, when we yeah. see each other at the track. No, that's that's a cool story. I didn't dude, know. Tierra Masu and cooking. JT <laughs> says like you should you should see how he dresses. Like he dresses like he's you know just a model on the runway. He's a gorgeous man too. Got style. Jeez, goes really fast too. Yeah. Uh, That's my weekly Sebastian Tortelli talk, everybody. Join join me next week before I go on again. They'll tell the same story. Uh, Skyler asked this question. I I was busy doing producer things over here, so I don't know if it was asked. It says, biggest surprise and biggest letdown of the Monster Energy Cup, obviously other than Stu. 
Biggest other surprise. Than Stu. This is what biggest you asked Weege, I think. Well, yeah, but he said Stu. So this this question is other than Stu. Biggest surprise and biggest letdown? Yeah. I can't get over Stu. Um, Stu. No Stu. Oh, poor Stu. No Stu for you. What do you got? You're the guest, bro. You're oh, the oh, this is for me. Yeah, it's for everybody, dude. I'm looking at right at you. Look at me. Looking. Biggest at you. surprise for me was some of the amateur kids that weren't even close to Forkner. I thought maybe they would be yeah. a little bit better because the track's pretty easy, but it like just to, boils down to start. Like I thought the TLD guys would be better. Cantrell and uh, Falk. Um, <sighs> besides that, biggest surprise. Uh, I really don't know. What do you think Davey meant when he said he didn't want to talk about his qualifying time? I don't know. And then I said, I said, do we have some other thing in the locker that you found? <laughs> was, that that too, was that too soon? Uh, no. I mean, it's just funny. I wonder what he meant by that, though. Like, for real. I said bike problem. He's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, right. who knows? All right. Uh, all right. Uh, this guy says, hey, I have an 07 YZ125. I have oil coming out the front power valve above the exhaust. I replaced the gasket. How do I fix this? He's lost. He's coming to you, Steve and Paul. Yeah, I've never worked guidance. on a two-stroke. <laughs> <laughs> your own bike. You worked on your own bike. No, I yeah. never did any two-stroke work like yeah, that. Oil coming from the the power, power valve cover above the exhaust? Power okay. valve issues. Talk to uh, Jason Weimer. He's got solutions for the power valve issues. Just ask Jake. The, it's ask a big Jake. cover. It's a rod <laughs> that goes through there. There's two little uh, flanges on the end that are grooved to move the exhaust ports out. The center is just a straight thing for the exhaust flap to go in and out. It's really basic on a Yamaha. Um, if you change his gasket, uh, yeah, change your gasket again. Uh, Buy a new bike. You know, take a razor blade and like yeah, scrape it he, so you have. Maybe he. It's really yeah. basic stuff. So, oh, you know what? Fuck, there's an arrow on that plate. That plate has an arrow on it. It has to go up a certain way. Arrow. I would hope to God that he saw the arrow, but maybe he didn't. Check the arrow, bro. Look at the arrow. Uh, Kicking it vintage wants to know, who picks the music for the sponsor spots? I must not be you. Uh, Swisscore? I do some of them. Swisscore picks most of them, though, yeah. Okay. All right, final question. We don't really have very many. Uh, Austin wants to know, did you see the whole blowout thing between FMF and Reed? Uh, where do you stand on it, and are Dude, you okay with Reed gnarly. taking off the stickers? That's right? for you. That's gnarly, though. You got more info than I do. Yeah, so I guess Yamaha called FMF and said, hey, we have a rider racing. We need three systems, uh, the same ones you built for Cooper Webb, um, because we know that they work and they're good on the YZ450. And so yeah, FMF said, no problem, built them three tie systems. And they're for Chad Reed, obviously. Chad obviously has a long-time relationship with Mitch Payton. And they Chad ordered the stickers, or low badges, I guess, taken off the cans. And Donnie, little Donnie at FML had no idea. Had to find out via social media. Called Yamaha, was pissed at them. They kind of said, hey, it's Chad's call. We're sorry. And then Donnie, or then Donnie turned around and made an ad about it, which is you know kind of clever. He spun it well. I'd spun say, it for well, sure. yeah. He, they're always I pretty mean, witty over there. You can't, like, I get Chad being upset. Like, I get that. He loves Mitch stuff, and that's cool. Like, just, I guarantee you, and you know Mitch better than I do, Paul, if someone had said ahead of time, Mitch, Chad, or someone had said, Yamaha, Mitch, uh, we're going to run FMF for Chad this weekend. It's just a one-off deal right now. I'm sure he'll be on PC if he races for us next year. 
Mitch would be cool with that. I absolutely think so too. Yeah, just Mitch a phone, would be like, just a phone call. Like, yeah, I get it. You guys are just getting started. Yeah, this and, is what you know works yeah, your bike right now. Yeah, they mapped it. They mapped yeah. it. They know it. The works good with the FMF issues, exhaust. That's fine. Right. And so, or you tell, or if Yamaha needs to tell FMF, hey, we need badgeless pipes. Is that cool? And you know what? That probably would have been cool. That probably would have been okay. But like, to, hey, we don't know for sure if we're gonna what we're gonna be. So yeah. can we just run your product with no logos this weekend? Right, which happened at Cowie when they first went to Cowie, FMF. I thought that was because of the energy drink thing when they had unbadged no. pipes. No, I don't yeah, think so. yeah, they were they had FMF logos on their on on their exhaust, and then at Vegas they had to take it all off because FMF introduced a energy drink. I thought they had it off in the beginning of the year too. No, so. no, I think they did. Okay. Well, anyways, and so like, but I just think if you're FMF and you just find out via social media, oh, hey, look it. Yeah, not you're cool. A little, yeah. You're a little pissed. I don't think it's cool of Yamaha to do that. I don't think it's cool of Chad to do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, um, and I think Mitch would have been cool with it had someone called him. So. Um, we got yeah. one last question. Okay. This guy just sent this in just now. Noah Jester. He took a, a screenshot of Chad Reed's Instagram and there's a little get dial right on the gas tank. It's got like a two, four, six, eight, ten little dialer. He wants to know what that is. That's the GPA dial. Okay. Get power assist. So you dial it in basically for how much you want uh, to to what uh, curve you want. No, it it, oh. it limits power. It's like traction control. Yep. So it basically cuts spark at like when you're under. I, I don't know what it is but, now, but I think when you're under a certain part of the throttle curve, basically, it's like so you can roll on the power. But do dudes easily. do it during the, while they ride? Uh, if anyone did do it when they ride, it would probably be somebody like Chad Reed yeah, 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 because yeah. he would probably turn it up or something yeah, before he got to the yeah. whoops so he'd get across the whoops better. He's probably one of the only guys that could yeah. probably pull that off. Because they always put it in this location where you would think the rider could yeah. move it. Usually, in my experience, a rider picks a setting that he's yeah. comfortable with riding with, and you have to yeah. really get used to it, and, um, and you just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks like it's right in a perfect spot for him just to reach down and grab it because it's literally right where the gas you know, tank is. Um, our buddy Dan Truman works at Get. Yep. And uh, I've been trying to get him on the show or get him on one of my shows. And I said, Dan, like, what do I got to do to get get? What do I got to do to get get? Get get, yeah. You know? He's like, Italians don't like you. Mm. I don't have much to come back for that. <laughs> apparently, I did something along the line. I even have a Tony Caroli signed flag, but that's true. not enough for the Italians, apparently. You should have uh, just said, must said. Have done something wrong. Still angry at me. So, uh, all right. Is that it? Weren't you banned from yep. the FIM for a bit? Yeah, I didn't get a press pass for a USGP. That's probably it, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. But that's get. That's not you. That's you stream. Yeah, but you said yeah. they're all the like, same. Eh, yeah, they're Steve all the same. This guy. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, BTOsports.com. Uh, use code PulpMX when you're checking out and uh, save yourself some money um, with there. Anything you need for your bike or body, BTO Sports has it. And uh, fantastic guys, great company. Been behind us for a long time. You know who else has been behind us? Parabinos. Race Tech. November 7th to 13th, they have uh, seminars going on right now. Uh, tons of suspension guys, Paul, have t- uh, worked at Race Tech. I don't know if you've noticed that or what, but a lot of the guys at Showa and KYB have been at, and teams have been at Race Tech. So uh, they've just released their spring conversion system for the Showa Air Force. I heard about that. Yeah. How so crazy you get is the that? air out of there. Right? And uh, also, too, uh, Racetech.com. Want to experience the gold valve advantage when racers like Vince Fries, Ben LeMay, Michael Lessie, Cody Gilmore, that you choose Racetech. That's right. Vince Fries runs Racetech, too. Oh, I said that already. And uh, MCR um, was there at the race with Fries and Alessi? On Hondas. Yeah. Yeah. MCR Hondas. Oh, I, I'm sorry. MCR I, 450s. I said a few weeks ago, I think Fries beats Alessi in the points. I really do. I can't take that. Vince bet, yeah. is underrated. <clears throat> yeah. All right. 
Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX15 to save yourself uh, 10% at Racetech. Here's some emails of the week, courtesy of the folks at Racetech. Uh, how about this email? I often get a lot of shit in this show. This one's actually nice. Clint, Clint <laughs> sent this in. Hello, Steve. Comma. It's no coincidence that, that a really nice email is is, is uh, properly written correctly. Properly written. Yes. Uh, grammar. Uh, yeah. Everything. So it's weird. Hello, Steve. I'm not sure if this gets directly to you or one of your many Pulp Nation minions. I'd like to thank you for your contribution to the motocross community. I know your work, and I am often curious about your journey from top-level mechanic to the entrepreneur that you are today. Do you have a favorite business or personal growth book? The best, Clint. P.S. This is a genuine email. I know how you joke about your janky radio show. But I think what you've done is a great story. Uh, thanks, Clint. Good nice. letter. Yeah, so nice. you're going to write a book? No. Um, Clint would buy it, it sounds like. Yeah, Clint would buy it. Um, my journey to the to, to entrepreneur that I am is um, I've talked about a ton. Um, and I just did another podcast called the Muddy Mike Podcast. I don't know when it'll be out, but download that. I did that with an interview, and I kind of talked about my story a little bit. Much like Paul Perbino's here. You just got to want it. Started a mechanic. Worked. Just got to want it. <laughs> you know, it says, do you have a favorite business or personal growth book? No. Just fucking do it. That's my growth book. <laughs> like, you'll never... He's asking for a book suggestion that maybe you have read. I just No, I read I sports books that. or rock, rock and roll autobiographies. That's so you I just got to want it. Um, no. You'll never see me post an Instagram about, like, you know... The haters make the haters be turn into lovers or fucking who knows. You'll never see me do that. I just won't do it. Just do it. Just don't worry about posting inspirational messages. Work hard. Mm-hmm. Be a good guy. You got to want it. I mean, God, Paul, you worked uh, probably over 100 hours a week for how many weeks at Pro Circuit? A lot of them. A lot right. of weeks. Right. Your pay, you probably made $3 an hour. That was, a, that was if you didn't want to crunch the numbers there. Because then you'd be like, wow, I should just go to In-N-Out. And <laughs> well, okay. they, they pay 15 down there. I made $300 a week at, at PJ1 Team, and I had to buy uh, food. And look at me. That was expensive. And, <laughs> and at FMF Honda, I lived at the race shop on an air mattress. Yeah. I showered at the gym. Um, you know, I had no address for many to- many years. No oh. address. Nothing. What were you thinking? I had a gear bag I lived out of, and I would just, like, I lived with Shane Drew for a while, and then I sensed that he was getting a little tired of me. Yep. <laughs> got to find some new friends. Yep. I sensed that guy got a little tired of me. Lou Lopez I lived with. Yeah. A little while, and I'm like, eh, things eh, are getting it's sketchy. Getting weird there. I got to get yeah. out of there. So you just got to want it, man. Just do it. Whatever you, don't read books, and just, just fucking do it. Yeah, that conquers all, I guess. Don't post inspirational messages about turning haters around and uh, blah, 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 and reach for the sky. No, just... Take that time and go do something. All right. Johnny sent this in. Uh, oh, another nice email. Hey, Steve, I'm a big fan of your work from your podcast. I appreciate how candid you are in a sport that is obsessed with secrecy. You've created a new platform for companies in the motorcycle industry to connect directly with their fans, their consumers through giveaways and discount codes. I love the fact that in this marketing strategy, you're not only serving your advertisers well, but your listeners well. I hope I catch you at a supercross when you aren't slammed with work. Thank you for putting out content that is unique and insightful. You know, I print these off like during the week. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I was. You don't prove re- them. What? You don't prove them. You just read them on the show. Yeah, but apparently, I was really big into blowing myself so far, like, <laughs> like with these emails. You know what I mean? Like I was not intentional. No, no, no. But uh, Johnny sent this in. P.S. I started watching hockey at the end of last season. And I loved hearing from Ray. I learned more in three hours listening to him than I did an entire season of watching on TV. And I hope you continue with the Pulp Hockey Podcast. You have a hockey podcast? I do. That's weird. Yeah, but but it's all fucked up right now. So you ha- you cater to motocross fans that are also hockey fans. How ma- what are we talking here? You and Lars, or how many people we got? Well, no, I, I just try this to guy get... that wrote the email three. Well, 
the guy that I was doing the hockey podcast with played for 18 years in the NHL, and he's the color commentary during the week up in Canada. Okay. And he has 150,000 Twitter followers. Oh, so, so he's... That was my got partner. It. Got you it. Know? Okay. But now the network that he works for shut him down from doing podcasts with me. Why? Yeah. Dicks. Does Giuseppe have anything to do with that right? network, too? Yeah. He, has, <laughs> he doesn't do a podcast. It's not like we're stealing away from them, but they just said, we don't want you doing it. Hmm. So I'm coming back with it, though. I've got one in the can. I'm going to find a new ray. You know, I've seen these signs in Vegas, and it says, bring hockey to Vegas. Yeah. Is that you? Are you posting those? <laughs> no, but I wish. Right, like, yeah, we're going to get a Do team. you guys want a professional yeah, team? Is getting, that the whole push? Yeah, we're getting one in two years. Oh, you're getting one. I have, I have right now a deposit on two half-season tickets. Wow, I can me, see that. Me I thought it was you putting it's, up the billboards and everything, creating the website, all that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the, uh, the faith in me. Uh, all right, here's, here's an email more likely to see on the Pulp Show. Lamar Odin sent this in. Lamar Odom said this yes, in yes. from the brothel. Yeah, uh, the MEC was incredibly boring and cheesy. That's what it says. No, look, I'm not making it up. Lamar Odom. Yep, Odom. Yep. The MEC was incredibly boring and cheesy. They turned 30 laps of actual pros riding into a three-hour circus because of greed. I get this is a business at the end of the day, and the event has to be long enough to where Fox can make money, but they went overboard when it wasn't on commercials. It was Emig and Carmichael filling airtime on some pre-recorded segment. It got to the point where I couldn't take any more of Carmichael talking about the track for the tenth time while they tried to fill airtime, so I switched over to MLB playoffs. So I like it. Let it out. Look, Carmichael's fucking terrible. In the I move. didn't watch the TV. No, I didn't so. either. But he's terrible. I, I I'm gonna mm, read the future. He's terrible. <laughs> so, um, I I mean, we talked about it earlier. It dragged. It dragged. It did. It, it did. You know, the intermission it, was it, long. Yeah, and you know, so all you people at home, we were getting introduced to like monster athletes. Uh, monster giveaways, monster DJs. She yep. was pretty hot, though. Yeah. Yeah. Ozzy. Um, yeah. Your guy. What? Your girl. Hold on. What? Uh, what? 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 Yeah. yeah. She's a Sheila. Yeah, she's a Sheila. Yeah. Australia. Thanks for that. Thanks for adding on to that. <laughs> she was a Sheila. That was great. Uh, Fuck you and your show. Uh, Ryan sent this in. Hey, Steve, I'm a longtime listener. I love the shows you put out. You guys are always killing it. After watching Supercross on TV for as long as I can remember, I'm finally making the trip from New Zealand to the U.S. to see a few places like L.A. and Vegas. But more importantly, wow. I'm going to LA one to watch my first Supercross. Good for him. Having already bought tickets, I'm keen. That's a clear uh, yeah, New Zealand excited. talk. He's excited. I'm keen to know what your, your and anyone else's opinion is the best way to experience Anaheim 1. Is there anything to look out for? Or anything I should stay away the hell the hell away from? Mim, Mim? Key to watching Anaheim one. Okay, so you're super fan, Mim. You've been to a ton of races. What do you tell this Kiwi? I know you hate Kiwis. Go to go to San Diego instead. Petco, much better. Well, that's what MC well, told it's, me. It's too late. He's, he's, he's going Anaheim oh. one. Well, get a flat I say get bill. early, right? Get early. Get yeah. there early. You oh. have to check out the pits. Like for fans coming across the pond, the pits. I, I've like last Supercross, no, 2012, yeah. when nothing was happening, season was over, Dungey won it. I left during the race. But the pits, that's where he'll have the most time. Get there early. Get there early. Check out the times for the yeah. riders you want to see. And oftentimes they're set up and you can't see more than one rider. But if you plan it, you might be able to get two two of the big stars in the lines because yeah. of how long they are right. and the times. Do we care about autographs nowadays, though? He's come across the country, uh, around the world. Yeah. I'm sure he wants to at least He's be able to get a photo. My, my advice country. to him would be make sure his butt's in the stands for the first first practice. I think yep. that's the most exciting t yeah. part of Anaheim. You see everyone's new bikes, new gear, yeah. who's jumping stuff immediately, who looks who looks good, who looks bad. Yep. That's that's the most exciting time of Anaheim one. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, 
Also, too, if you have the money, the BTO Sports BIV, VIP program, you get Silk, so you get the, you know, going to Press Box. You get uh, to meet Shorty, Brayton, Millsaps. Like you get Jason a little Thomas. more inter, in Jason Thomas. Um, the tour of the uh, semi, like a lot of guys haven't been inside a semi, yeah, yeah, yeah. semi truck, so that that's very cool. But the press box, yeah, that, I wouldn't watch it. I don't even want to go to another Supercross unless I'm in that box. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. So you can do that. It's a little bit of a. It's a little expensive. I think it's 750 bucks. But um, if you're gonna do it once, might as well do it right. Yeah. He. Um, Fuck it. He. Uh, you should have a good time. Yeah. Go around. Walk around. Like. Get up close. Like, you actually be surprised, like, how friendly a lot of people are. Like, not riders, because they're busy. They're doing a lot of shit. Yeah. But, like, if you saw DeCoster or uh, Berludi, and he doesn't work anymore, but I don't know, Watson, um, and you, J-Bone. J-Bone will talk to you. J-Bone will talk to anybody. Yeah. He's got no friends. He talks to anybody. <laughs> so, like, these guys will talk to you. Mitch Payton will come over if you had a question for him. You know, if you said, hey, Mitch. Can, yeah, yeah. Like, he'll wheel over, and you can ask him something. Like, so you'd be surprised at how many of people in the industry are just normal dudes. You agree with me, ma'am? Yeah. And the riders are busy. They don't. You know, it's all about yeah. timing. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if things are going on, then right. But and yeah. to try and hang around in the pits for after if you can. Which you can as a VIP if you have yeah. a silk. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there's our advice. I, we know we get that question a lot on the show. We get a lot That's of questions cool. about what I should do. You know. So um, I can usually point you to the best concessions. <laughs> so I'm, I'm big on that. There's a there's a, there's a um, chronic tacos at uh, in Angel Stadium. There is. Yes. Where's that? It's over is that there new? behind uh, behind the the beer area there. Uh, uh, oh, I don't go. That's a family friendly zone thing. Over no, there? no, no, oh. no, 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 no. Because um, the beer friendly, the beer and the family. You know where you go in, into the tunnel and then say you're walking down the tunnel yeah. to the right. There's those square bleachers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's behind that. Is oh, where there chronic is. Tacos okay, is. yeah, I never go that far. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, all right, everybody, btosports.com and uh, Fly Racing bringing you the Pulp Mech Show with Paul Parabinos. Hey, uh, don't forget to get the app. Check it out on the app. And, uh, Amazon. Uh, go to Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. We thank everybody. You can get the show on, uh, on, the, on the app. You can get it on Stitcher, although Stitcher's been right fucked lately. I don't know what's going on with Stitcher, but you can get it on the app. Uh, we still got the, uh, your voicemails coming up, uh, but for right now, uh, Mim, I want to talk to you a little bit. So, you wrote a story on pulpmex.com maybe uh, two months ago. You, three, four years ago when Kim McGrath was battling breast cancer or leukemia. 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 Uh, breast awareness. Um, <laughs> you uh, donated to the Be The Match program. Uh, yep. I think $5,000, right? Yep. And one of the things that you got to do with that was ride with Jeremy McGrath. Yep. Now, it was a huge clusterfuck to ride with McGrath for a number of years, which we won't get into. No. Made you upset, though. But... You eventually got to ride with Jeremy McGrath this January. We got to spend the weekend. The weekend with yeah. McGrath at his ranch down yes. in San Diego area uh, in January. When was that? No, no, February? no. Um, March, May. May. Uh, oh, Glenn yeah, you were, for the, you were here. You were here, right? Yep. Um, you and your wife got to go out there. Wife, girlfriend, wife. Yeah. Okay. Um, got to go out to McGrath, and I was telling Paul a little bit of the story. What are you doing? She's playing with your dog. Okay, no, that's fine. I, know, I, I can't see the dog. Jesus, I can't see all the these dog. rules. So <laughs> I was telling Paul about some of your problems, uh, setting it all up, and then what Paul said without even saying, like, dude, McGrath's cool, though. Like, he's cool. And I'm like, that's what I told Mim. Like, once you get this thing organized, whenever that is, dealing with his people and getting time for him, and you're from Australia, so you got to get time. And yes. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. I'm like, dude, McGrath is one of the raddest dudes ever. So tell us about that. Like, again, if you want to go to pulpmex.com, go search uh, McGrath. It'll be on there. But 
what was it like? How was it? So, you, as a kid, you grow up and watch these cassettes so many times. And so, like, I try to put it in the article and give people a picture if they can imagine it. Yeah. But I'm standing on this, the spine of this tabletop he's got. He comes, he goes, stand here, all right? And he comes yeah. <laughs> riding by on his KX, rah, launches it and just knack, knack, like, yeah. literally, like, a couple inches from my head. Right. <laughs> it's... If like dirt's am- hitting you and you just love it. If you yeah. just, and it's dusty and you're just like, oh. <laughs> you <you're> just, <laughs> it is Lame. being like in the presence of yeah. one of the greatest and just sure. watching him go around the track and do things. It's like you've always watched him do. Effortless. He's just still so cool. Like yeah. we circle jerked a corner. Well, okay. Instabank. Well, that that's something. Instabank the corner. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know Australian terms pretty well. I've worked with a few, but I, I have yet to hear the circle jerk or the Instabank. Oh, that Instabank no, uh, is just, Kiefer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, circle jerk Like an corner. Anderson or that. Circle just, jerk could be Kiefer too. Circle jerk a corner. I imagine you're going through oh, the just, corner just, quick. Just, like, <laughs> like, you're, like you, you greased the corner. He's Perfect. coming and going. Coming okay, and going. So no, okay. like, you just sort of sit in the corner. Like, you just sort of, when you got to get that perfect shot. okay, he got you a Oh, oh. Okay, it's like a like yeah, I know like Just the keep, dirt spray yeah. shot for the okay, that's a circle jerk. He got Perfect. you a bike. Got you it. were on a bike. You were, yeah, yeah, he yeah, brought his yeah. supercross bike. Right. So he had a, a brand new bike that was for outdoor riding, and he had a supercross bike. So yeah. he put yeah, he gave me his supercross bike, yep. which was a few you know a few months older. Yeah. Here you go, bro. Here's, here, ride my bike. Yeah, yeah. It was, the big number twos on it, yeah. like the Dirt Shark logos, yeah. all the monster stuff. It was and just some it, trick parts. You made it move. Like it, it moved. Trick. It moved for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was uh, some movement. Yeah, um, movement. <laughs> I got on this thing, and that, that riding that thing alone was like, holy shit, this bike is fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got arm pump. Like, yeah. <laughs> I went over this, like, I tried to scrub this, like, lip. And I like it just just slid out because it was just all like yeah. it's like California sand, which yeah, yeah. for me is hard pack, and it just sort of like just like just scrubbed up, but just basically lost traction, and just like slid up off this jump. Yeah, but the thing but, was okay, fast. Yeah, so and so I'm watching like MC. Me and him are riding, and there's like a, right. a couple so, kilometers right there. You're riding with MC. Like yeah, so me and him, and him right. going around on, on number two KX 450s. Just right. riding around on a couple number twos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just yeah. number twos. Me and MC. Yeah. So he's just like. He just pop, like, for example, we're cruising along. There's, like, a couple Ks, and he just sort of gets on the back wheel. So I'm like, yeah, back on. Both of us are on the back wheel, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, we'll I'm going to put it down. off to the sunset. <laughs> but MC just keeps going and going yeah. and going at, like, fifth gear tap just, yeah. and, like, turning corners. It's just – and he's just yeah. epic. But, like, we sat down and watched Glen Helen uh, after we had gone for a ride. Uh-huh. So I'm just sitting there chilling out, you know, we've got – MC's dogs are there, and we're just, you know, watching. Bassett Downs? Uh, no, like, um, oh, I can't remember, like Maltese. Uh, real of. dogs. Uh, but, Oof. yeah, we're, we're, he's just, we're just, you know, just uh, yeah. shooting the watching, shit, watching yeah. Glenn Helen. Yeah. Just, just a couple of mates. Yeah. And, and, then, he, and he's giving you inside info, or he's say, talking about the Well, he's saying whatever. stuff yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, he's mentions right. a few things, you know, yeah. and it, it's just so much fun. And then, yeah, we watched, and, you know, we had dinner. Were you creepy with him? Were you like, hey, can we watch Steel Roots together? I can't picture him being creepy. I'm just saying. Thanks, Paul. No, nah, yeah. we didn't do that. Like, we <laughs> sat back and, you know what, we'll, after we had dinner and that together, uh-huh. and, 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 he, and like, yeah, I sat next to the king. 
at dinner. So yeah, yeah. no big deal. Yeah, no, yeah. no big deal. No big deal. We shared a chicken wing. But you know what was even cooler? <laughs> yeah. Like we're like flicking through. He's flicking through like after dinner to yeah. like watch a movie, uh-huh. and he sees Talladega Nights, and I didn't say anything, and he like stops there and just like, oh, watch this, eh? And I'm like. Fuck yeah! But, so we're sitting oh, you there. Love it? You love Sarah Logan? I didn't. Oh, know. it's okay. pretty okay. funny. Yeah, no, like, it is. Oh, it is. It's yeah, not yeah. like favorite, but like yeah. I'm sitting there kicking back with right. MC, and we're watching. Was it Tyler Jason McGrath or who else was there with you? Um, it was uh, obviously uh, his publicist, okay. her daughter, yep. a few other people. Um, How'd you get along his, with his good friend? How'd you get along with yeah, yeah, she was lovely in uh, person. Okay. All right, um, fantastic. But yeah, nah. It was like we yeah we're just chi- yep. chilling out at night, just having a giggle over yeah, um, right. fucking Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it was it was epic. And uh, and so like, did you kind of like? Because you you kind of bought the time with him, right? So you donate. So he's kind of like yours, right? Were you like? <laughs> were, were you like? Hey, Saint Vegas. Dude. Were you like? Hey, bitch. Knack, um, knack that. You know, it's funny when you said that. Right. I, I sort of he goes, "Oh, what do you want?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. What do you want? Nah, 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 nah. Nah. You want nah, me? No, it's like, what do you feel like? You want full anal or how do you want? Right. <laughs> nah, we were like chilling out, and he's like, "Oh, what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Like we, like we obviously went and shot skeet, like got the guns out, okay. you know, did all sorts yeah, yeah, of yeah. things, had lovely breakfast. He gave us a tour of the ranch. Um, I don't know if I can talk about it, but basically, yeah, you can. Have Nobody you seen to Danny show. Way? Like yeah, recent, Danny Way. anyone follow Danny Way? The uh, skateboarder yeah. guy, yeah. Yeah, you see recent. He's going for the record for the highest jump now okay. off the quarter pipe. Uh, okay. Well, I, me, MC, and that we we like got to the top of it and we slipped oh, down out there. it. It's out there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So we got to have a look at that. I'm pretty sure it's done, so I can talk. Yeah, no, he said it was all good. MC. Anyways, <laughs> the king said it's okay. You, you're, you're with. So yeah, no, we got to check that out, man. And this got all kinds of secrets with the king. You guys, it's massive, man. It's like this thing. So and then we're like, we all just like, like laid down and like slid down. It was, it was cool. Like and he like had the razors. So we've all got our own little Polaris razor, and we're just like <laughs> running around. And the king's like doing the jumps on the track. Yeah, I mean they're not not like huge jumps, but he's like just launching jumps on the Polaris. Like you didn't follow him over him. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. sick. <laughs> and but like got to see his uh, poker room. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got his little poker room in there, and that's pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard some big nights in there, you know, gambling away, good times. But um, it was just you know, just as you can imagine, just he's a cool guy, dude. Dude, he is. He's a cool dude. Like, like he's just so down to earth. Like I wish you would come on this show more. I try to. I text him every now and then. He's he's busy. I guess. No, I know. I mean, but took him two years ago. Ride with the him, last man. time uh, I saw him, he was on the show. Like whatever, January, yeah. and I saw him at Anaheim. He's like, dude, why'd you hang up on me? I'm like, because you're fucking Jeremy McGrath. You're busy, and he's like, I would have stayed longer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> See, like he's because we were cutting calls off because we he had yeah. to go. I said to him, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, you know. And I, I don't know him good, but that's right. like that stories like that is all I hear from him. Yeah. Like a, about him, like he's just yeah. a good dude. When dude. I was uh, like a nobody mechanic, you know, just Birdwell, Ty Birdwell, or PJ One team or whatever, like he'd be like, "Hey, bro, how are you? How's Birdie?" Like the mechanic, like he knew that I was Birdwell's. Maybe he didn't know my name. He didn't know right. I was from Canada. He knew that I was this janky privateer mechanic, and I was janky, and we were janky, and he knew that. But if he saw me in the lobby of the Marriott, or he, he saw me at a, a, he didn't avoid you. He, hey man, how's up? How's Birdie? What's yeah. up? How's it going? He didn't need to say nothing to me. It was Jeremy McGrath. That's cool. He was always the coolest guy in the room and always had time for people. Like, I, I, I'll say anything about McGrath like that way. Like, the guy was rad. You know, not all riders are like that. No. Let's yeah. face it. No. If anybody could afford to be like that, it's fucking 72 win super cost man, Jeremy McGrath. He's the least like that. You yeah. know? And, like, again, we talk, I wrote about this in the new Racer X. He's, what, 45? Yeah, about that, eh? Like 44, 45. He's yeah. been retired 13 years? Yeah. 
fucking still getting covers. He got a Dirt Rider cover. He got a Racer X cover. You tell me, RC, Villo, these guys are not getting covers when they're 45 years old because they're not the same impact. They don't have the, you know, the, the legacy that this guy does. You know, and I just think that says the ultimate. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's like you mentioned, he was like, oh, you know, make him do this and that. Now we sort of just sat and like, goes, listen, what bitch, do you want to do listen, now? Listen, bitch, knack, knack. <laughs> I go, I, I sort now. of, now, knack, knack, I want to knack, knack, now. Uh, we, we sort of say, he goes, oh, what do you want to do? I'm like, look, you know, like, friend of mine made a joke, like, you know, but like, hey, knack, 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 right. knack, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pookie, coffee. Right. Like, right. you know, yeah. knack, knack. Um, and he goes, I'm like, can you, you know, Bust some knack-knacks out. Like, oh, you did say that? Yeah. Okay. I you did say that. I did request a knack-knack. So I'm like, and so he's like, yeah, no dramas. <laughs> he was just going to go and um, bust some out. Yeah. And You were just like, um, you ever seen Eastbound and Down? Yeah. Ricky, yeah. You were just like this. Just, just like this. Just <laughs> spreading it, dude. Yeah. Just, yeah just, oh, that shows all. You awesome. should have been underneath him, like just going like this and being like... <laughs> As so he, wow. as he knack knacks over you. So we rode out, and he, it's and awesome he, for radio when you're doing things wow. and you're not describing <laughs> it. <laughs> he was doing this. Yeah, everyone's forming their own. You know, that's jacking this. it and doing the Spider Man to everyone, people yeah. for the visualization. Yeah, there you go. See, um, Fetty have come. So we went out into the freestyle section. So yeah. there's a few DC videos have been filmed. There heaps, but you know, he's like got these yeah. like gnarly spine, like uh-huh. just these all these doubles. Yeah, did you hit that? Oh, fuck, fuck no! I, I want to. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. It's, well, you haven't ridden much, right? I haven't ridden much in the last two years. Yeah. I have no like like Mister Fastball over here. I've got no rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah. So for yeah, me, no, I, I just yeah. My pitching career is over. It's done. <laughs> Dude, you should have just busted out. Fuck it, you're gonna get hurt doing that in the grass. Nah, house. nah. That that those jumps like they're massive. Like even the freestyle guys go out there. He says yeah, they struggle because they're all dirt doubles. Like yeah. fucking like yeah. You gotta have pro- timing. What like, that timing, wall right? yeah. down there on the track? That wasn't as steep as some of these fucking jumps, man. Yeah. Um, so he he went out and he's doing the section and yeah. just how he he just like you know how he gets on a bike and he whips it and, and he just like yeah. le- he just nose dives it. Oh, yeah. and he like lands uh. on the f- stoppy. Yeah, yeah. Down the down ramp, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going. Like you, Again, with the Kenny Powers. You yeah. can imagine right. how just watching this guy, is 45, yeah. and he still has better style than anyone that's out there at the moment, including Bubba. Okay, I'd back it down on that. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I would back <laughs> it down you, on that. Do you really watch Parabinos, Bubba? Parabinos? What? His comment? Yeah, I mean, Bubba looks pretty damn good on a motorcycle, but, I mean, yeah, Jeremy's If, if you take both Chad, of them to the Chad, hills, Chad's oh, got, Chad's good. Chad's got great but, style, bro. Yeah, they both do. But Shocker, if you took the, them Aussie, all, the Aussie thinks the Aussie is, is, is on par. But if yeah. you took them all out to the hills, though. That's different. Who do you want to watch? That's, maybe, maybe Josh Grant. Yes, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, different. Right. Like, when it comes to the hills, I could see Jeremy doing good. But if you go to the hills with Josh Grant or Ivan yeah. Tedesco, like, you will be blown oh, away. Hot sauce is good. Yeah. Blown away how gnarly that's they are That's his favorite rider of all time, hot sauce. He's, hot sauce. he's a good dude, oh, too. And he, I'm so jealous when you told me you live near him. He is so, oh, God, <laughs> he's so he's so good hey, can, at riding a motorcycle. Can you try to get some underwear from Ivan for him? I can get Ivan some. I never got a jersey. Kid kid stole the jersey he set aside uh, for me at oh, Freestone really? 2012. Oh. Hey, did you so did you mention to MC, like, hey, you should do the Pulp Show more? No? No. I mentioned a few times, like, yeah, you know, the Pulp Show. And, oh, yeah, okay. he, was, he was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. He was plugging. He's trying. That's good. Yeah, well, I like yeah. it. I wore the Pulp Show. Oh, you did? Yeah. You were there for two days? Yeah, two yeah, days, yeah. Two days. Ride with MC. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but just watching him like hit those jumps and how he whips it and yeah. like, like little things like just stoppy down the landing and, yeah, well, and that, well, How about the uh, steel roots where he jumps up and he just yeah, goes like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, 
You want to talk about boner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. lands up there, and then he's like, or at the end of Still Roots, how he's just sitting there like, like that real slow one. He said yeah, it was that yeah. mammoth yeah. on the RM. Okay. Yeah. If you're watching the credits, he just he just sits there. But yeah. I was I basically were bench racing the whole time, and names that were brought up are like chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I love chicken. RL button. Button, all these factory fill. Some of the stories around the yeah. lunch yeah, table, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. imagine, and I'm yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah. there. Right. Lunch? Uh, well, <laughs> Ping, you know, Ping, Ping shared some things with us back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. One time, hey, my claim to fame with McGrath is uh, watching uh, two strippers uh, 69 each other in the mail room of Honda of Troy. Huh? Yeah. Me, McGrath, like a bunch of dudes. We all push the <laughs> we all push the tables away, you know, and someone hired right. these strippers. Make some room. Yeah. So I was like chilling with MC. That he was, was, that was he was dipping. He was dipping then, and I'm like, maybe. I mean, I you read his like, book, right? I didn't. You I haven't did. read his book. I never read his book. Get out of your own house. Um, God, yeah. You gotta I had, read his book. I had, uh, I had the the the, ear, the earrings, the with the balls. Oh yeah. I had the two earrings. I had bleach blonde hair. McGrath had the bleach blonde. I, oh, so yeah. Did you pierce your nipples? I've, uh, no, no, he did that. I had, I did the that. blonde hair. Yeah, uh, blue hair. Yeah, yeah blonde hair. Yeah. And I painted it blue as well, right. like yeah, you know, stupid I remember stuff you do as a kid. Like around the stripper time, it was Troy, Ohio. It was something I was talking to him. He was dipping, and I was like, I don't want to dip, but that looks fucking cool. Like the, he make, he makes dipping look cool, you know. I'm like, maybe I, maybe I should dip. Like McGrath is McGrath. Look. So you know, look. I don't know. Like yeah, I know what I'm with you. It was good. It was cool. If you want to check it out, pulpmex.com. Uh, just go on Google, search pulpmex.com McGrath, and story will come up. Photos are in there, everything. So. So would you say, what does it rank above your wedding day or? I, oh, it's above my wedding day for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I told my wife she understands. Oh, she, she's not here to. Yeah, so yeah. I, it's not like when um, the look uh, Paul gave Erica earlier about the fire. He sort of oh, just looked and went. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Erica, of course. But there was that pause. Right, she'll, right. She'll. Remind you about that pause yeah. later. So, yeah. <laughs> so what, is there anything higher than the MC weekend? Oh, nah. It, yeah. it, it, I mean, I've had some yeah. pretty cool moments in right. my life, but, like, as a kid, like like I said, I was yeah. like had to have everything like the king. Yeah. Like, as Devin says, um, you know, all the kids talk about, you know, we all just about, most of us in our generation yeah, our age, grew yeah. up. He was and if guy, they ask yeah. who's the guy, it yeah. was MC. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, there was other good writers. Like, I love K-Dub and then Hot Sauce. Two thousand, Timmy, Timmy, yeah, yeah. and that that but on, it was man. like MC was everyone's greatest, and to have that and how cool he was to my wife and us, like it's just amazing yeah. how it's, how it, it's crazy how much he was winning during that time. If people still loved him, yeah. like you know, it, no, no, I, I, I almost think that wasn't the same when when Carmichael was winning so much. It was like oh, Carmichael won again, but I don't ever. It's I, uh, weird. McGrath dominated, and everyone was loved. Him. I I I, uh, I lived it, man. The guy. Like St. Louis, Minneapolis, Indianapolis, those towns with domes, the cities with domes, he got a sixth place start. And like every time he, like they would blow up the roof when he, you just had to listen to the crowd. And you knew he fifth, was getting into the lead, fourth, yeah. Third, and everyone's freaking out, you know what I mean? And then into the lead, and then just, you know, patented MC, charge hard for 10. Cruise, cruise it home, cruise it home after that. Yep. Do some knack knacks, uh, sh- champagne, bang the trophy girl. Next city, <laughs> yep. Like you know, like like it was just classic, right? Next city, and dude, it was just you just heard the crowd, like like I remember as a mechanic, you just be like, ah! and you're like, okay, nobody crashed. MC just got Huffman. Yeah, ah! he got he got Renard. You know, like like it's just it was insane. 
insane back in the day how big yeah. of, a, of a rock star he was. He was, yeah. Like your, your article um, years ago that obviously got you in a lot of drama, but he is better than Ricky ever was. Yeah, overall yeah, Ricky, impact on the sport. Ricky got really pissed about me. Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. fuck that guy. He's an idiot. Like, I mean, you look at him. He's just. Yeah, like, I mean, he got he got Jeremy got the sport in the ESPN. Exactly. He got the sport, you know. I mean, really. Yeah. But and, no one hated him yet, like the amount of people that hated Ricky when he was. No, winning. that's no. that's the point I'm yeah. trying to make. Like, Which is weird. Yeah. I don't know why. That it is. He got a lot of flack uh, for the for the Supercross only deal. He did get some flack for that. There was no internet Jeremy around did. back then. Yeah, did Ricky get the most flack from his move to Honda? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ricky got and then you know the King. He came down in the U.S. Open King thing. People hated oh, him for that's that. Right. That's and then right. Pastrana. That's they love Pastrana, and Ricky would beat him. They sort of boo Ricky a little bit. Um, so there was some diff- difficult times for Ricky, like right. up and down. But I mean, Daytona, Atlanta, it was Ricky territory, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But and even about the only time it wasn't McGrath territory was. Atlanta with Yogi in the height of 97-98 with Yogi. Yeah. They booed McGrath. Wow. They loved Yogi. But that's about it, man. That's about like, it. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, that's a cool story. Yeah, I, I, you know, something I've never done for sure. I've saw two strippers with McGrath, but I never went riding with him. <laughs> right. So, you know, be, be pretty cool. Um, all right, uh, 702-586 Pulp. We're wrapping this up here. Pulp Parabinos from ProTaper. ProTaper.com is uh, in studio with us on the show. Mim, hashtag MimLife is, uh, is here, and uh, he's telling us stories. Don't bro me. And um, all right, let's play the voicemail, 702-586 Pulp. Call anytime. Here's the best of the best from the week that was uh, in the Pulp Max voicemails. Hey, Steve. Great show. I had a question regarding benefits and contracts. I know we know very little about the bikes, the, the riders' contracts and such, but are health benefits included? Can they go to their own doctors? Do they pay for this out of pocket? Or is the factory health benefits uh, the best of the best? Just curious with the amount of injuries that they have, how they specifically uh, get reimbursed uh, or what that looks like. Thanks, bye. Uh, yeah, they're contractors, so they're all responsible yep. for their own health insurance. And some of these guys don't have it, which is <laughs> which just... is sketchy. But I know a lot of them. Dude. That's where a lot of your money goes because you have to be insured yeah. correctly. Yeah. And you know, that's... you know, if, if um, back in the day when if Red Dog or, or Villeman wanted to do the off season races, Yamaha made them insure their contracts. It's forty thousand dollars to insure their you know seven hundred thousand dollar deal. Mm-hmm. So basically, they were doing one off season race for free to just to have insurance for the health and then healthcare. Yeah, yeah is all covered. Um, um, they have to. They're contractors, so they're not employees or anything like that. So that's that, that's a deal there. Hey, Steve. This is Steve out in California. Um, I just want to say thanks for the great job that you do and um, all the pulp cast from the past and, and all that. It really helps me pass the time and uh, working on my stuff or house or whatever. Listen to this radio station we have out here that plays the same stuff over and over. So want to thank you for that, and I like all the co-hosts, uh, except tell Bulliman to get the balls out of his mouth. <laughs> and I have two questions. One... He is hard to understand sometimes. Um, do you know any writers that chew tobacco? Um, I, I chew myself, and I know the lip, and I just kind of think, I wonder if he chews. And my second question is, how is it that we never see a woman around Jane Stewart, ever? So I'm just kind of curious about that. Thanks a lot. And have a good day or night. Uh, do you know anybody who chews? I know some guys who do it like when I they're do. drinking a little bit, right? And they just sort like regular chewers. Yeah. Erica's nodding yes. Yeah. Do you don't want to give them up though? I yeah I don't know who they are. I've only seen it. 
I've only know. seen the writers do it. I just don't know who the writers were. Yeah, I forgot who they were, to be honest with their names. I think you are you being serious? Yeah, completely. Okay, no, you're not. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some guys that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do they do it? Do the guys that you know? Do they do it like a like smoking habit, like every day um, type deal, or only when they were like drinking type deal? Like I've seen some guys like you know at bars. I or guess something. both. Yeah. Okay. Both. All right. And then James Stewart, woman question. Uh, he's married, right? I don't know if he. I saw I saw her this weekend. Yeah, she she's was around. walking with um, James's mom. Yeah, she's around. Yeah. Uh, I don't know her name, he, he, but I know he, I've seen her for years yeah, now. Yeah, he keeps her kind of low-key. I think they're married. Don't know for sure. I should ask James. I don't know. Was it weird for me if I asked him? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Okay. But there's a woman around. Yeah, yeah she, was, she was at Monster Cup this weekend. Steve, Danny, San Diego. Hi, Danny. All right. Whole airplane dressing thing. JT wears tight jeans. Uncomfortable. He's got to change. You wear cargo shorts. Comfortable. Mm -hmm. You don't need to change. Thank you. Right? (laughs) What is this about? Damn it, Gibbs. Keep rocking it. You kill it. All right? Question of the day. If we start a crowd cheering fund for seven deuce deuce to get trained by Alden Baker, will he fucking win some mains this year? No. Uh, No. No, he would not. Did he say crowd cheering? Uh, yes. What is that? Did we just cheer for Adam, and hopefully the cheers will work. Is that what is that what he's saying? So you make, you cheer it's for crowd him to, funding? To no, it's called crowdfunding. Crowdfunding, but so you're raising the funds to get Alden yeah. to train him. Yeah, still not going to happen. No, I don't even think Alden would train him. Yeah, I don't know. What was the other question? Uh, will he win a main event if he if Alden trains him? No, the other question before that. Uh, tight uh, airplane oh, the stuff. Cargo or something? stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah do Paul. you ever you, do you go to Europe much? Um. I'm going to Italy in two weeks, but okay. last time I was that in Europe, that doesn't help I think, my question. So, well, last time I was there was uh, when the designations were in France. Last the uh, last time, not this time. Do you go? There, have you gone to Europe a lot? I've been probably like five times. Okay. Do you ever get up on the long flight and change into more comfy clothes? Never. Thank you. This is common practice. JT says to get up and change in the middle of the flight. Mm-hmm. So that, <laughs> he does that. You come on the plane. You come on the plane, classy. Okay, he okay. says. Okay. And then you... Uh, you get comfy midway through. You get up early in the flight, change into something comfy, and then before you land, you put your classy clothes back on. So, it, now, wait, wait, is this JT when he was single? Th- I don't know. Because said, that would be my motivation. This is JT He now. said this is, this is common practice, and I watched... So, the last time I just came back from France, I looked around, everybody, when I sat down, and I'm like, okay, I've seen everybody what they're wearing, you know? Yeah. And I no one got up and changed that I saw. Now hold on, Mim. Well, JT um, maybe now, no one changed. So like I'm flying eight hours. Okay, I got gym shorts, yep. a t shirt, hat, flip flops, with some socks in my backpack in case my tootsies get cold. Right. Okay. Now like I'm trying to be comfy. I'm gonna sleep and everything, right? Right. Now JT's just like so I guess in JT's world, I'm supposed to pack wear a three piece Jam it into my backpack, jam my, and then take my gym clothes out, sleep, get up, and pull my three-piece out of a backpack? So are you saying that he would change in the flight to get more comfy, but then would he change when he get off the plane, too? Or he Before just, he lands, he changes back he into changes his back. Superman outfit, yeah, into his three-piece. Maybe he's, maybe he's got tails and stuff off the tux. I don't I know. I don't know. Maybe he's meeting people when he gets there. He doesn't want to show up like Well, a, okay, if you're doing that, I get it. 
And but maybe he, when he's he, getting on the plane, he he's... said you just he said that the people in first class because this is first class too. Right, it's, uh, it's a classy establishment. He says up people there. are looking down at me. People are you know are like looking at me, being like you fucking scrub. I get that. I I, I, I can understand I'm, that. Okay, man. Yeah, well, For, didn't ahead. they provide you with pajamas? Like I fly a lot of international. Like I'm flying just as much yeah. as you guys. Qantas with business class, they provide pajamas, and just about everyone in there. The first time I flew, which was like in 07, across the yeah. pond to here. This is United. There's zero pajamas. Yeah. They give you a little bag with a with a with a Batman mask. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a toothpaste, <laughs> Dude, and nice. that's what they give you, nah. like a little tiny bag. Well, Qantas, Qantas is apparently the flight yeah. to be on. Yeah, uh, they I give mean, you pajamas. So like the first time I slept the whole way across from Sydney to LA. Um, to, to, and also too, that's a lot longer flight than say New yeah, York that's to Paris. 14 and a half, right, right. you know, so then, and everyone else had got into pajamas and I, I, I just fell asleep. I was drunk as, so I fell asleep, woke <laughs> up and everyone's in these like flash pajamas and I'm like in my jeans and t-shirt, like Are FMF shirt. in pajamas? Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. They get in pajamas. And yeah. so now I, I do that because everyone else is doing it. So I don't want to be the bogan. Yeah. But, okay. the, Wait, what's that word? Bogan. Bogan. Yeah. Uh, like a bozo or it's more like like a not quite a redneck but Wanker. like a pikey yeah yeah a yeah. bogan see this okay, is why but, I love but, but okay are, are these um are these the the Qantas where you have cabins individual cabins or no no nah, no nah, okay. this is just a business class but okay. the real nice capsules so you lay and, down and so how many are there across two in the middle one on either end okay United is uh, two four two. And that's business. And that's business. Well, business or first, whatever they call it. There's one cabin sometimes above it, but that's generally... Are they capsules? Well, yeah, kind of. Not really, though. You're rubbing elbows with the dude next to you. You're sleep. Like, okay, I told this story on the, on the last couple of shows. Yes. You're sleeping. If you're in the aisle and you're flat sleeping and the dude next to you has to go to the bathroom... He's straddling you to get out, you know, because you're sleeping. It sounds like you're you upset wake, with your airline provider. And you wake up and there's balls, like just like, like he's just straddling you. You know what I mean? And you're just like, it oh, sounds that's like creepy. you need to make a switch from United Delta, mate. Or well, I'm a Delta. Well, well, whatever, I'm United. But here's the point: they don't get any pajamas. They don't give you pajamas. And like I carry on. That's nice. I'm, I'm checking bags or whatever. I'm not bringing a three-piece suit and going to change. I'm just not going to do that. Now, if I got pajamas, a la Qantas. Maybe I do that. Maybe I put PJs on, you yeah. know. But generally speaking, JT JT's old school Delta though too. And I know years and years and years ago, I don't know if it's like that now. Sometimes we would fly on buddy passes, and you would sit in first class, and you had to wear a collar to be in first class if you flew in a buddy pass. Oh well, that might be different because you're an employee or whatever. You're getting it, a buddy pass through an employee. Yeah, and, and I thought that was right. weird, but maybe. Um, Dude, look, the people who are serving me, I'm making more money per year than they are. I've been sitting in first class. <laughs> Fucking beat it. You know what I mean? Don't judge me, bro. You know? So anyways, yeah, so I get, I get the 14-hour thing, and if they give you PJs, sure, I get it. But the, none of these airlines that JT and are talking about are giving us PJs. Oh, roger that. He wants you to bring dress on. Hello, yes, uh, yes, I have my suit, and I am in first class. <laughs> he, wants you to, he wants you to be like that and then change and relax, and that's just stupid. Now, I've been, I'm, I'm going over to Bulgaria next week. I'm going to be monitoring this again. JT going to go with you? No. Oh. And I monitored it on the way back from France, oh, and nobody you just changed. Oh, see if anybody else does it. No one has changed in two flights that I've seen. So. All right. This is way, way far blown out of proportion. Can we get this going? Thanks. Love you guys. Love Seven you, too. Deuce, deuce. Hey, Pulp guys. I was listening to the uh, Chad Reed and James Stewart's Pulpcast. It was great. <clears throat> so, you know, maybe as a joke, but 
with some truth in it. Maybe these guys are kind of waiting for the other one to retire before before one of them does. Maybe that's kind of last hurrah. You know, Weege gave the numbers of how close their stats are, and maybe each of them are just thinking, if if that if that other guy would just retire, I can come out on top. You know, James Stewart has the whole uh, drug testing thing. People are thinking he's probably going to retire. Chad Reed's staying in it. Then uh, we find out Stewart's coming back. He already signed a two-year you know, deal with Suzuki to extend it before he comes back. Chad Reed closes down 2-2. James Stewart's thinking, man, he's retiring. I got him. And here we go, 2016, and they're both still in it. It's going to be great to watch, but I, just, I think even that part of it's pretty comical. Wanted to get your thoughts on it. Love the show. Have fun. Bye. No, I think that's dumb. Uh, I mean, they got egos, but I don't know if it goes that far. I don't think they're going to race to outlast each other, you know. Just got done listening on the archive to D.C., and what an awesome dude. I actually met him in person at the Spring Eagle at the summer this, this year. Went down, sat down on the hill next to him, chatted with him and Chaser for a few minutes. But what a cool dude. Down to earth. Yeah. Doesn't seem to have a big head. So rock on, DC. Coombs is cool. And good dude. Wish and he, I wish he'd stay out vital. Rock on, Berluti. I think he's missing. Berluti, we missed you. What does Berluti Come do back. now? Berluti just works on bikes in his garage. He's like, dude, every time I go there, he's Living so busy. Here, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so busy. He has tons of bikes to work on, wow. street bikes, off-road bikes. Like, He's got like a dealership going on in his garage. Like, They're just lined up. That's cool. And I'm like, what are you doing to this one? Ah, that guy blew it up. What are you doing to this one? Ah, I'm resleeving this one. What are you doing to this one? Ah, carburetor work. Like, mm. Okay. Just busy. So he enjoys wow. it. He enjoys it. He doesn't really miss it, man. You know, like he's... He's doing well, so good I got I do have to get him on the show. It's been a while. He's good on this show. He's yeah. classic. So yeah, I get that on. Tomo on one. He wants to add a point to the. I'm not talking to Tomo. All right. What's Sorry, the... Tomo, dude. Flash. I tried. What's a Tomo? A Tomo. Yeah. He's Aussie. He's Aussie. Oh, he's hey, Aussie. Tomo. Australia. Uh, Tomo, Australia. don't start with me, Tomo. Don't even start. Australia. Hey, what? How can you not like getting into pajamas? Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Solid question, though. Hasn't been asked. Dude, I have no problem. I I fly on Janky United. They don't give you pajamas. You're lucky to get a fucking pillow with these these assholes. That's why JT brings his own. They don't give you anything. You know, like, I get it if you're getting pajamas. I get it, man, but, you know? Oh, it's it's comfy. It's hard to wake up, though. You've got to hide things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? (laughs) You've got a big big boner with your your PJs on. Like, uh, no, I'm... Yeah, we just don't get them, like, you know, so, like, I don't, Yeah. you know, I mean, I'll, it's not Qantas. You work I'll for Qantas, you, right? you work for Qantas, right? Yeah, safest airline in the world. <laughs> oh, here we go. Never oh, crashed. Here we go. Never, Never crashed. crashed. Never yeah. crashed. Uh, Ask Dustin Hoffman. Said that. Yeah, there you go. Ask Dustin. <laughs> what? Ask Dustin uh, Hoffman. Hell, Qantas. Never yeah, crashed. Hey, yep. How's Mim going? Uh, Mim's good. Yeah, he just they finished, got the joke. You know, he's hanging out. He's talking <laughs> about um, you, his weekend with McGrath. Going on time, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, Mike. When he he drank with the JGR guys, which actually, I mean, that's happened to a lot of people, but he drank with the JGR guys on Friday night. When you speak to Johnny, (laughs) ask him, how's the finger wrestling champ? Oh, jeez. He'll know. His missus was in town. Yeah, she was. Got to meet them lovely ladies. Yes, yes. (laughs) Those JGR guys. All right, go go save a plane. All right. 
I'm busy. Find I'm busy. All right, so he really works for Qantas? Yeah. Oh. Yep. He's at work right He's now. He's a crack inspector. Crack inspector. Oh, I like the metal fatigue. Okay. Um, what time is it in Australia right now? It is like midday. Yeah, so midday. He's listening to the show. Something like that. Cool. I got a question about this uh, Qantas. With the pajamas they give you, are they onesies? No, nah, no, nah, two-piece. And you get ah, socks, like these real comfy socks yeah. as well. Unisex? Yeah, yeah unisex. Yeah. See, oh, now, they've got sizes. Now, uh, uh, Commando okay, Parabinos might be in a little bit of trouble with these PJs. Yeah, yeah it's change? all good. You're changing the, your, your business class bathroom, which is no bigger than the other bathrooms. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a fine pro- program. It is. <laughs> but, like, they make your bed, too. You, you go in, oh, and they, 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 come, they come, and they, they put, like, a... a, like a like a fitted sheet and, and that and blankets and that on your yeah, you capsule. Not, none of that in United. Yeah. So, so I think back, next time I have to visit in an, in an, uh, one and of our Australian distributors, I yeah. look booking a Qantas Yeah, there flight. we go. I mean, honestly, what are those guys, why aren't those guys bringing me down for uh, management? What's happened with that? Uh, we spoke about that when I was here last, didn't we? Oh, did we? We yeah, did. Yeah, I'll, sure we'll speak did. about it after this. But I, if I'm hoping it go, goes better this year, because, but the idiot promoter, Willie Thompson, is this Scottish or Irish guy? Call him an idiot I don't give a show. shit. Okay. Like, he is an idiot. <laughs> He's like, he wants to get like, he thinks he can get like top Euros and top Americans down there. The Euros are mid season. You think you're going to get top Euros while the, like, while the yeah. GP's on? Right. The guy's an idiot. Like, come on. He's an idiot. Uh, this Willie Thompson bloke. So, but bloke. I'm gonna, hopefully we can sort it starting out and get you down there. Well, then I'll tie these fucking pajamas out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pajamas. Right. Are you gonna ride? Yeah, five hundreds. <laughs> I gotta see that. How long? Do you, how many laps can you do? Thirty plus two. Dude, oh, the no way. They're all four lap sprints. <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah, I got, yeah. Dude, I don't four, think four you can get four in you, man. Like I can't get four in me. Look at me. Last thing. Oh. Long live NYK. Twenty sixteen. It's gonna happen. Making every main. And some top tens. Nick Wade Good fan. luck, Nick. Is he racing next year? I don't know. Dude, every time I talk to him, it changes. I don't even know if Nick knows. Yeah, he says LP's on the program. He's got her on the program. She is? Yeah. She's, she's, he said she's 90% there. Well, we'll see. It's so. only October. Yep. So, yep. things right. come together later. Yep. <clears throat> the Kawasaki drought has come to an end. They're windless. Season is now on the path. Okay. Eli Tomac, <laughs> Team Green. Okay. This guy's hammered. Yeah. Crown, the title will return. What the it's fuck are you doing? Kawasaki rig. Wow. What's hey, guys. What's going on? I got us fucked up on something. It was weird. What's going on? It's Kevin from Massachusetts. First time, long time. Listen to the archives. And I'm sick of hearing people complain about Gibbs. Thanks, man. I mean, Thanks, man. come on, dude. The kids <laughs> got a dream job working for you, Mathis. Thank you. I mean, he doesn't ask for much. He asked for sector boots, which you didn't give him. He got them from the seven deuce suits. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the kid does his job. How can you not expect him to talk to all these people who come in? I mean, it would be my dream to, you know, have the access to these people. I'd be asking for shit every week. Asking for something. Wow. Why not? You get it all. You pay the kid. Hey, come on. He's got a great job. Leave him alone. Cut him some slack. The kid does a great job. Thanks, so man. what? He can't speak English. <laughs> not a big deal. 
I think I'll give Gib- Gibbs a pro taper sponsorship after the 21. show. Well, well, you do. That'd be dope. I need yeah. some. My fucking rental bars are bent. I oh, swear yeah. To God. We'll, we'll get you all. We'll get you fixed up. <laughs> Can I get some of those micros? I got small hands, dude. We'll get you fixed up. Fuck yeah. Hey, dude. before the, uh, before the, uh, during the commercial break, uh, Gibbs was asking to read a commercial. Um, no, for the hold show. on, time out. Hold on, hold you, on. You said, no, no, no. You said I'm available. No, before, yeah, before I know I heard you that. get into yeah. it, before you get into it, you already started off wrong. I didn't ask for shit. You said, dude, I'm running out of voices for commercials. I said, well, why don't you ask me to fucking put... Because you so can't read. Asked. You said you can't yeah, read. Yeah, do you have a commercial for him to read? Yeah, here you go. You want me to read something? Yep. Yep. Get that for it. All right, hold on. I gotta you got this, dude. Hold on, I got to put some music on. Because you know, the background, you know? So, yeah, all right, you ready? All right, go, Gibbs. Okay. Michelin introduces... Is this what I'm playing right in the background? Yep. This is what I got to concentrate. Michelin introduces its new off-road and motocross tire, Michelin Starcross 5, which pushed the boundaries of off-road performance for the riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or the terrain. Available in four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5 tires contain a complete redesigned casting and more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet flexible sidewall, and a more... Ah, got it. What is that? Pliable bead package for easier mounting. The new cast design incorporates stronger, higher density materials that reduce weight up to 15% for the sand tire and an average of 10% for the other versions compared to the previous generation. The reduced unsprung mass provides superior in handling, improvement in acceleration, and braking. Michelin Starcross 5 tires offer an excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. And unlike competitor brands, the expanded offerings of the 21 sizes include two front and six rears for the Michelin and Hold soft on. versions. Unlike better brands? Where did I say that? Unlike other brands, I you said. You said better brands. I didn't say better. Can we contest to this? Yes, you said better brands. I, I didn't Paul? Hear, I didn't hear that part. Um, oh, I fucking didn't hear that either. I tuned yeah. out. I was watching <laughs> I was watching him break okay, a guitar. So I mean, he's doing it. It, it wasn't the best lap time. He jumped off the track a couple times. but <laughs> yeah. I got a little cross-rated. Yeah. But for a first run, well, not bad. He's, I mean, you're screwing up pliable, and you're saying unlike better brands. Yeah, said, you're right. I fucked up pliable, but I don't I know feel if you let him proofread a little bit, he could be a new voice. Right. But yeah, that, uh, you're, that not, was you're not making situation. the show with that lap time there. Yeah, though. you did throw yeah. me on live right now. Let's do it on the spot. Hey, hey, sorry nope, to ask nope. you to read. My bad. My bad. <laughs> well, no you better. Said, t- you fucking said I could not read during the commercial break. That I yeah, could I said you struggle with read. read. Yeah, no, struggle no, you read. You said I could well, not read. Well, you got Bible wrong. I mean, but, you know, that's I mean, you, I think you take it a little too far sometimes with the creepiness and the can't read things. Like, you know what sucks well, to think that, like, you spelt Isaiah I S A H A H. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. But it's nice to know that after my career of Pulp Mex ends, I can't get another moto job because everyone thinks, oh, no, I ain't hiring that dyslexic motherfucker. What you go in there and you just prove it to them. You just prove it to him. You just got to want it, I got to. I got to fucking start you, my own company. I got to do it all myself because no one's going to fucking hire me at this just point. Just pray to God your supervisor isn't named Isaiah. <laughs> just pray to God that you don't have to, like, type his name. Like, or have like, the last name Parabinos. Yeah, or say, you know, uh, pliable. Please just, you know, just pray that. Just go like, oh, please, don't say pliable. All right, let's go. <laughs> Voicemail. Concentrate on one thing. Like, everything else is great. Just one word. You're going to fucking hound on that one. Well, two words. There's no verification for that better. It's not like we're recording it or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, where is Berluti, dude? He's coming. Dude, he's around. Like, me and my dad were talking about this just this he's weekend. Good. Like, he's where solid. is Berluti? He's around. He's good. He's coming Is back. he busy? Is he, he in working? the press box. Do we just cover this? We just talked about this. Is he working? I didn't hear 
Can we just talk about this? Yeah, we did. Okay. Next. All right, next. Pat Peeve, man. Leave the kid alone. Does a great job. Thanks, Kevin, you're the man. Thank you, dude. Yeah, Steve, I'd like to tell you I just love the show, and uh, I need to make a complaint. You need to tell that Dave Prater guy that <laughs> the fact that the Monster Cup is on Fox Sports, too, that's fucking bullshit. No one gets that channel. Is this I a real voice or someone? Something that no, someone could fucking hey, watch. Very well could be. Too. What the fuck is that? Do I gotta have a goddamn premium cable package? I don't get that out here. Come on now. This is a joke. Yeah. He doesn't have Fox Sports too. Kind of sounded like my dad a little bit when he found out it was on Fox Sports too. <laughs> I have Fox Sports too, but I don't know what. I, I, Do you my, get it HD? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I know I don't. I spend a shit ton of my money, though, so like, or my satellite program, so I get a lot of channels. So. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like it was a big deal. It was on Fox 5 the next fucking day, you know what I mean? Just couldn't check Instagram or anything. Yeah, I'm just wanting to know, who the fuck put the water in the first corner after the start, you know what I'm saying, for Stewart to crash, because... All them fucking monster people knew Red Bull was about to come in and whoop some ass. Oh, my goodness. And what's the nut? Stewart's about to whoop some ass. And all of a sudden, I agree with all Stewart this. fall. Come on. That's, that's a conspiracy. <laughs> come on. Seriously? We overwatered the left. That's only Stewart falling. Ass. Yeah. ass. Keep taking names. Don't listen to all the fucking haters. Thanks, They're bro. They're squirrels. Just want your job. Thanks, bro. Oh, I got time for that bullshit. Kiever, you're a bad motherfucker. Steve, obviously you're a bad dude. You run the shit. But seriously, somebody's fucking. This is conspiracy. There's no way that Stewart's gonna come in that hot. These are funny. And fuck the whole world over by screwing that corner up. We all know Stu was one 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 that night. And, Thank you. You know, right. if wow. anybody else thinks otherwise, then yep, they're idiots. You probably voted for Obama or some other gay ass shit. So, <laughs> wow. anyway. You know what's fucked up about that? That that was very accurate. I said otherwise, and I voted for Obama. You voted for Obama? I did vote for Obama. Maybe maybe I won't be giving you a sponsorship after No, it's show. all right. It was helping me. <laughs> no, when I voted for him, it helped me out because it was helping. I was in college at the time. Uh, Gibbs is kind of he's short. Maybe he has tiny hands. You might need a tiny hand. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, said that. Bars. I already said that. That was a joke I hit before. You might have it. Maybe. You have to measure him, yeah. Uh, you're going to leave a set of this here. Yeah. Uh, micro. I'm going to have you give it away to kit. a viewer. Yeah. Uh, grips and the bars and the, the, the whole kit. positions, everything, the whole kit. The whole so, kit. Uh, Vortex is obviously is the best uh, sprocket handlebar out there by far, but uh, we're going we're gonna to give away a Pro Taper kit at some point to somebody. So cool. thanks, Paul. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Almost done. Hey, Steve. This is Beth from Ohio. Is this so, the Beth that we were just talking to earlier? Did Beth call in earlier? Beth yeah. called in earlier. Yeah. Sounds just like her, too. Oh, wow. Hey, Beth. So, I know Dave from Ohio is a frequent caller. Him and I were discussing tonight as we were watching the Monster Energy Cup. We were discussing the whole road to Supercross situation by going through Arena Cross first. I know this is kind of a hot topic on your show. Um, I've heard a couple of segments you've done on that. What if some of these really great riders like Austin Forkner get hurt in arena cross and then never get their chance at supercross, but they were good enough to go to supercross in the first place. I don't think that supercross should be treated like other collegiate type sports where there's like a different format to everything and they have to go through a process to get there. If you're good, you're good. You go. I mean, that's just how I feel, but you know, I'm just a girl from Ohio. So maybe 
Maybe I'm way off there. That sounds hot. That's she sounds hot. Yeah. yeah. She sounds very Beth hot. That sounds hot, Erica? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beth is smart. I, I, I've talked about the road to Supercross. It's stupid. Yeah. It's nothing. They don't want to get people ready for Supercross. No. You tell me Austin Forkner isn't ready for Supercross? They're obviously helping fund Arena Cross. <laughs> they want you to go to Arena Cross to see these dudes. If they were really serious about road to uh, Supercross, which, by the way, we all know Carmichael took it. He spent a lot of time at Arena Cross, so we all mm. know that. Uh, if they were really serious about Supercross, they would go and find a bunch of these privateers. Paul, you know who they are or whatever. Or you see them. Okay. Pull them. You you need to go. You need to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You I know need what you're to getting go. at now. Because yeah. there's dudes who race Supercross who are not on the level. And, shouldn't and be there. Shouldn't be there. Yeah. The kids racing racing Arena Cross at the top levels, they're fine. Yeah. That's what shows you. That's That tells you more than anything what a marketing gimmick it is and how they just want to sell some tickets. Yeah, so. maybe they should allow uh, OEM overrides. I wonder if that's yeah, single. but but then the like, pr- privateer guys would freak out because then you're screwing yeah, their you old privateer. Should ride better. Whoa, get on it. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of agree, but that's I a, mean, I don't know. Yeah. She has a point. Obviously, Forkner's ready for Supercross. Yeah, but I I mean, you can't really worry about him going to arena cross and getting hurt. You can get no, hurt crossing yeah. the street. You yeah, know? but yeah, right. whatever. Hit me up, Beth. <laughs> oh, and um, I do want to say, how about a little more Pookie on the show, too? She wants right, more Pookie. Thanks. She wants Pookie. more Pookie's cookies. We've had Pookie's cookies. Who doesn't want more Pookie Pookie's on cookies show? are gone, by the way. Everyone had had, had their taste, and we've run out. Pookie's cookies, popcorn, and everything is gone, usually, yeah. most nights. Sometimes Pookie's pie is good, too. Wow. Fantastic. Huh. Steve has only had the taste of Pookie's pie. So. Yeah, she didn't offer me the pie. She offers up just, to a lot of people. Just the cookie. She offers up to a lot of people. Surprise! <laughs> cool surprise! You even. didn't get some, huh? Well, yeah. It is only. Uh, it's early. It's ten forty-two. The things are just getting started right, in Vegas right. at this time. Hey, Steve. This is Ryan, and uh, just calling about a couple questions. First of which, I was wondering whose Honda that was that with the broken frame you posted on Instagram. That thing looked like uh, went through hell. And uh, my next question is, actually, I was at the uh, USGP, and um, Justin Brayton was up on Mount St. Helens, and actually was talking to him for majority of the, the first 450 moto, and he was talking about how he was going to start Supercross testing uh, that coming week. And uh, just shocking to me that they were starting, you know, testing and everything so early. And obviously, a lot of people are doing that, as you know, I see on Instagram and stuff, but... My question is, is, have they always started testing this early, or is this something that uh, they started doing earlier in on the year just with Monster Cup and everything like that? You know, teams taking that race maybe more serious and uh, doing the testing earlier than they used to just to, you know, get their preparation for the Monster Cup. So just wondering if they've always started testing this earlier or if this is something that uh, has come about due to the Monster Cup. Anyways, I uh, love the show, and uh, hope that you're able to answer my question on the air. All right. Uh, hey, Paul, so uh, when your days at Pro Circuit, much like my days at Yamaha and KTM, after the season, eh, we all got a month off, didn't we? Just a month right. to chill. Full month. Just chilling at home. No. no. Uh, <laughs> that's a good time, by the way. Uh, <laughs> at Yamaha, we were testing Wednesday after the last national. Yeah, Literally. I mean, it happens quick. I, I know uh, Honda did the same way, too. They wanted to test right after the National because your guys are at the weight they're going to be when they're racing. They're yeah. going the speed they're going to be when they're racing. It's almost like you can get a better yeah. test immediately then. Also, but, too, you got to order parts, yeah. which take a long time to come from Japan. You have to make so you, you decisions a lot out, of time. Yeah, 
which fork we're going with, which tranny we're going yep, with. you got to like, order like, the parts and time to be there. Yeah. And, yeah, you have to get started early so, because – takes time working to with talk about this guy saying that the usgp is when he was going to start that's late <laughs> yeah you know like right uh, now if you don't already have a deal you're stressing oh yeah, yeah because it's sure. it's we're yeah. getting towards the end of october yep motocross never stops no my boss is starting to find that out with the show he's like dude you have another show i like, do this shit don't end <laughs> i don't think there's anything wrong with gibbs thank you or... this guy sounds fun doesn't sound mentally messed up at or all. Or have the monster girls in the show, but keeps them more entertaining. And... He must be on the East Coast in bed. He's very relaxed. That's more to the show. So he's a Gibbs fan. Uh, more. Uh, Brady, Brady was fine. Brittany Chisholm's been fine. Nicole was on the for a while. Was Nicole Weimer much on it, Mim? She... Uh, did that turn you off? Oh. She, 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 she was, was on, on one, one, at least one episode. Yeah, but she had, a headset. she had a headset, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, like, she, she was like wasn't talking. too bad. No, she was Her, Brady, like a lot of people, you got, I remember there was a heap of voicemails, hated that yeah. Brady and that. I thought that show was all right. Yeah. Brittany Chisholm, not a fan. But I love Brady her. was much better than Brittany, I reckon. Brady was better than Brittany. Yeah. Right. Like, like MC versus like, like uh, Ty Birdwell. Levels. Ooh. Ooh. How's that feel? <laughs> hey, that's a big gap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's a huge gap. Um, I got Brittany on my fucking wallet, dude. Chill out. Uh, have you seen that, dude? Uh, creepy. We have Georgia. We have Georgia. Was Georgia good? Georgia yeah, Georgia was, was all right. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Right. She's a good bird. I don't think Georgia talked Sheila. as much. Good Sheila. Sheila. I don't think Georgia talked as much as Brady, though. There Brady was a talked fun, quite yeah. a bit. It was funny. Like, there was that one episode when you put tits versus tits versus tits. Oh, yeah. What's that? Um, you had well, Tits is our old producer. His name was Tits Legendary. Oh, okay, um, Tits Legendary. So he didn't know much about the sport. It's kind of clueless a little bit. Okay. Um, and so Pookie is a fan, but also not totally up on moto knowledge. Okay. So we would have Tits versus Tits. She's wow, my wife's funny. boobs. Yeah. And they would, I would give them an answer, and they would write it down, like McGrath. How many titles does McGrath have? That's what. That's great. That's what you need, I think. More like kind of game showy we, type games. Yeah, we do that quite a bit. Yeah. We thanks didn't do for it listening. Today. Yeah, we should have, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? I planned to have Pookie on with Erica. I did. What happened? Ah, I got Pookie back out. Yeah, I don't know. Pookie's cookies. Pookie's pie. Pookie had too many cookies Um, and a couple bottles of wine. But uh, (laughs) No, I planned to have us a game. I wanted to do something. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, So anyways, you were saying tits versus tits versus tits? Yeah, when Georgia and Pookie a few times. Yeah, all that's entertaining. Yeah. You make make use of the guest in in a lot of those questions. Well, Kiefer too, Mrs. Kiefer and Oh, yeah, sorry. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they're all good. Yeah, we had that thing about a threesome and monster girls and all that. That was weird. That's always good, though. That's good talk. Keith yeah. always takes it to the, you know, over the to line. To the next level, yeah. right, right. Uh, we had a thing about, like, we were asking uh, Heather, Kiefer, and Pookie, like, I was giving them scenarios about, like, okay, so uh, uh, the ride, uh, a team manager says, hey, you have to bang me, but your husband will have a full ride. Like, what would you do? They go, yeah, we'd bang him. Uh, <laughs> like, but, like, okay, like, like, every answer was, like, like, there was nothing that they wouldn't do. The contest didn't really work. I'm like, okay, so, hey, a monster girl wants to take you and your ride or husband back. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, you know, this, like, we, I try to make these moral dilemmas for them. Yeah. And they're all just like, yeah, we're good. Like, we're good. Like, nothing you say is. Good couple birds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I was expecting one of them to be like, no. Like, no way. And I don't think there was any scenario or any situation where they were like, yeah, we're good. It was, didn't really work. I mean, you guys are all in the moto industry. We're all fucking freaks, dude. We're all a little, we're all a little crazy. 
Gibbs is in the moto industry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ride dirt bikes. I fucking. I mean, it's all the same shit, man. I do cookers, um, and hook, you know, cocaine and hookers and all that shit. Huh. With McGrath, sixty ing Sixty nine with McGrath. Did you ask McGrath if you could sixty nine him or no? <laughs> no, because no. yeah. that would be super weird. Bro. That would be weird. That would be creeper. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Meme could have made him do it. He had it. He had it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Services rendered. Yeah. Kiefer might have done. Who knows? God knows what Kiefer would have done. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Hey man, full team. Two weeks, two shows. Fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. You just keep giving me my my fix, man. Great shows. <laughs> awesome. Oh, saw Keeper. Saw his wife. That thing on Instagram. God, letters like that, like stuck on those things, like a kitten on a nipple. Better be sure this week. Pookie's mad. Everyone at home, oh. Pookie came upstairs with a show playing on in the background. You, what'd you say no to? What'd you say no? Banging the Red Bull guy for a Red Bull deal. You said you wouldn't bang the Red Bull guy? Well, I said, is it Jeremy or is it not? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. How cute was the Red Bull guy? That was the limit. But she would have banged him, you know, like to get a Red Bull deal. She would have banged him to say, if I, for a Red Bull fridge. One of the questions was for a fridge. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, a guy gonna, a guy's gonna give you a can of Red Bull. Would you bang him or not? She's like, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, uh, one whole can? Yeah, one unopened. Can. Yeah, yeah. I'm banging him. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, Pookie. I'm kidding. Oh my goodness. Is Debbie here? Yeah. Okay, my mom, my mom's here, so we gotta wrap this up soon. All right, stop about stop talking about banging. Sweet. You better, you better, you there better be a show this week. Please pick up. They were mad at us at Pottery Barn and Natasha on. Being um, stuck in a, in a hole, they said that we look like we were getting ready to flush with the Hobbit. Mm. Pottery Barn and Tasha said the Hobbit. I'm mm. getting sick of it. This is our crazy lady she calls all the time. She, that, she, what was that about? You never know. Nothing to yeah. do with anything. No, no, no. no it's brilliant. It's, sometimes wow. it's Sony Records. Sometimes it's... Hey, give your headset to Pookie. Pookie has to make a point. Um, yeah, no, you never know. She calls all the time, and I've tra- traced her number uh, wow. or whatever. And she just... She talks about Sony executives and record deals and... Um, Party we bond right there. So off the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, you you and Heather Kiefer would basically do anything, Pookie. No, that's not true. You're I mean, just turning it around like that. Maybe like a mega slut. That's what he usually does, though. He turns all he twists you, the words would, around. He puts words in your mouth. He's a media pretty, member. There were things that we said no to. I don't think there was, Mim. Not the monster girl thing, because I thought there was some apprehension. On oh, okay. Mim, Mim, knows. Mim thought there was some apprehension. Thanks for the word apprehension. <laughs> they didn't um, exactly say no. There was a pause. Though. Yeah, like again, there's a little bit of a pause, right. right? Well, we were just like, yeah, whatever. Seemed like it. <laughs> so, how many? It was drinks? your game? I know. I was regretting doing it after a while. <laughs> how you never drink? find these things out about your wife, where you're like, oh, wait a minute, like. Yeah, but in the scenario, we were like, wife of a top writer. It wasn't like I'm me and Heather's Heather. Mm. Yeah, Your no, you, is, you were better. Yeah. You were better than just married to me and Kiefer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Exactly. We had no cares in the world. Right, because you had millionaire rider. Right. Husbands. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Money, man. Well, that would, at that point, why are you banging mm-hmm. a guy to get a Red Bull deal? He's got millions of dollars. Go buy your own fucking Red We Bull. said no to that. I know. <laughs> is that the 16 ounce or the 24 ounce? <laughs> Gibbs. Everyone call Hey, Steve, me. there's your mom. Hey, what's up, Debbie? Terry Fader is amazing, guys. I'm on the air right now. We're doing a live show. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Put the headset on. Tell us about Terry Fader, Debbie. 
hold on. Let me. She she's gonna mack it all up. Okay. What do you want to know? How was Terry Fader? He was so good. I told Steve I was going to pay him whatever I thought the tickets were worth, but I don't have enough money because this guy was oh, amazing. Oh, he's a ventriloquist. It's not oh a real my puppet. God. The puppet is not real. <laughs> he was so funny, and he had about 10 puppets, and he sings. Do you know what this like, is? Do you know what I'm talking about, Terry Fader? Do you guys know? No. Uh, Je- it's like the it's old a ventriloquist. Jeff Dunham. He won, he won amazing he talent. America's, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. He won a million bucks. And they gave him that show in Vegas, and he sells out every single night. Mm-hmm. Huh. And he has about 10 puppets, and he does Elvis, and he does everybody. He was just off the wall. I'm telling you, you need to go. Steve, <laughs> you, Steve you need Do to go. Do a party couple. T- tickets are $100, Debbie. I know. You know how many smokes that is? That's a lot of smokes. I know. It's <laughs> a lot of smokes that you'd have to pay. Okay, before. let's not go there, Steve. We've talked about this before. So you liked it? Yeah, I really liked Terry it. Terry Fader. With the and we found our way there and our way home, like, mm-hmm. no problem. Canadians finding their way, driving around. <laughs> Canadians in Vegas. But, like, you know it's just the puppet. His hand is there. And he's talking. The puppet doesn't talk. The puppet said, you know, I feel like I'm having a colonoscopy every time I'm with you. Right. <laughs> I just, I don't find that. I don't know how that could be oh. funny. Because I just know it's the dude talking. No, <laughs> no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I, like, dude, I could be wrong. I'm you just sound saying. like white You're, You like, are wrong. Like. You know, people love that show for sure. Yeah. I just don't. I just, I'm just like, okay, he's talking like with his mouth coming over me. You know, like <laughs> yeah, but the, the, all like, the, you're like, you're like, hey, dude, like that's you. All yeah. the songs that he sang, though, okay. you couldn't even tell he was moving his lips. Like right. it was all coming. Up. It was he's he's really really good. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. You okay. should go see it, Steve. This is Erica and Paul from Pro Taper. And Hi Erica guys, nice to meet you. Yeah. Yep. That's Reg. Do you think me and Steve should Mim. go see it together? Oh, that's Mim. He's from Australia. Oh, hi. Mim. Nice to meet you. Mim, uh, Australian. Mim. He said Mim. Mim, hey, Mim nice had uh, Jeremy McGrath for a day. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Two days. Two days. Cool. Yeah, he got the ride with Jeremy. Oh, my God. Are you ever li- How'd you do that? Oh, uh, long story. Tonight. He had to put oh. a $5,000 down payment on him. Oh. <laughs> then yeah. He, yeah. He, so he's that's, still working on the payments. Yeah, that's what he was doing. So when are we going golfing, Mathis? Huh? When are we going golfing? Uh, we're going to go Wednesday, right? Oh, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday that's morning. right. Yeah. It's on. So, yeah, okay. I'm uh, going to beat you this time. Sure you will, Debbie. Yeah, okay. I will crush you. <laughs> Everything counts as strokes, okay? You can't hit the ball, get mad, and not count it like what you do. That's those not are, true. Those are strokes. No, they're yep. not. No. Steve, what do you put? What, what, what do you what hit? She's, what is he hit? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. She tries to, like, she wants to, be, she wants to keep score, but then she doesn't want to keep score when it actually, like, I'm like, you know, but that's score. Debbie, I go. I got three. Debbie, you got four. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like brutal. She's brutal. I so. can't cheat. I mean, I understand though. Like, if my ball lands in the fucking the rocks, I'm not hitting my badass clubs in the rocks. I'm no, in the middle you of take grass. a drop. You go but, to but the drop zone. A, you take a stroke. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, hit it on the grass. That's right. a stroke. It's a stroke. So, yeah, you can do that too. Uh, <laughs> that how much close. more voicemails we got? We go. We're almost done. We got like this. Hang on. Okay, I'm already gonna go. Yeah, I'm here. Terry Fader says thanks. It's been a slice. Okay. It's a guy just saying how good I am. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Thanks, dude. Thanks, a, lot of, a lot of Gibbs fans. Killing it. I appreciate all of them. Gibbs, keep doing what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks to all yeah. the supporters. Did he uh, like go through and pick these earlier to put a bunch of like? No, I, no, pick, I no. pick them. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. He, he picked a lot of good ones because last week, like the last two shows, I've been getting hammered. Like, oh, like do you see these scars on my wrist, dude? Look at this. People shit, are man. just like, <laughs> oh wow. People are just, just yeah. Kidding, really? Yeah, yeah people just, are mean. Dude, yeah. you should go back and listen Instagram, to the show. Some of them are Instagram pretty bad. Comments, same thing as like your Instagram. Yeah, people are mean. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about those people, bro. No, I don't. I don't lose any sleep. There you go. Just blood. <laughs> 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 All right, we good, Steve? Do we got everything? Voicemails? 
we just played and finished done? them. Yeah. Done? Okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening tonight. Uh, Davey Millsaps, Bilko, Eric Perinard, and uh, Paul Perabinos on the show. Oh, Lars was on. Wygant was on. I forgot about those guest appearances. Yeah, JT. JT, yeah, he's, he's a regular yeah. on the show. Uh, uh, Mim, uh, thank you, man. Thanks for coming in once again. No, thanks for having us as usual, mate. Yeah, Appreciate no, it. Uh, when are you coming back to America? Uh, probably early next year. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're going to come back to Supercross or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, uh, five grand for MC, you give me a thousand, I'll hang out with you. Just We'll just hang. I'll hang out with you for free, man. I'm trying to get you paid to come to Australia. Like, come on, dude. What, the Manjimup thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's not working, bro. It's like two years in a row, it hasn't happened. So, yeah. you're not a very good agent. They came to me like, hey, can you get us in, like, Steve's number? Like, And I'm like, yeah, don't make me regret it. And then... They made you regret it. I regretted it. it. Yeah. No, he's he's regret still got my CR250. Like, I sent him away to yeah. fi- finish doing some work, and he's like, right. that, that's a two-and-a-half-year two, two and a half year project. Yeah. Well, it's about yeah. time to get the fire. Listen, if they want to see some speed on a 500, Debbie, you know. I was fast. Yes, you were. Thank you. Hey, Canadian champion. Yep, thank you. I was Canadian champion on a 500. Uh, yep. Um, what'd you say? What? Is that? what? She, she named a championship you don't even remember, dude. In Quebec. It in wasn't Quebec. in Quebec. It was in Ontario. Um, anyways, yeah, so play. if you want to see speed on 500, you tell those manager about people. Debbie vouchers for me, and I'll Good bring enough. it. And I'll bring it. Well, that, no, I want, I'll try and, I'm right. going to try this here. Okay. I'll actually get involved. Right. Uh, Erica, thank you for uh, sitting there patiently. Thank you. I hope you had fun. I did. Uh, Paul, thank you. Paul Rubino's ProTaper.com. For sure. You had fun? Absolutely. Thank always. You. Yeah, it was good. Thanks nice to have you inside. Stuff. The Kurz lights. Um, <laughs> right. All uh, that. We, are, uh, we did a, a long form podcast more about your career and kind of what, what got you here. And that's going to be did. on Racer X probably next week cool. or sometime. So that'll be cool. Congrats on your Loretta Lynn's title. That's awesome. Uh, congrats on the success at Pro Taper with the uh, micro, micro bars and grips and, you know, all that. That's, that seems like you're killing it that way. So uh, that's awesome. And um, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks again. So uh, thank you, people, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week. David Pingree supposed to be in. Will he break his appointment again for the fourth time in a row? Stay tuned uh, for that, whether he'll actually be in studio or not. But thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.